Right. Yeah, my timer's not. Oh, it, there it is. It, it just began. The Painkiller Ready, episode 339. Kyle? Yeah, a couple sponsors tonight. Lift, Squarespace, Casper Mattresses, MeUndies, and Power Rangers from director Dean Israelite. Uh, get ready to go, go Power Rangers with the cool new action blockbuster fans have been waiting for. Saban's Power Rangers on Blu-ray and digital HD featuring exclusive new bonus features. It's morphin' time. Saban's Power Rangers is rated PG-13 and now available on iTunes, so go check it out. Awesome. Check uh, it out. I loved the Power Rangers when I was a kid. Yeah. I was, never... gonna, I was about to say, did you, Woody? And I was like, oh, they hadn't been invented. Yeah. yeah. Like, I loved <laughs> Power Rangers when I was 30. <laughs> <laughs> but Kyle, they were around for you. Right? Oh, or, I was perfectly timed to be like a, an absolutely huge Power Rangers fan. I was in first grade. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers debuted. So like I'm in the in, in, right in the beginning of the days when I've realized I'm old enough at like six to know that there are Saturday morning cartoons. And maybe kids today are like don't remember. But Saturday morning, it was just an all day cartoon fest of like the best cartoons, like yeah. your favorites. And it was one after another after another. And they were on multiple channels, so if you didn't like, like, Hey Arnold, you could flip over to Fox, and there was Power Rangers or Beetleborgs or whatever you were into. And yeah, that Power Rangers came out, and there was Zed, or Zordon, what was it, Zordon, and uh, fucking uh, Rita Repulsa, and then Zed shows up, and like, uh, yeah, all, it was super racist. You know, the, the Asian Power Rangers is yellow, black Power Rangers, black, um, red Power Ranger was... Was he Native American? It's possible. Um, <laughs> really? It was just, yeah, yeah. I um, remember the yellow one being Asian. Asian. But other black than that, I, black. I don't. It's the because when you're watching it at the time, you're, all you're thinking about are the actual colors. The As a six-year-old, you're just like, oh, yellow, boo. boo. My brother got a yellow costume for Power Rangers for one year yeah. of uh, Halloween, because I guess that's all they had at the fucking store. And I gave him shit the entire evening. You know, that's the girl one. You're not even in a real Power Ranger. It's like you didn't you didn't even say or consider like, hey, you're wearing the one the Asian chick wears. You know, you're weak like her. No, but see with the Ninja Turtles, like there's definitely a personality for each one. But with the Power Rangers, there was just a cultural identity, right? Like like the 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 girl, the hot chick was pink, of course. And the, the cool Power Ranger for, for a long time, I guess it was the green one. It had to be Jason because Jason shows up and likes the end of season one, season two is like a, a like a, a villain. He's like influenced by some sort of evil. I can't believe and how much you know about this. He'd show up and play his fucking flute. He had a ponytail, and that was fucking like early 90s ponytails were in. <laughs> they Did were you ever in. Have one? I had a rat tail. I had uh, a rat tail. Never, I had a rat, never tail had rat tail in fifth yeah. grade, and uh, my mother let me have it. My father did not. He hated it. He was very mad with my mother. He was very angry with me. And we were going to go out to dinner that night, and I'm not sure we did. I don't think he wanted to be seen in public with me and my rat tail, which at the time it was like, Dad just doesn't get how cool rat tails are. Now I see his point. You should, re you should grow one now and spite him. Just show up next time he's around. Just be flaunting it, just <laughs> flicking it and stuff. But no, no, Jason would show up fucking play his flute and out of the water would come his fucking, like, fucking monster dragon zord or whatever. And it was, like, super hardcore. And the thing was that it's always like, oh, you haven't even seen my final form yet. Because at first they show up and they just kick ass with their fists. And then each of them brings out their own animal-like vehicle to bring to the fray. So, like, you know, may, yours might be a... They all look different. But they then if, if individually a, a they couldn't cut it, they combined. And they all became one. 
And that was when like shit hit the fan because that, that's when the music kicked in. It was like, go, go, Power Rangers, you mighty Morphin Power. And it was like a, a montage of them combining to like, and they would all be. And did you all- notice the monster they were fighting was always very patient with the whole construction? Project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, even as a child, like seven, eight, nine years old watching it, I would even think then because they basically like they weren't in like a leg. Like, it wasn't like the Yellow Ranger was in a useless leg sitting over there. Like, the the Yellow Ranger would be in, like, a Triceratops mobile. And there's fucking six of them. And instead of everybody attacking with their jets and their planes on this monster, they're like, no, let's make it into one giant target where it's (laughs) only one of us kind of controlling it up there. And the rest sit around in a Star Trek-esque, you know, half moon. Like, uh, they're all in the head. Hit them again. Yeah. They're all yeah, in the head. they're all in the head, and I and I suppose everybody just kind of gives moral support to the one guy operating yeah. the like punch <laughs> controls or the sword grabber. But like Brian Cranston, if you don't know this, played one of the monsters in the original Power Rangers. He's this really? guy. He's in a big goofy suit, crushing cardboard buildings, and then he dukes it out with the Rangers and sadly falls. Um, yeah, Brian Cranston, among That's his insane. many great works. Yeah. yeah, you know they talk about a guy with range. <laughs> yeah, he can he can be a giant beetle monster or Walter Walter White, you know, or just, just Malcolm's dad run the whole Malcolm's dad was very good. You know, I, we probably all know this because we're on Reddit and the Internet and stuff. But the writers had this like running joke that Brian Cranston will do whatever we write. Like like we've given like normally, I guess it's it's, it's a common thing that especially when a, in a long running show, the writers are often writing a story where the actors like, uh, I don't want like. You know, in The Office, there's an episode where he gets gum in his hair. He ends up rubbing peanut butter on his hair. Maybe an a- some actor might be like, I really don't want to do that. I just really don't. Can we write around that and have it be someone else? Mm-hmm. Apparently, Brian Cranston never, ever asked for any kind of uh, a waiver like that. I love that. So that's how you get episodes with him in that full body <laughs> beast, like, like tight. Talk about when he was suit, skateboarding. Speed walking. Roller skating. He's speed walking. Oh. No, he got in. Yeah. He wanted to be the, like the world's best speed walker. And the rules of speed walking is one foot on the ground mm-hmm. all yeah. times. <laughs> so he's maximizing his wind resistance with this hat that like comes back into like <laughs> into like a yeah. like, like into a point behind him like he's an F1 car or something. <laughs> and he's got a, a like this skin tight suit for for wind resistance with like flames on it. And he's just <laughs> and he becomes the best. And, 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 but, but this guy comes, kicks his ass, and he actually has to get, use hidden camera slow motion to prove that his competitor is taking a foot off the ground to beat him. Like, <laughs> so, so there's episodes like that where he just looks silly. But then there's episodes where he became like a modern artist and starts painting with his body all covered in paint, <laughs> like, like smashing naked against the wall. And then, of course, the bee suit. He covered his entire body with bees. Like, like for real. For the show, it's uh, Brian Cranston's a great and guy. I, I would love to meet that. Skates too. That was he was dancing. Like a, oh, uh, he's amazing at that. He's <laughs> so good on, on roller skates. If you've never seen the video of like it's its own, there, it's its own little clip on YouTube of Brian Cranston on roller skates dancing. And I don't recall the song, but it's, it's I think it was it's, disco. It's a, it was disco. <laughs> it was definitely something like that. And he's just like it's hard to dance. So I much used to get into in that. skates, dude. I. Yeah. In eighth grade in my freshman year in high school, I was very cool, by the way, uh, I was into roller skating, and that was, like, my passion, and I was good at roller skating. Like, I just had a knack for it, but the coolest people, like, roller skate danced in groups around the thing, around the the rink, and uh, 
I was okay. I had a couple moves, but I, I didn't have like partners to synchronize moves with. And uh, I don't know. I, I, in my twisted freshman brain, I was like, I am so good at roller skating. How awesome would it be if I could wear roller skates to school? And then people would really appreciate the talent that I have on these things. See, um, that came into play in my generation with Heelys. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Now, did you have Heelys, Kyle? No, I, I was Heelys, out of, but I was, I was long 30, out of so high school. Thirty-six. Woody got Heelys. Woody got Heelys like six years ago. I know? did. And, yeah. And he was he was riding them around. I still we have them. I could get them. <laughs> <laughs> we were all Heelys very chill Heelys. about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we, we were all very chill about it when Woody got Heelys. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna uh, text my wife and ask her to bring me the Heelys. <laughs> I can't believe my okay, Heelys. I got those when I was in sixth grade. So how old are you in sixth grade? Like twelve. And they were yeah. all the rage at the time to the point that every single boy and most of the girls in our, our grade school grade or whatever got them. And were rolling around the, the hallways and everything. They had to shut that down, make sure it was just people on the, on the pavement outside at recess. And the way our parking lot was is it wasn't flat. It was like just enough of a decline to cause uh, to be like, I, this is, I'm not going to roll down this hill, but also just enough decline that you have get a, got a lot of speed on your Heelys by six feet into that mistake and then you're just <laughs> careening down. And so many kids got hurt so quickly that they just were like, no more Heelys. I'm sorry. We were, we were banking on you guys being a little more coordinated and <laughs> you're all hurting each other. You're hurting yourselves. You're hurting each other. And, oh, those were so much fun. Dude, Heelys. Like, and it was, it was the perfect shoe to wear in the age where you're still too young to give a shit what people think or old enough to not give a shit what people think you know between that like teen years where you'd be like oh i'm not gonna wear heelys that's nerdy that's silly like no I, if i had heelys i'd, I'd wear them now just my to daughter be was like nine or ten when i got these heelys maybe a little older i'm not sure but um i think she was nine or ten and she had heelys and she was really into them so like i got heelys so i could spend time with her you know that's a thing that, that parents do yeah. and uh her friend, I, I won't give out her real name. I don't want to share it, but we used to call her Diesel, and and she was so powerful. She was she grew up to be a softball player, and we would all hold hands. She was so these, powerful. These are my heelys. <laughs> we used to call her. They call her. Diesel. Yeah, they call her <laughs> Diesel. And and she would tow us all around. Like my daughter and I would hold hands and this girl would just like grr pull us up the hills. It's rough asphalt. We're not we're not going easily on this thing. And she would haul us around on my Heelys and my daughter on her Heelys and we'd just we'd read Rocket. Oh, out. she didn't have Heelys. She oh, was no. just the, the horse yeah, that, was, to pull you. She did have Heelys actually, but I don't I, I think she used the shoe I, portion to do the pulling. She this this girl isn't African American by any chance, is she? No, because that's a, a visual that would not thing. play. If I'm <laughs> yeah. driving down the road and I look up to my left and there's a wealthy man and his <laughs> and his young daughter being towed by an African American girl, <laughs> especially, yeah, especially if it's on your giant driveway and you have to like they're like yeah. looking at you judgingly and you go, oh no no, don't worry, it's my property. You know? <laughs> 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 the way I, you're, it's you're all cool. Like, no, no, I. It's I an old plantation. This. this is what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I own everything your eye can see. My Heelys. Like, I'm, I'm right now, I'm like, dude, I should break these things back up. These are perfectly good Heelys. I haven't worn them in ages. Yeah. But, yeah, they're pretty neat. <laughs> they're pretty neat. <laughs> so you, you didn't know they came in size 11 and a half, but they do. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw an adult pair. <laughs> I bet you haven't, right? But they, oh, that's true. Like, nobody ever's like, uh, do you have a. Jeff Heal I wonder what happened if I went to the store and was like, Jeff Healy's in a thirteen. 
right? It's for my enormous footed son. You know? <laughs> I, I feel like buying a, adult wheelies is, is kind of like buying adult diapers. You, you, you do it with shame. You, you, you don't do want anybody to see you checking them out. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do I wonder it. what you have to do when you're that old and you have to buy your own Depends or whatever. And so you're like 72 or whatever and you have to like make a big to-do like I'm sure like alcoholics do and they're like, God, hosting another huge party with these 80 <laughs> beers like just talking to themselves. And uh-huh. then you have to be like, man, I, I, my my father's been staying with us and, you know, he's been shitting all over the place. These are certainly not mine and my father hasn't been dead for 30 years. It's definitely <laughs> not true. Yeah, just ring it up and put it in the, no, not plastic, definitely not plastic, paper. Paper, yeah, nobody looks, nobody's looking through that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, anyway. So when are we going to talk about this guy and the pig? Oh, the guy, so I was confused by the title of this because it says Henderson man caught molesting pig after his penis gets stuck. He was molesting that pig as his penis got stuck. It, like yeah. it was, I would say as soon as it got stuck, it started molesting him a little bit because he was trying to probably get his dick out. The subtitle, so, a Hendersonville man was caught having sex with a pig after his penis got lodged in the pig's vagina. And, and Taylor's right. The order of events is completely wrong. He was having <laughs> sex with the pig even before it got lodged in there. Are, you sh- are we 100% sure, <laughs> I, I have to ask, that he was fucking the pig and the pig was not fucking him? Well, the pig's not up in the no, photo. No, no. <laughs> it, it He's hot right tied. The guy well, who found I, it said... I seriously doubt that's the actual pig. I, I bet it is. Look at it, laying in yeah. ecstasy, just in that, the afterglow. That is a stock <laughs> yeah. picture of a... <laughs> yeah, that is a happy pig. That, that guy on the left, he doesn't look like a lover, but he is. He's, he, he's Don Juan over there with a few so miles. So for those of you who are listening to this, the man accused, uh, the alleged pig fucker, <laughs> is one of the most awful-looking human beings I've ever seen in my fucking life. Oh, like, don't he sit an, there and pretend that pig's looks, you know, out of his league. If you remember on uh, the Indiana Jones when the when all the Nazis' faces melted, he looks like he is point five seconds into staring at the Ark of the Covenant, and he's already started like melting, and the skin has started pooling downward already. He's so wrinkled and ugly, like one so eye is different excited. than the other. You know, I don't know why. So I'm going to be assumed honest, it like, was his pig all along. I'm sorry, Kyle. I, I thought there was. A- uh, he- Man like that can't afford his own pig. Like, I, like you gotta. Well, no, no, no here, it, 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 believe it or not, all of these details are laid out. I, I'm so, really, go ahead. Uh, David Chavez of Henderson, North Carolina. NC um, baby represent. Uh, yeah, NC. <laughs> it was. Uh, he was having inappropriate relations with a pig on his property. Uh, no. A farmer. Or wait, no, no, no. The the farmer caught this guy, fucking his pig. Mm-hmm. And so this is the guy's quote. The farmer he says, and that's when I saw him. I was just in shock at the sight of it. I yelled at the man to get off my pig or I would damn well shoot him. He was screaming, saying he was unable to move. His penis was stuck in the pig's vagina. Now, that last sentence, I guarantee, was not what was said by the actual farmer. He was <laughs> said, and I told him to move, and I'm, I'll shoot that dick right off if you don't pull out of my pig. And he said, my, my penis is stuck in this pig. You think I want to hear your own? And I said, I said, you got two seconds before I'm calling the police. <laughs> The Can farmer, you imagine? The, no, 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 no. I imagine totally the guy who's fucking the pig is like, help! I, I, I tripped and fell in, and, and it just got stuck! You know, it happens to all of us. <laughs> the, the farmer reported hearing loud squealing coming from the pig pen in the back of his property. Suspecting that wild dogs might be trying to hurt his pigs, he grabbed a shotgun and made his way out. Confused, he alerted the police. 
When we got there, they were pretty. They were locked up pretty good. It's not the oh. sort of situation you expect to be called to. It was extremely disturbing. We had to use warm water to get them apart. Now, I wouldn't have known to do that. You know, yeah. I don't even know what... How tight is this pig's vagina squeezing that... I don't... I don't, I don't uh, now, so it's exposing only, a little bit of ignorance here. I don't happened. know how pig vaginas work. Yeah. All right, but, so I know a bit about pig vaginas. Uh, okay. So... So I think what's go happened here is that we had a stickiness issue. I, I think that I think that he put his dry penis into that dry pig vagina and some like some pig vagina lick, like like goo basically glued him inside of this pig and that's what happened. I do know this about pig penises unfortunately because I took an agriculture class where they artificially inseminate pigs and I trust you. Mr. Man went ahead and told us about this because it'd be interesting, I reckon. The, the hog penis is, is shaped like a corkscrew on the end. Myers, if you pay attention and wake up over there, <laughs> it's, it's a corkscrew. <laughs> no, it I, sounds awful. I, I hear your dry vagina theory, but mm -hmm. that pig in its postcordial bliss clearly was a wet and wild situation. Again, that is not the pig. I... I like to think it was. You don't know that. <laughs> because you know that. Are you, now, right. you going to tell me that's tell not me David that. Chavez of North Car of Henderson, North Carolina? I, 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 I would bet. <laughs> I, I would bet anything. Because all right, first of all, they would. How did that photographer get there to take that picture? Right. Like, like they did. They didn't untie the pig. They left it tied up, and, and then a photographer showed up to quickly snap a shot before they could untie the pig. Did the perpetrator have time to hog tie the hog? That's another question. Seems unlikely. I bet that's what was happening. I bet no. this Henderson man got into the, the the pig farm, you know, seduced the pig. They're notoriously sleazy yeah. and tied them up, tied it up. Plied and then the this is just, yeah, he plied it with uh, barley. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Ooh, I've got a whole bag, hefty bag of garbage for you. <laughs> if you this. go to the bottom of this article, and this cracks me up for some reason. You might also like, you know, more from the same author, Nashville man who admitted to masturbating to a horse while high on crack. What? <laughs> yeah, right. it's at the well, very let's bottom take a on look. the left. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh my God, no, this is made up. This is, this, look, at the, look at the fucking picture. Thank you for finding this, Woody. This, look at this guy's fucking picture. The audience needs to see this because this, you know how Kyle said the guy that we saw last time was... Yeah was five seconds into the Ark of the Covenant. This guy's seven or eight seconds into the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> and to the point that you can see the chin has d disappeared. It's becoming just liquid, uh, fleshy neck. Hmm. No he has one tooth that's discernible. <laughs> he does have one tooth. The one horse tooth. is doing way better. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 <laughs> just a, a sea of black in there. Uh, man, masturbating a horse while high on crack. So he wasn't even Masturbating like, to a horse. Oh, okay. He, I thought he and, was. And, and that that is not to a him, crime. That's a good-looking horse. Uh, I, now I do agree with you. This is not the horse he was masturbating to. What? So, oh so, God! I, you guys, it's, it's, there's no truth in reporting anymore. Again, not the same horse. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like uh, so, so I, I can't imagine what he's looking at while he's masturbating to the horse. Although I notice on 4chan that oftentimes there's a lot of pictures of horse pussies. Um, like, like, like just, just, just lots of horse pussy on there. It's, it's, it's a bit disturbing. Yeah, I yeah. would have thought for sure that the horse dong was the remarkable. No, because it, I, of a I, horse. It, no, there's there's guys who like fantasize about fucking the horse pussies, and they look a little bit like a human vagina. Some of them do. It's 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 a bit disturbing, hmm. and uh, and then there's then like at alongside those are always an animated 
like horse vagina, which is like half human, half horse vagina. Where, where, uh, where, where are you seeing these things? What is yeah, this? Kyle, I thank you. You learn something new every day. Just randomly scrolling through, you know, 4chan. You know, I'll, I'll get on B or, or get on GIFs or something like that and just click all and scroll through and see what's up, you know, and you'll, you'll see some, a bunch Mike, of horse I can't vagina. pass judgment. I just linked us all to a picture of hog dick to confirm. You know, the, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's, not like it's not like I'm like trolling over on like horsepussy.org or something. You know, I'm just I'm just saying it's a thing. Yeah, those out people there. are crazy. Yeah, you don't go there. They, but, uh, they this, kick, they so kick me off the board. What happened with this guy? Second guy. Hmm. Another a Nashville fella says when officers arrived, they found Humphreys with his pants down around his ankles, pleasuring the male horse and himself simultaneously. When they asked him, what are, what are you doing? A clearly high Humphreys told them that he and the horse were having a race <laughs> to see who could come in first place. <laughs> <laughs> he was originally Yay! facing burglary charges uh, for, for stealing that horse's heart, I would think. <laughs> that kind of charm. Um, <laughs> Man, uh, sentenced to two years probation in order to pay $1,100 fine. I'm not sure, but I think this site is full of shit. The fact that they just have story after story of, of bestiality and hideous men, I, I, think, I feel like I see the formula here. Are you saying the Sunday Inquirer is not reputable? I, I mean, I never heard of it until today. I've been using the Sunday Inquirer for over half an hour, and not once <laughs> it led me down the wrong path. <laughs> Man, that's good shit. I, I like hearing about that sort of thing. Um, I, 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 I've heard about... Uh, um, it's always really ugly men that like get caught, because I... Because they can't get I human women! I, that's it. That, that's Are definitely a big like, part is, of it. Is there any debate at all? It's this, this guy can't fuck a human woman... And so he goes, what's what's pretty close? I, a horse. And then, you know what? That guy in the first story we read, he had tried with a horse, and he wasn't even attractive enough for the horse. <laughs> so he's like, all right, pigs, one more down. Then, like That's definitely what it is. Or they're just think, a bestiality. You know, you open a question. No, like, I, th like, I, think, I, I think the reason men get caught and women don't is because women are able to have sex with animals that, they, that are readily available, and you can do the fucking in, in the privacy of a home. Like your dog. Whereas, like your dog. Whereas a man, if he wants to get some animal loving on and he doesn't want to injure anything, then he's really got to go to the farm. He's got to find a farm nearby, old man Jenkins' donkey, old farmer Crowley's pigs, whatever. You got to like sneak into somebody's place. And, and, and let me tell you, because I know a lot of farmers, they hate people sneaking onto their farm because there's a bunch of stuff that like you might be up to there. You might... Some yeah. farmers have like rivalries and they'll literally sabotage each other's crops and like that's a thing. And there's feuds Bummer. between people in communities like that. And so like 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 I know two farmers who live but their properties border mm -hmm. and they hate each other so much that they have each had those property lines redrawn. You know, you call out the guy with the the sticks and everything, the whatever you call that guy. Surveyor. And surveyor. Yeah, they've each had surveyors called out and as a result each time the property line was redrawn to a slider specification and the guy cut down a tree in the other guy's front yard because he found he had the right to do so um and they think he's like i'm pretty sure he sneaks over here in the night and steals the pins out of my tractor you know woody when you put equipment on a tractor and you've got that locking pin that yeah, goes yeah, in and yeah. snaps well if you're like uh you know if you got one or two pieces of equipment then so you pretty. probably only have one one set of those and you're not you know the three bucks a piece but if you have like 30 pieces of equipment and four tractors then you've got hundreds of those mm -hmm. and someone keeps coming and stealing them all 
<laughs> so what I'm getting at here is that farmers are already on edge. They see a semi trespass and they don't know you're out just to fuck their pig. Like, you know, they'd probably be okay with that if you're just fucking their pig. But they don't know what you're up to. You might be stealing. You might be using their property for something nefarious. Yeah. They probably of wouldn't course you they wouldn't. Nobody wants you fucking their pig. You know, yeah, I was going to ask, that. like, nobody. which, like, the hierarchy of animals that you would fuck, and I realized, I asked this on, like, episode 12 with the yeah, down cow thing. Like, that, that's yeah. what the four, uh, yeah. And we all agree that the horse vagina is, is a pretty, pretty vagina, as far as animal pussies go. Um, and the horse itself is, is kind of a majestic, beautiful animal. It's got that short coat that's kind of a sheen, and then the, the mane kind of looks like a nice head of hair sometimes. It can't talk. It can't panda follow you into the house afterwards. We had an anti-panda thing going on. Fuck the panda. Yeah. No, yeah. It, well, it's easy to say fuck the panda once you realize that all of that money that goes to, like, making that one species live could have been, like, diversified to saving, like, 30 other species. And, and who, just because the panda's cute. It yeah, we could have saved like 30. First of all, food. that's a Chinese animal, all right? That's a commie fucking bear, all right? You want to talk about some American, North American bears, then, I, then I'll get on board. But I, I, we've been shit sending our American dollars to save this communist bear for like 30 or 40 years now. And those things still don't want to fuck. No, and they never will. Like some, who was it that said like 99% of all animals that have ever existed are like already extinct? I don't know how we could possibly know that. <laughs> but I've heard that said before, and it's like fossil evidence, that, right? Yeah, if that even is true, it's like yeah, a lot of these animals go extinct because they fucking suck. Like all for every like frog you see on planet Earth, where it's like, and this frog you'll realize can jump twice as far as usual because of the extraneous pads on the four legs, allowing it to grab onto the the stem there and shoot its exceptionally long. T- for everything like that, that's super specialized. David Attenborough could also be over there describing the losers of evolution, where he's like, and this is the miniature bullfrog. It has no tongue. Uh, it's not beneficial to the species whatsoever. The females were extraordinarily picky, uh, choosing frogs instead. Once again, not good. Um, it's like, yeah, like, of course, there would be tons of those, and pandas are in that category. If yeah. you can't, like, has anyone ever had to take two rabbits and be like, all right, Get it going. Like, get this started. We need to save rabbits. No, the problem is always these rabbits are way too fucking good at creating more rabbits. Like, pandas don't... If you wanted to be here, you'd have taken the initiative by now, pandas. So, Yeah, I, I agree completely. Like, there's a lot of animals that just aren't going to make it, and we should just let go, right? Like, like and, and just the same way you would at, at some point if someone's, like, an alcoholic in your life, and you're like, Jesus, it's... We've spent the last 20 years trying to get Uncle Larry <laughs> off the off the booze. Like, I think we have to cut him out of our life at this point. Mm-hmm. I think we're there with the panda. I think yeah. we're there with the panda. We, at this point, we should accelerate it. I say kill the panda. Hunt him mm-hmm. down in his bamboo forest. Drive him from his lairs in our zoos. Skin them. Make panda hats. The, the There's whole only thing. like Just, a handful left. You don't even have to like use a bunch of uh, you know caterpillar equipment or anything, or rent a U-Haul to drive equipment out there. Just you and a couple friends hop in a dune buggy, head on out. Like you'll find them all. And I guarantee, if you could like put a hat, like a Rick and Morty style hat on the pandas and hear what they were saying because you'd want to ask them like why the fuck don't you just bang that that panda right there and put a baby panda in her belly you know like you'd put that hat on and that panda immediately be like it's not that i'm not interested in suzanne it's more that i'm just kind of waiting for the right time you know (laughs) and uh i don't know you know my dad had the same problems it's like and it'd be like oh this panda's gay as fuck damn it damn it we've wasted so much time on this gay animal 
And then, <laughs> and then, and then people would have to go, you know, should we, that, then there'd be a real debate. They'd be like, should we, should we force this gay animal to fuck this, this female panda? And they'd be like, well, I don't know. Like, it, the panda should be able to decide for itself. <laughs> this is the future we're headed towards. Mm. It's, so, it's where would the scary. where would the like the blue team the liberals come down on the gay panda issue, like would they make them procreate for the survival of their species or would they respect their decision? What if the the male panda has like gender gender identifies as a female and that's the issue all this time? Ah, they need to respect well, that panda's decision. I feel like I we don't need know to how... fund that panda's transition surgery. Is what we need to do. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yes, and then send it to college on someone else's dime. <laughs> 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 uh. So we could study, you know, eating leaves badly and not fucking. <laughs> but I, I, I bet it would get screwed out of college admissions though, because it's Asian. Oh, That's true. strong <laughs> point. Strong point. But the SAT scores would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> After Timbo the Panda was brought to the United States, unfortunately, he would turn down six Ivy League schools, relying instead on his safety school, Michigan State. They're like, whatever the fuck they showed him. It shows him walking through, freezing his fucking ass off in Michigan. You know, trying, to, <laughs> trying to do stuff. Eating a little chunk of bamboo angrily in class. <laughs> no eating in class, Timbo? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Put his hat back on. I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like the second we hear what an animal is actually saying in its head, if we can ever translate that into like English, we're gonna immediately realize like, oh no, oh like the bridge between how smart we are and how smart animals are is so much bigger than we thought. We thought that when, like, this dog or whatever was doing this thing that we trained it to do, that it was having, like, real emotions and thoughts and, like, hoo-hoo, like, oh, I learned this. I'm, are you proud of me for learning this, Pops? Ha-ha. And then we'll be realized that they're just, like, they're idiots. Just complete idiots is what would be revealed to us, I think. Like, we're not going to see any complex thoughts in animals' heads. Maybe a dolphin or a whale. Yeah, I, I think like some of the animals turtle, have complex thoughts. No, not yeah. a turtle. I, maybe the old turtle. You never know. But But, like... I'm always intrigued when I see the gorilla that that knew sign language and when and when they would ask it about like complex issues like death and love and like, you know, babies and stuff. And, like you know, when it, that it seemed like that that gorilla was, was describing emotions, you know, when they talked about something dying and it was like, how does that make you feel? And the gorilla's like, cry. It make me it makes me feel like cry. And it's like, oh, shit. Why did why are you making the gorilla sad? Let's Let's make it happy all the time. Right. If we have this opportunity to like. You know, it's that's a gorilla. True. That's a really good example. The Coco You'd be like, thing. guess what, Coco? Because you just painted that picture. All of the children in the world are happy now. How does that make you feel, Coco? Coco like, happy, happy. Oh, oh, oh. Make, make that, world that happy. That actually goes to my point that the animal's not very bright. Because <laughs> if you tell it, you know, the whole, like, if, you, if it just conceptualized the death of All Ball, the name of its cat that got run yeah. over in that, mm -hmm. that clip, and then you tell it, like, but that drawing you drew, the outside world, in addition to killing your cat, every child is now overjoyed with your drawing. And it's and it's not like, I find that to be dubious. Uh, <laughs> since very few people are even aware of my existence, is this not correct? And it'd be like, oh, damn it, we got bamboozled. But <laughs> that's what I want to see. I want to see the, uh, out, the outsmart, or the gorilla outsmart a human. Not in like a Planet of the Apes way, in like a silly way, where we can still be like, all right, Coco, but you know what the score is. Coco, Coco's like... Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you realize you only have your arms because I haven't torn them off yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I think Bill Burr was really on to something when he's like, why are they asking how much you can bench? that's the question you really would want to ask a gorilla right you know how long i've tried to find weightlifting videos of gorillas on the internet a long time and it's fruitless because the most you'll find is them being like all right here's a really really heavy weight and like a guy a strong guy's carrying like a 130 pound dumbbell or something he puts it somewhere and then the gorilla will come over and just kind of like look at it a little bit pick it up like sniff it and then like Throw it into the air and like run away, and Wait, it's like, well, we didn't actually learn anything. Found that? I'll have to find it again. It was, oh, I don't I, even think it was on YouTube. This is a, a long while ago. He, I, I looked for a study on how strong gorillas was were because I didn't believe. I think I, I, people were saying eight to twelve times stronger than people. Now I believe that they're stronger, but eight to twelve times seemed excessive. Like how can their their muscles literally be like ten times better than human muscles? It seems like a stretch, and. Uh, I looked it up, and the way that they measured it was a gorilla pulling on a door handle. So they had people pull on the door handle, and then they had gorillas pull on the door handle. I just found that to be dubious. Like, like it, 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 I want to see the form. I want to see the videos. That, for all I know, people are pulling on the door handle, and the gorilla's, like, doing flying jumps while holding the door handle. And, of course, that, like, burst strength is going to be higher. I, I need to know that they're doing it the same way. What the, they need a the thing that, like, they need... They need to mem- they need to utilize some kind of movement or motion the gorilla already does. Like it like if gorillas were good at like this, like like pulling two things apart or like pulling two things this way and then they could put up like a machine that had resistance bands or weights better and and you, if you could see a gorilla grab a, a bar and pull on that bar to like open a door and get to some food, maybe motivate him that way. And by pulling that bar, he's operating a pulley, you know, like a weight machine type yeah. type thing and all of a sudden 900 pounds go up with one hand and he reaches in and grabs his biscuit you're like well then i would know mm-hmm. but when i but even if i see him grab like a hundred pound dumbbell and kind of flick it it's like well i that doesn't that tells me he's crazy crazy strong but like i can't quant quantify yeah, that. You, you, that you can't take that like oh so we can throw a hundred pound dumbbell like that easily and then leap off like it was nothing but where does that translate to squats you know yeah. or bench press but then that was what I thought was neat about it is maybe it wasn't a orangutan. Maybe it wasn't a gorilla. I'll have to find it. But like They're just how little of a fuck these animals or there's ones on the Internet of them like moving logs. And uh, there's one where a gorilla is like walking by a troop of people in Africa and he reaches out and grabs this African guide's leg and then just yeah. pulls him to the ground and drags him for a second and then just lets yeah. him go. Just showing that the gorilla the guy's was like face. Yeah, the guys. And it, was, like, it wasn't like a guy who paid to go there. It was like an African guy, a guide, who just like got dragged down. His face is just saucers. His eyes as he's like, oh well, you know, I had a good run. Uh, I help <laughs> my country as much as I can, and it turns out in the end, I am a literal sacrifice for the gorilla, a wonderful creature. <laughs> like, I have seen tigers do what you're talking about. Like I, I, I think we watched it together on the show. A, a tiger like mm-hmm. fell into the enclosure. I'm sorry, a person fell into the tiger's enclosure, and he grabbed him by the neck or something and carried him. And th- just the nature of the dr- like, I can grab a man like by under his armpits and pull him a few feet. But you'll see that I don't have like a lot of extra horsepower to spare. This tiger so effortlessly carried him like I would a rabbit, and it was. Like, yeah, it it's like the, like the way you're saying it. You could drag me or Kyle mm-hmm. by under our arms for a little ways. But if you had to like go up the stairs or climb a tree or something <laughs> like you, you would you, you would have no dexterity. You know, like you couldn't move us as you were moving yourself. The tiger 
just latches onto the neck and then like pulls it forward in an uncomfortable angle and the whole body like 150 pounds just dragging limp you yeah. know it all was that a little guy to be even... fair was the guy yeah, but... asian or indian or something like indian. like yeah so a smaller guy but but to, but he picked yeah. him up like a like a cat would a mouse or something he really carried that guy like nothing mm. tigers are fucking big man i wish we like i wish humans had something dope that wasn't just being way, way, way smarter than everything no, else. No, we got there the is best another one. Be. Apparently, we're good at running distance. Yeah, that, we're the ah, world's like, best. Running. We're no. the world's best distance runners. I no other animal. That's true. Because it, it is a thousand percent true. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm just pitching this. We take our best runners and compare them to everyday animals. Like, all right, we're gonna take this marathon dude. And then we're going to compare it to some random cheetah we found and see who can run farther or an antelope oh. or whatever. What if, if they just farther. grabbed one of the three of us and said, all right, we're going to see how Woody, uh, his distance running compares to a deer. They'd be like, you know what? Turns out Woody's kind of shit. And, no, and we'd win. We, you you think I could outrun a deer? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah. I, mean, a lot of I appreciate comes, the vote yeah, of confidence, deer, but I'm deer, betting against me. You, <laughs> I, 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 I don't guarantee you don't have to run fast. It's a thing. It's a mm -hmm. very, very light jog. Right, the, the way our ancestors did it was out on that African uh, plain where you could see the fucking animal a mile away, and they're like, "Yeah, there he is." And we'd also run in groups, to be fair. But one guy's jogging. Yeah, you just have to jog. If you can jog for two hours, you can you can run something to death. Here, like I've seen, like I've ran a rabbit to death. Like if you just start running yeah. after a rabbit, like you can't go very far. I've never. You can't I, go very far at all. I can barely catch my dogs. Like I. I... Oh, dogs are good distance runners. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dogs are good. That's why they use them for dog sleds. I did a ride in Alaska. Like that. Oh, that's yeah. true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I know but, someone who has a a dog sled team, but they're fucking uh, Malinois. Those like 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 I've got like the fucking attack dogs. It's terrifying to yep. see like tw twelve of those. Pulling is that a, a good idea though? Like I feel like they picked like huskies or whatever it is because they're, they they went through all the list of dogs and we're like, all right, this seems to work the best. I don't know why. I I am. Um... I watched an I did a ride documentary. Those dogs only pull like seven pounds each, like you know, like each their load. So they're really just running almost unloaded. Now I'm sure yeah. if you pulled on my shirt seven pounds worth, it would annoy me. But I, I kind of pictured them like really driving. We used to have a neighbor with huskies, and when she walked them, they would drag. I think it was two tires, you know, on their harness. And that would just how so they were like show dogs and she wanted them to be strong. And that's what she did. So I always thought that when they were pulling those sleds, that they were like dragging tires down the street. But no, they're well, they're running it. Well, they're running in packed hard. snow for like days at a time. Mm -hmm. Right. Like mm -hmm. you're eh. bad. Yeah. How many how many are there? How many like how many dogs are in a team? Because like, I'm trying to I think well, it's I mean, 10 or 12. When you say seven, do you mean that's how much force they have to exert? Because obviously the, the weight that's being towed would equal more than seven pounds per dog. Because a man, know. it'd be like seven hundred well, pounds, pounds by ten. Well, that'd be seventy they, pounds. No, they, but they're they're doing some kind of That's like physical calculation, <laughs> like a physics calculation or something. Because yeah, like, they're not pulling if, a I'm talking about either. force exerted to move the the the, the, yeah, the weight yeah. because like you, you're right. on snow and it's on sleds. So right, you pull so. with seven pounds of force and you move maybe thirty pounds of weight. I just think yeah, the ratio along. might be much better. I think if it's seven hundred pounds, it might only take seventy pounds to get it going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because it's on ice and slick, and yeah, yeah we, none of none of us know what we're talking about. <laughs> That's how <laughs> we do the show. I read a couple of Jack <laughs> London books. Does that count? You ever? Um, I, I remember. Uh, did you ever read? Um, what is it? What's the Call of the Wild? Right. 
about Buck the do- school. Yeah. about Buck the dog. He's uh, he, I think he's like a part Saint Bernard or something. Uh, he's in sunny California and he gets kidnapped by a man. And the and he wakes up in this like su- like like train car and the, and it's a man with a club and he tries to attack him over and over and the man with the club just beats him back every time and and the dogs let, he he learns that in there I cannot beat a man with a club and he's like he like from then on I know and so like he become he like he works on they put him on a a dog sled team and he almost dies from the exertion but but he's this like. German Shepherd background dog, and all the other dogs are more like huskies, and he's bigger and more powerful, and and he has this fight with the alpha, and he eventually becomes the alpha, and he eventually becomes like this champion sled dog team to the point where like they place bets on whether this lone dog can break and pull that giant weight out there. Like they're in a town somewhere, and there's a there's a sled iced down, like like not broken free from the icy ground. It's frozen to the ground, laden with like furs and heavy supplies. And the man says, "Buck can pull and break that sled 30 yards. I'll bet you know some all the money he had or whatever." And then you know the dog with all of his might breaks the sled and pulls it along. And at one point, the dog fights a wolf to like save his human and the other dogs. It's it's a great book. Those are great. I, I love I that. I actually haven't read that book. I was thinking of that one with Chris McCandless, McCandles, McCandless, the guy who went out and lived in the wilderness like an idiot with no experience and died uh, in the, in the bus. Oh, oh, that's like um, I, I thought you were going to say that Hatchet or My Side of the Mountain, but those are I like those books too. If you ever seen Hatchet, read Hatchet or My Side Hatchet's of the Mountain. Hatchet's great. Um, My Side of the Mountain, uh, I, I preferred. It's it's about this kid who goes up in the Catskill Mountains. Uh, and like lives on his own. He's like making acorn pancakes. He climbs a, a cliff face and captures a baby peregrine falcon, which, in case you don't know, is like a, an enormous predatory bird that can fly like 200 kilometers per hour, or maybe it's 200 miles per hour. It's absurd when it uh, when it hits things. Uh, like, and uh, he trains it, and he like he's like he becomes a falconer. He uses the falcon to go like catch him rabbits and birds and stuff for his food. I always like those books about people going out into the the wild and. I don't know. Yeah, those are always interesting because, yeah. like, it's a good way to pretend that you would do okay even for, like, a second. Like, I, I remember I've reading seen... books like that and you, like, read the tips they're doing where they're like, as I was making my hut, I remembered to make lateral slits in the in the tree bark adjacent to make sure that it wouldn't catch fire or whatever the fuck, like, little tips. And I'm like, oh, see, there, yeah, there's another thing. I would have been on fire first night even if, <laughs> if this happened. Like, and there's no way I would have been able to throw a spear at anything. Like when he when they fashion like bows and arrows, like that, I don't know. It's it's so impressive, especially it's just like the real the book version of primitive technologies that YouTube channel, which is so sick. I was just gonna. Yeah. He hasn't made a video in a while, I think. But um, I was just gonna like every time I watch his stuff, I'm like, ah, oh, this guy does at least two things that I can't do. One, whatever the fuck this video is about, and two, look good with his shirt off. <laughs> you know what an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So that's my take. And he and he's in a. He, that, that primitive technology guy, he has a body of very, like, functional strength yeah. look kind of guy. Like, he looks like how I imagine someone who, like, got all their musculature from building huts would look. Because it's a lot of squatting, and it's a lot of, like, smacking stuff down and grabbing buckets and heaving it core. up. And a lot of core. Thing, sawing. A lot of core. Yeah. His back is very strong. His core is very strong. It's, it's a lot of functional strength, like but you said. he's not all, like, buys and tries or anything. He's just he's a guy who can get work done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's uh, like he's like he looks a little bit like those villagers you always see that that are fucking ripped when you go to the Amazon. 
But then, but then here's what I find interesting. I, I like the the shows where the white man goes to the jungle and meets like the people who've never seen him, and we're always towering over these little people. What's mm. that about? Why do we never it's, find some fucking giants? So that, because there it, aren't giants. It's be, I, I think the answer is this. I've read it. it um, if you want to know how tall a society is, you look at their nutrition. If you want to know how tall a person is, you look at their parents. Ah, that makes sense. Um, I mean, like, I think that's pretty universal to what Kyle's talking about. Like, every time you see a clip of some, you know, British dude or whatever the hell, some documentarian going and meeting a tribe, he's always, like, not just, like, four inches taller than everybody, like mm -hmm. a head and a bit of shoulders taller right. than like, like you can, when, when, they, when he's walking through the group, you can always pick out the usually tall guy who's like five, six or something. And he's like looking around <laughs> like, I am not a fan of these people. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you to me, I am in fact a, a even, big fish in a very, very small pond. Yeah, you know? the, the indigenous people, I, I bet they spend a lot of their time hungry. You know, like it, they don't have snacks yeah. between meals all the time. There's no pantry filled with Cheez-Its in indigenous tribes. Uh, yet the, you got the Western guy from England or something who's raised, a, a, spent his entire life never having to go six hours between meals. I think like, yeah. I think Africa as a continent is is like way shorter on average, right? Like the people there because of nutritional shit. Maybe. I really know is about them like, from Manute Bowl. I don't think they, I don't think they have very accurate statistics there. For some reason, it's like the record keeping really isn't up to par. No, but Kyle, we've sent billions and billions of dollars to help with stuff like that. Are you saying that's being commandeered by some chieftain or warlords? <laughs> Huh. It seems like it mostly goes to the the, the industry there. To, to as long as the kids, they're not the getting the kids resources. involved. <laughs> oh, the, the kids are the main resource they have. They're, they're the, the tiny hands. They mine for diamonds well. I like this argument. So the places that we've sent the most money to are the ones that are doing the worst. And you're like, ah, correlation or causation? I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure, right? It, it could be that they're That's doing terrible true. because... I read it right on the internet, Kyle. It can't be. What about <laughs> on the internet? What about, what about Germany and Japan and Italy? I mean, uh, the, and I was it. I was talking about African aid, right? The the, the African oh. places that we oh. don't give aid to, like South Africa, are doing fine because the they place, don't fucking need it, right? And the places that we do give aid to are doing terribly. So you ask yourself, like, oh, are they doing terribly because of the aid, and they don't really have like if you dump aid into a place? Now we're giving away free food. The farming industry is decimated, right? You know, here I am selling food while you're getting it for free. How the hell do I develop a farming economy? You know, here I am, like, yeah, like that, yeah that's, that's what's holding them back. That's one argument. Yeah, that's what's that holding them back make. from agriculture here in the 21st century. It's us. <laughs> the, 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 and then the other <laughs> argument Kyle, you all can make our fault. is that, uh, <laughs> well, of course we give our aid to the places that are struggling. That's why it goes there. You know, we didn't cause them to struggle. But I don't know. The I'm, what, what I'm saying is like, like. It's interesting that we're arguing about what's holding back some 21st century peoples from figuring out agriculture. You know what I mean? When like the rest of humanity, for the most part, figured it out like thousands and thousands of years ago. I, I it's like if it's Piles that... totaled his car and he needed my help to fix it. And I was like, all right, I'll pay for 100 percent of your left taillight. And you're like, but that's not the problem that needs solving right now. Like there are way bigger problems to solve. And I'm like, well, then, no, that's all I can pay for. Sorry. And if and if uh, some crim steals the money on the way there and steals your children and makes them fucking farm rubber or get their fingers lopped off, then sorry about that, too. Didn't mean to pay him. Oops. So there's like, there's an argument you can make, and it wouldn't be wrong, that the way that we distribute it isn't efficient, that it's getting you know, robbed by chieftains oh, and things like that. All the time. The other thing is if we give out shoes, all the cobblers go out of business. 
you know, they're That's fun. an example I've heard because of Tom's shoes before, where I've heard people be oh, like, yeah? uh, like when ripping on Tom's being like, because what Tom's is, is they make really shitty shoes uh, and they sell them for a ton of money and then send a second pair of those shitty shoes to Africa. And I'd never thought about it before, but they're like, yeah, when you're doing that, all you're doing is saying to Joe Cobbler down the street, yeah, you you who make your living by making sandals out of fucking old tires, sorry, sorry, Tom's is on the case. There's a nice, wonderful tire corporation, shoes. you know, that's old selling cheap bullshit. Uh, yeah, and they're going to last way, way longer than a Tom's yeah. shoe made from paper and, like, repurposed Starbucks cups. Unless you get like, Coopers. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's all it is. Unless that's you get the whole Coopers, point. I like the throwback. <laughs> that's <laughs> the throwback the point of Tom's. If is you get Cooper to tires, you're fucked. <laughs> Stomping around on those like a fucking noob. Yeah. <laughs> they're like a, those Firestone tires, and they're just running with their feet. You know, ablaze. <laughs> 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 like this the, is an unsatisfactory pair of shoes. <laughs> I got a brand new pair of Pirellis. <laughs> uh, they are Z-rated up to 100 miles per hour. I don't know if Taylor knows. <laughs> Before Taylor joined the show, Kyle bought Coopers for, I think it was his Camaro. And uh, yeah. Wings really look. Cooper is a tire manufacturer like Goodyear, oh, okay. Pirelli, or Firestone. And uh, when Kyle said he got Coopers because they, were, they had the same rating, but they were less money. <laughs> like wings can sometimes be indelicate with his criticism yeah and, oh my gosh he was just like he's totally ripping on your tires it's great yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh like, like i was like i was just a i had made just this huge like mistake in life and 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 of course you know it's wings saying this to me so i'm i'm just looking at it like yeah yeah oh man did i really step in shit with the cooper tires wow i Wish you could have made me miss that, you know, skip at that hurdle in life. Well, wow, you advice? really knew what was best. I, well, his advice would have been to spend like $1,200 on a set of fucking tires is what his advice would have been and get some Pirellis or something because the rubber's a lot softer. Yeah, he. I will say I have expensive tires. Uh, for people who know tires, they're the is it Bridgestone All-Terrain, I think that's what I have. And yeah. uh, people like them. They, 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 they're considered a very good tire. The thing is, they're loud. And they're expensive. And I'm like, man, I, I feel like I've just spent more on tires than I could to have a really loud truck. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I put so many miles in these tires. I really wish I'd like, kept up with it. But I need a new set right now. Mm. Like, like, I'm not driving. I, if I had to go somewhere right now, I wouldn't go in my car because of the tires. Like, they have to be taken care of. Oh, it's time. Um, yes. Mm. Yes. I, I did it on purpose. I was I was like, I'm gonna get maximum use out of these tires. The like when I take them in Oh yes. Like the <laughs> other day the other day a little strip of tire started like whacking the inside of the fender. Oh, like like good. a strip of it peeled off and I pulled over because I thought I had a blowout, but it was just a strip of tire hanging off and I just like reached under there and yanked it, like ripped it off and like threw it and I was like, ah, good to go again. <laughs> and then the other day and then I went to touch it uh, recently, Who I wanted to that? feel how smooth it was. And it was sharp. There was like a little piece of, you know, the, the, the wires are, hang, are, are sticking out. Um, every now and then somebody has some sort of like Windows notification that goes off. I'm pretty sure it's Taylor. It's, it's yeah. some kind of notification that's reminding him to like update something or another. And uh, it plays the audio. That's what that well, sounds like. I'm turning is. on quiet hours. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> Sorry. It, it is, that, that's the new Windows 10 update uh, that, that, that initiated quiet hours. Whatever the fuck Well, that I'm is. glad it loudly beeps at me to tell me to buy yeah. things that I'm not going to buy. Yeah. It's Did you know free. about Quiet Hours, our new feature? <laughs> you can turn this off. <laughs> it's like, no, you you could just stop sending me bullshit for this horrible OS. 
<laughs> Do you not like Windows well, 10? I'm, I'm told people no. like it. You don't like I don't it. like it that much. I, I, I also I didn't like it that much because I heard Kyle telling me, oh, I, w- I was telling him, I'm going to buy Battle for Middle Earth 2. And it's only $140 on... Uh, it's like $300 if you want to buy the game and the expansion, Rise of the Witch King. It's a PC game that was super awesome. They don't sell it anywhere anymore. And then I was looking into it, and it's like, all right, I'm going to pay $290, and this 100% will not run on Windows 10. Like, there's no chance. And you're getting that sent to you, right, Kyle? Game? Yeah. And so, yeah, oh, have you got it yet? Uh, no. I, I talked to the guy last... It's on the way. Uh, a fan is sending me... Uh, it's Shadow of... What's the name of the game? Battle for Middle-Earth 2. Battle for Middle-Earth 2, yeah. The, he's sending me the like the collector's edition uh, PC game. Yeah. It's a, it's like an RTS game from like 2006 where it was just super... like so far ahead of its time that hmm. in 2006 it was like... If you were like playing an RTS... It was a 2009 game. It was, it was, it was 2008... Early <laughs> in 2006, you know, and it, it was it blew all the rest of it out of the water. And I was I really want to play that game so much. And so uh, when Kyle was like, "Oh yeah, that game," I don't even really give that much of a fuck about because I got my VR headset over here and shit. Like I'm, <laughs> someone's sending it to me for free, and so I was like, "Oh well, fuck." Well, I don't, I don't want to spend 280 dollars. And then uh, I was asking Chiz because he knows how to do technology. I'm like, Chiz, if I spend this 290 dollars to get this these two games from 11, 12 years ago or whatever, how do I run it? And he linked me to a ton of tech stuff about how I can like bootleg other OSs and convince my computer that it's actually Windows 7 or something. And yeah, I can, like, like run it through the, the CD-ROM. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this isn't going to work. All I'm going to end up doing is sitting up till 3 a.m. one night, furious at myself, not letting myself stop trying to figure it out because I spent $290. And then I'll just relist it on fucking eBay. Like, God damn it. Now I can't even check my email after yeah. this. Like, <laughs> fuck. What lost. have I done? And the screen's just blue with all these blocks on it now. Yeah, I, I, when I saw Chiz's description of how to make that game work, I was like, this cannot be worth it. <laughs> no, even, even that's not worth it for me. It's not worth the stress. Like, I could see the dopest piece of furniture ever, but if it's Ikea or requires any form of uh, assembly whatsoever, I'm not dealing with it. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's going to suck. I, I really dis- dislike uh, assembly and doing it because I've, I've done so much of it. It's not that Ikea furniture is some big mind game or a puzzle or something because it's it's fairly simple instructions. Just lay the pieces out, label them, and go. I just don't like doing it. I, I, like I just don't like it, doing it. And I do it pretty well. Like you said, it's not a, a real challenge. I just don't like the furniture. I think I, I, at this point, I buy furniture that's better than Ikea furniture because you can't move it. It's all held together with like cams and bullshit. It's usually not solid wood. I, like just, some, some, some like tiny piece of metal that you turn a screw like 90 degrees and it locks together or something. Furniture that seems half decent. You let it go a couple of years and now like the bookshelves are sagging and you can't move it. You know, it, it shifts and it's like, fuck it. I, we try to buy furniture now that lasts. Ed? When you drive for the right ride-sharing app, every trip can feel like a walk in the park. With Lyft, you can pick your own hours and work when you want. Lyft can make driving the best job in the world. Only Lyft offers in-app tipping. When you drive for Lyft, you keep 100% of the tips. Drive, uh, drivers, have been tipped. drivers have been paid over $150 million in tips since the feature was introduced. Express Pay lets drivers get paid almost instantly instead of waiting for weeks. Lyft has even taken the guesswork out of pickups with the new AMP device, which uses color coding to help passengers find their drivers. You can earn hundreds of dollars a week, plus tips. You want to earn more money? Just drive more. It's never been easier to give yourself a raise. It's a simple formula. Happy drivers mean happy passengers. Maybe that's why 9 out of 10 Lyft rides in with a 5-star rating. 
So join the ride sharing app company, or excuse me, join the ride sharing company that believes in treating people better. Go to lyft.com slash PKA today, and you'll get a $500 new driver bonus. That's lyft.com slash PKA, lyft.com slash PKA, limited time only, terms apply. Very cool. Check them out. They're, they're dominating the game. Mm-hmm. You want to mm-hmm. do a Patreon mm-hmm. AMA question? Yeah, I got a couple here. Yeah. So Did you have one? I, I do, actually. Um, <clears throat> all right, so there's Patreon. You guys probably know about that. Link in the description. At different levels, you can ask questions and influence the show and stuff like that. I think it's either 5 or $10. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. And you get PKN early. Awesome. So, uh, oh, yeah, and you guys saw what PKN was like this week. I, I put one up for free. Um, to all hosts, what's the single most amount of pressure you've been in under one day? How did you deal with it? Did that pressure make you win? Thanks. And uh, mine, I'm kind of cheating on the question because it wasn't a one-day thing. I think the most pressure I've ever been under was when I was buying my partner out of Woodycraft. Like, that was the stress I didn't eat for a while. I lost, like, a lot of weight. I don't know, seven pounds in two weeks, something like that. Like, it was a notable amount of weight. I just said, my food, I wouldn't finish it. I didn't like it. Uh, so much stress. I, I don't usually lose an appetite over something like that. It, I, it felt like a divorce almost. And uh, my partner and I just weren't, um, we weren't designed to be partners. So I bought out his half. And the whole like, negotiation process was ruthless. And uh, did I win? In the end, I think it was fair. Like, I think I, I paid him a lot uh, for, his, for, his, for what he did. And he, th- he looked at where Woodycraft went after he left and, and thinks that I didn't pay enough. So if we're both unhappy, maybe it was fair. <laughs> that's uh that's my that, there's my most stress i've ever been in their story i don't know i really don't um i've had stressful days where like i had to get stuff done um but you know it's it's i i, I guess i just kind of have a a mentality that handles that fairly well because there's a lot of things that are just out of your control and i'm good at think those don't stress me if something's not under my control then it cannot it inherently cannot be a stressor to me uh, because I just get into that mindset of like, well, look, either A and B are going to happen or they're not going to happen. The, the important thing is that you do your part and you execute and do your thing. And, uh, and I don't know. I, I, I can't think of like the most stressful thing. Like there's been like days where we had to film something where it's like if you miss or fuck this up, it's going to cost a lot of money. But, but I really don't feel that stress. It's just like it either will or it won't. It's out of my control. One of the most know. stressful things mm-hmm. for me, you mentioned if it's not under your control, it doesn't bother you. When I'm responsible for it, but I can only influence the outcome, that's the, the hardest thing on me. Like if, if, I'm, if someone's working for me, doing a thing, and I have to, like, it, it, look, the buck stops here, but they're doing the thing, then that is, for me, the, the most difficult situation. Yeah. If I can just do it, you know, it, if it's a matter of me getting my job done, well, I can knock that out. I can respond to that with hard work. But if it's a matter of like you getting your job done, that's where it's hard on me. Yeah, that's how I am. Like if I'm in control of it and it's something I can just sit down and bang out, it's like, all right, I'm, it's, I'm fine. I can do that. But if it's like I'm waiting on four other people to each get their singular thing done and like then you know that they're not going to get things to you until the last possible second and then it's in your hands, but it might be too like that kind of shit where you're just beholden to someone else's schedule is what causes stress. Because stress is, I don't know, a lot of it's just uncertainty, not knowing how it's something's going to pan out. 
Yeah. And that happens a lot more with more people involved. <laughs> uh, I had one that interested me. It was something about college degrees. I want to get the phrasing right. Did you guys see that one? No, mm -hmm. let me look. Uh, I misspelled college. So maybe I, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a search in it. Do any of you wish you had a collage. different college degree? Would you go back and change it if you could? And I know Kyle, Kyle didn't go to school. I guess you could address that. And Taylor, do you wish you had a different college degree? Yeah, I think if I could go back again, I would do some kind of finance. Because hmm. the money uh, in it. Just maybe that. And then also just I feel like learning a lot of stuff about finance and how that works as a younger person really is awesome to know going into life. Because, like, you know, you don't enter the world knowing anything about savings or what you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, if you're not careful, you're going to end up just socking all your money away in just a savings account instead of making it work for you. And so it's like, I, I don't know, I wish I had more understanding and more pro professional, if you can call college training that, more training on, you know, just common sense stuff with finance. Uh, because now, like, like, I still don't know very much about it at all other than, like, independent research. Like, I'm thankfully I'm pretty conservative with my money. Like I don't buy big things and I don't spend a lot, but like, I don't know. I just, it was one of those things getting out in the world, the same with taxes where I was like, Oh shit. Like, but nobody, nobody, there was no lesson for this. Like, do you want to know who the King of Babylon was in 420 <laughs> BC? Because I got that, yeah, that's... that fucking Nebuchadnezzar, but <laughs> I don't know how to file my taxes. Like it was one of the, yeah, like, that... I hate that. I don't know that if really, even help with that. But who that knows? really speaks to like where I, I stand on this. I, I wish that I had uh, gone to a trade school. I wish I had learned like I wish I was proficient at welding. Like like I my my cousin did like four years of training now in, in welding plus like hundreds of hours of like specialization and like traveling to like this guy who teaches this class about this specific thing. So like I don't need that. But I wish that I was proficient enough that I like I always knew exactly what I was doing and I knew how to do it. Uh, and, and not just welding, but you know, a couple other things. I, I'm, I, I'm taking an explosive class now. Like, 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 there's all kinds of little, uh, like, knowledge type things that I'd like to have. Like, like, you things that you can utilize though. Like, like, not necessarily a degree that would come along with lots of history and English. And the King of Babylon isn't going to help me too much in life. However, like, some of those trade-oriented uh, skills would be nice to have. I tried to go back to school for that. I, I was looking yeah. for a, um, a video editing course, right? And it's like, look, I, the problem I had was that they only offered the very first one. You know, they're like, how to import media into your timeline and stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, that, that doesn't help me. I do that all the time. I wanted the next one, like how to do color correcting better, how to, you know, maybe some artistic stuff, maybe some storytelling, like help me do editing. And uh, that I didn't see. But... Like welding, you could definitely take a course on that. Oh yeah, for sure. Like there's a trade school right right near me. Yeah. Yeah. I, sometimes I think about that. I should do that. How expensive um, is that? Like obviously uh, way way less than college. Slightly but... more than free. It's not that bad. Uh, uh, it, if you want the degree, even it, it wasn't that much. It was like sixteen thousand dollars maybe for like for a couple years or something like that. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong about that. I think but the courses it, will be under a grand. The courses are cheap. Yeah. You know, just for doing one thing, like like. And, and like, just imagine like if you did that with your spare time, like, like what do you, if you learned like AC repair, uh, like, like that'd be a nice one to have in your back pocket, you know, because that, mm. that, that's one place where you always get ripped off in life. 
if you if you knew how to fucking rebuild a transmission and you had that when you're in your back pocket it'd be nice too little skills like that would be nice to have i'm i'm proficient enough at carpentry and plumbing and electrical that like i don't need one of those guys to like show up every time there's a little malfunction i can rewire a, an outlet i can hook up a, an electrical light if the, if a pipe bursts I, I certainly know what to do but with a car i'm not always that good especially modern cars they're you know Got a computer issue, then you got to rely on someone. I need to hey, learn how to handle plumbing at all because anytime there is an issue with a sink or a toilet, or I guess that about runs the gamut of plumbing, but like, <laughs> <I'm> surprised. <laughs> like the, uh, the showers are bad. <laughs> but like every time there's even like a little thing like a leak, I have no idea what to do. Like, I like YouTube you'll watch a YouTube video and it'll be like, uh, what you want to do is tighten this area here if you're getting this level of leakage. Now, if you're noticing a little bit more leakage than this, it might be some an internal fissure. So <laughs> do not do not tighten it more. If you're getting more leakage than this, you might actually cause a structural damage and it'll, it'll ruin it even more. And it's like, oh, I'm not confident enough in my ability to gauge how much liquid's coming out of this pipe, so I'm going to call someone. Uh, like, I, I, I do want to be able to do stuff like that. Like, just because that'd be pretty cool to be like, oh, something fucked up. Let me, handyman, Taylor, come on over. Get my wrench and my, my tools and, and do whatever I'm pretty good doing. at. I'm pretty good at finding a YouTube video and then making that happen. Like, we've got a high-efficiency washer and dryer, and that's a little bit different than working on an old, old school one. So it's, you know, it, it had a, uh, what was the issue that it had? Oh, the, um, the drain was clogged. And for mine, that meant that you had to take the front panel off, the top panel off, the digital display completely off. You had to uh, take take just completely disassemble this motherfucker just to get to the bottom and and like get this this plug undone. And it was like an it was a long fucking process. Hmm. But but every time I go to do something like that, I, there's a YouTube video of someone who's going through the exact same shit I am. And I and I I like three YouTube videos in. I'm like ah, and here's the guy who had the problem that I had, but he actually fixed it. Because there's there'll be like two guys who were like, well, I thought I knew what I was doing, but goddamn, look at this now, yeah. <laughs> and you got to skip through those videos. Like you'll be following their tutorial, and then they'll get to a part where like where they're like, ah, oh, damn, well, I didn't do nothing, did it? And you're like, yeah. fuck, I've been following <laughs> yeah. along with you, like, <laughs> dude. So I got uh, one. You know where there's no info? Air conditioner repair. I don't know why, but HVAC people just they fucking hoard that knowledge and don't tell anybody. <laughs> they're like and, the Freemasons. Yeah, and, and, oh my Kumi. god! Yeah. And, 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 and so there's no information on YouTube. There's no manuals that are published for anything you own. That like if you want to fix your car, there is info out the wazoo. Everyone will tell you everything about how to fix cars, all the way back to shit that's built like in the 30s. But that air conditioner next to your house. It's it's a mystery. They don't tell you anything about it. And as far as the degree stuff, I'm, I was th Taylor kind of opened my eyes to it. Like I have an accounting degree that I never really used. Like I started my first career was accounting. I didn't like it and I stopped doing it. And but I I feel like I'm substantially wealthier, like you know, into my 40s than I would have been without a business degree. Oh, I don't doubt that one bit. Yeah, like it, that that accounting degree definitely paid dividends, just in in your knowledge of how to handle finances. And I'm sure there were little things that you didn't even realize you were doing that you knew were the right move financially. That someone like me who doesn't have that expertise might look at it and have to really mull it over and be like, oh yeah. So that's how. The, so now I'm getting what a 401k is or whatever the fuck the situation is. Uh, and then on the, the tech side, like, yeah, computers were a good career for me. Like, that worked out well. And then even afterwards, like, I think one of the things I did well on YouTube is I, my, my quality of videos was better. Like, my video was a little better. My audio was a little better. And, and it's not that I learned that in school, but I kind of, 
learned how to dive in and self-teach and stuff in, in school. And, uh, and then, of course, the Minecraft server. I think that ran better because of my tech background than it would have without it. So those degrees, they, they, they really influenced what I can do and what I do do. So I don't have any, I wouldn't change anything. But like Kyle said, I could add stuff. You know, that's a, that's to make a short story long. When I finished school, when I finished my master's, I was like, I'm so tired of school. I am burnt out. And, and I started doing woodworking because like my, my geek muscles were fucking rocking, but my like American male muscles were atrophied and weak. I didn't know how to do anything around the house. I didn't know how to work on a car. Didn't know any of those things. So those are like, those were my next passions, like off-roading or woodworking or there were things that let me expand that part of me. Yeah, I think that's important. Stay balanced, which I, I really like Kyle's suggestion of the trade school thing, because if I ever did go back to school, I feel like that would be the route to go. Like just learning something new, whether or not it's carpentry or or I don't know, just something where where you can build. I wish I were better at building shit, I guess is what I'm saying. That's not Legos or I I mean, I probably wasn't even that great at Legos. I haven't played with them in, in 15 years and I bet people were just lying and saying that looks really good, Taylor. That, that's a great design. <laughs> that's a good like they were, they, were, they were bamboozling me. I, <laughs> <laughs> Look at no, this. It's a spaceship. Yeah. That's a triangle, asshole. I mean, I guess yeah. kind of a spaceship. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't buy me the set and so I used what I had. You know? <laughs> I had to, do you remember how aggravating that was when like you'd have a friend over? And they and you'd have like your Lego sets and all that like much, when you're much younger and you'd like pull out your custom made Tie Fighter or something because your parents didn't buy you the real Tie Fighter and so you had to like go through and figure out like how am I gonna get two panels like this without <laughs> the pieces and you have to like fucking dig around and find them and, and eventually you get it and then your friend comes over and is like oh that's pretty neat I have the real one and then they like show that off I don't he's know. got fucking I, Darth that, Vader in him that uh -huh. one memory it has like a glass my cockpit. Head. Well, yeah. poor Taylor in his disadvantaged youth. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I got I my monkey to, to destroy his Tie Fighter, and all was well in the world. <laughs> no, I, uh, I had, I had great toys for the most part. Yeah. But Dan, don't you wish you could go back to that time? I don't know if you guys were as into action figures as I was yeah, as a kid, I, dude. I uh, have little. Because I know it seems like there's like little things with kids where it's like they either really, really like costumes. Where they really, really like the action figures. Where it's like they either like dressing up like Davy Crockett and you know swinging the axe around or whatever it is, or they like all the figurines of Davy Crockett and Dude, the Ninja Turtles. Everybody, I yeah. loved all the like. There was nothing I was better than man. up fifty of them. So I was He Man himself, but then I had all my action figures and I would have them fight each other. So there would be like I had the little green army men. Of course, they'd get in on it. But then like Skeletor would be there and like. There'd be like a shadow cat and there'd be all there'd be like the Ninja Turtles. They pile in in their van and they'd be fighting against all the evil characters. And I'd have them all out on the floor and I'd be like, yeah. And then Skeletor fucking like hits he, this guy with his sword and poof, that guy's dead now. And I'd like put on this whole little war. But then, of course, I would run around the house and I had my He-Man Master of the Universe sword. And when you hit stuff with it, it went it like made a sound effect like like of the smashing. And so I'd run around and I'd and completely naked. Uh, four years old, and I'd, I'd hold the sword above. I'd hold the sword above my head like Dolph Lundgren does in the movie, and I go, "I have the power of the universe!" And then I'd smash the fucking dining room table and like knock the shit all off of it, and like, and I'd hear, and I'd run like hell because there was because Skeletor had had discovered me. And it was gone. Looking back, some of my playing with toys was like a little macabre. Like I had something I used to do where like. 
I was I was I wasn't four. I was probably like eight or something. And my parents had the those stairs like a just regular two story stairs over an atrium. And so there were those stairs where it wasn't solid. There was like a gap in between all the stairs as you walk up, you know. And I would set it up like on every stair there would be a new boss that this that the hero whoever it was that day would have to fight with like his you know you know troop of whatever and as they went up the stairs so it's like 20 bosses and i'd always put my favorite bad guy at the top usually bane or something else and he would usually win but after Mm -hmm. the boss was defeated i don't know why i did this i would take (laughs) i would take string and and pretend that my hero having you know subdued the villain was now tying it around his neck and then would hang him yeah. from the back of the stair and he would just dangle there almost like a warning to the others that Justice like you prevails. Like, yeah look what's going to happen to you and so by the end if the hero was victorious it would be a whole staircase of s- slightly spinning and hanging uh, uh action <laughs> figures by their neck with string and it was like in my head, I'm like, yeah, what a badass! And now I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? Why did I, why, why did I hang them? <laughs> I just imagine like your dad, like like opening the door to your room and like looking at it and seeing that and be like, <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's hanging them again. <laughs> he's hanging. The, and then and this is like the same age where my dad was like, all right, Taylor, no. like, baseball no, practice again, soccer practice again, and I'd go out there for soccer and baseball and just be like a fairy, just like not doing anything and like playing with bugs. And I just every night he had to be like, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> until eventually like he got me into hockey. And I guess after like one practice of that, he's like, oh, <laughs> oh, we go, we got it. We got it. Nothing like we, no more baseball for you. No more hanging action figures in your room, buddy. You know, like, <laughs> we're putting you in hockey. <laughs> we, I got sent outside. Like you guys talking about like all these things you did. Oh yeah. Like, oh no, me. Like the things that I did as a kid. We used to go. There were like woods a couple houses down, and then behind them the woods started, and we would build forts, tree houses. Ah, dude, from like four to twelve. You so know? at four, you were you were sent away like yard like like in at the forest. Three. Yeah, I was I was sent off with a high the heel forest. imprint on his. Lap. <laughs> and, and, and then that night you'd come and bed down in the shed in that little dugout spot. The blankets throw down in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. even at three, I was off. You know, like it, it was, my neighborhood was not complicated. There were just sort of two roads, and uh, and I could find my way home. And I, I I remember I have distinct memories of this. I would go to places and I'd meet people. My language skills were so bad they couldn't understand me yet. So like my brother might have to translate. As I'm like roaming the neighborhood back in the day, oh. and uh, what are you saying, little buddy? Your <laughs> shins hurt. You know? <laughs> but you, you can't see the bruises under the clothes. What's he saying? <laughs> we, we used to go in the woods and build forts. We build tree houses. No, son, I don't know how to calculate an interest rate for you. Why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this four-year-old asking me about interest? <laughs> now, honey, t- t- take this seriously. Maybe we should let him in. He's clearly gotten in with the wrong crowd here. You know? <laughs> Four years old. He's, he's, I want a vig. I just you know? go outside. <laughs> <laughs> I just go outside and, and yeah, get, we, catch poison ivy. <laughs> I still remember we had different. We had three distinct, different like sets of woods. One was like by a horse farm. One was really local, not as cool though. And one was way out in the distance, and there were like swamps and catfish and shit like that. Um, yeah, I loved playing in the woods too. Like it was, that was an activity that really did go from like six years old to like. 14 or whatever or like it really went up until 
girls became your number one priority instead of like making fake weapons and fighting with your friends and building mm. forts. That's what we did. And uh, what we used to do, which is like put sheets up as fort walls. We would and discover, so we could like, like move sheets so we could airsoft. It wasn't sheets. It was like plastic we'd find, like discarded from a construction site. Mm -hmm. And we'd start you know, using that as the wall liner and things like that. We had this really clever idea that if we built a tall wall in 90 degrees, like, like two sides of a log cabin, then provided it was a windy storm, there'd always be a side you could take shelter on. Huh. <laughs> I remember that our... Well, to be fair, we weren't 100% involved or you know, concerned with the aesthetics mm -hmm. of these forts. It was more just, well, this stop a BB from hitting me while we're pretending to be army men. Yeah, then all right, just throw the sheet up. And you could see through the woods from one of our neighbor's houses, like on the other side of the woods, and they could see through and see our fucking taupe or white sheets or whatever. And they actually like called my parents and complained and were like, you're your son and his friends have a horribly ugly sheet up in the in the woods behind our homes and we can see it from our window from our kitchen window we can see through the forest and see your son's fort i want it taken down and and like i remember my dad coming to me with that that information as like an 11 year old of like or like 12 maybe like you know you gotta, you gotta go take that fort down like what why <laughs> the johansons they can see it from their kitchen i'm like what but is that their land like they can't say and he's like no no, actually, that's nobody's land. Yeah, you don't have to do that. <laughs> and I was like, so I keep it. He's like, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that's gonna, yeah, all right, have fun. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, yeah, fuck it, make it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> make it, you need help with right, your fort side. Your hands on the side of you. Some spray paint, decorate that for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's draw a swastika, don't you? Yeah, just like in the den. <laughs> yeah, above no, Grandpa's picture. Yeah. Come <laughs> on. Uh, uh, or if, you, uh, if you found out that one of your relatives was a Nazi, like a high-ranking Nazi or something, and they had oh. a bunch of, like, legit oh. historical shit. Oh. Uh, no, I, not Jew heads. Not Jew heads, Kyle. That's I a way worse angle gold. than what I was I just, I'm just hoping they've got some Jew gold to pass down. The teeth. You know that, Isn't that, that, that a thing? But they've got the Wormacht thing. They've top. got their, their Nazi star or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like, their, their Luger. Their, like, their, their uniform, maybe. What do you do with it? Like, what would you do if you found all that stuff? You know, do it, that, does it, my it, opinions does it on that have changed. I used to think just ownership of Nazi memorabilia made you a terrible person. Like, like it's, I, this is my old thought process. I used to think that that meant that, you know, you wish that they had succeeded and that this was a thing. Now, it's actually, like, fascinating historical memorabilia to me. Like, it, these people, I especially think losing sides of war might be more interested than winning sides, right? Yeah. That's the sides with the real hunger and scarcity. That's the, there's a point at the end of the war where one side is just rolling over the other. And the rollie is the side that I find interesting, you know? And, and are they fighting even though they know they're not just losing, but going to lose? You know, what is the mindset in these trenches as they see people die for a cause that's already lost? And ah, well, the cause might be you know there's different there's different versions of of, of losing, right? Like mm -hmm. Hirohito got to hang around because those guys stayed and died on those islands. Yeah, I I mean like and it's also like there's so much interpretation of it. If you come into my living room and there's an enormous swastika flag hanging up, mm -hmm. and it's like the focal point of the room, mm -hmm. you're gonna be like, you know yeah. what? I don't think you're just a history enthusiast. 
Like, mm-hmm. I think you probably really like what that stands for. But if yeah. you have, like, a box or something or, like, a display case or something with historical shit, and it's like, look at this. See this? This is a Nazi medal with a swastika from 1941. Like, that's just cool. It's like, whoa. Like, think of where this has been. Yeah, think of I who would has like held. The, think of the people a, who have held this What was going on in the out. minds of people as they held it, right? You know, the, yeah. The... the some guy might have gotten some sort of Nazi memorabilia and felt tremendous honor and pride. And that like is upside down to me. And I find that fascinating. You know, I, I, this, yeah. I, I have a, a Mosin Nagant. It's Russian. And I, I forget when it was built, but I want to say like either 1938 or 1941, something like that. And I'm like, man, like that war, was, I think it was 1938. Cause I have in my head, the war went on for years afterwards. And knowing that there was a shortage of Mosin Nagants and that this thing was Russian, it's very likely, I think, that it was actually in World War II. If you look at the color of the wood, you'd be able to tell where it was made because they used, as, as you might imagine, you know, they used wood that was sourced often locally. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it's a certain color, you can tell, like, where it was made. Um, and then, of course, it's stamped on the top of the year and everything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. stuff like that's interesting to me. I, um, I, that there's three things I would like. I'd like an SS officer's cap, you know, with the skull on it, mm-hmm. uh, like from that bit, you know, are we the baddies? I'd love one of those because those things are fucking legit. Um, a, a Hitler youth knife, you know, the, the, the dagger with the white handle and the swastika, that would be cool. And uh, a Luger, like uh, a, uh, one, of, one of those Luger 9 mil pistols, that'd be cool too. Like that, that Mosin Nagan I have, I, I sometimes think, like, I bet there was a young man very frightened in some sort of building or ditch or whatever clinging to this gun for his life you know firing it in hopes that he wasn't going to die like someone had high emotions when they held this thing and maybe they did well maybe they bashed a german woman in the head with it and raped her if that's what's doing well well is then maybe (laughs) maybe well it's better than cowering in the in the in the in the the gully or whatever you never know maybe maybe yeah, maybe he was that guy from Enemy at the Gates. You know, there's and, almost certainly some evil on that gun you have. Is what we're getting at. Yeah, <laughs> one way or another. I, but yeah. the evil is what is part of what makes it historically interesting. Like if somebody showed you, like, hey, here's a thimble used by a normal citizen from Germany in 1931. You'd be like, I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Does it look like other thimbles? Yeah, cool, neat. You know, is a sewing kit here? Like whatever. But this, like the fact that it represents such evil, is what makes it intriguing. It's because like you're getting to look at a situation that when like from a totally different context as to what it was forged and made in and like you get to see all the ramifications of the decisions that were made because of what this represents you know like it's interesting and just like you don't like i would want like stalinist or maoist stuff too doesn't mean i like communism like communism's evil and sucks but like if you had like a cool hammer and sickle metal where he's like you know giving it to the best uh remaining farmer that he didn't you know ship into a gulag for for you know being too successful but like, they'd be neat. I'd be I, cool. I like to transport myself into the mines. I, I went to someplace out west, I forget where, but they were like, hey, Native American Indians used to wash their clothes right here. And you saw, like, a riverbank with rocks or something, and you can imagine, like, oh, that's how they, this is where they cleaned it. And they're like, it was all women doing it. And I'm like, wow, like, what was going on in the heads of this women? Were, these, were some of them pregnant and, like, struggling to get this done? Were they hungry? How, how thriving was this society? Were people sick? Did lots of people die early? Like, it, here's... Just, and it is to me anyway, so long ago and so different from my own life that I found that fascinating. And the same is true with World War II memorabilia. I I think that stuff's cool. When I was in Texas, they had those Allosaurus footprints there uh, next to the water. And they were like, yeah, there was a major river system here. And we think that these two Allosauruses were were hunting something and crossing the river. And I'm like, really? 
You think they were hunting something? Like, couldn't they have just been staggering drunk after eating a bunch of fermented berries? He's like, well, that's kind of a reach, isn't it? I'm like, yeah, it is. Think about it. Like, like they, you're the one who says they're on a hunt. Couldn't like, they have been drinking? That's what I would do by a water source. What I was getting at is, like, it's ridiculous yeah. to infer anything from seeing a set of Allosaurus footprints from 30 or 8 million years ago or whatever the fuck yeah, it was. it's the that's same true. thing as, like, uh, uh, astronomy or I guess uh, what are they constellations is the better thing to say where it's like you start out with just a big mess of a bunch of dots and then you just backwards engineer to whatever you had in mind before yeah, hang on like, the I just put in my head like, like alright um, a guy shooting an arrow riding a bull with a Beats by Dre on his head and oh, I just on, look up you know in the sky and I can, I can you're wrong that. Kyle the only no, you don't look like anything they, you, you got, I'll give you the big dipper alright so, so, so look there are, of course, so, so every so every uh, group of people throughout time has come up with oftentimes different ideas of what they see up there, and oftentimes it goes back to their culture, or whatever. Maybe they'll see coyotes or rabbits, but there are a few things that 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 every culture is always like, yeah, that that looks like a scorpion, or that looks like a a, a man with a with a with a bow. Like, like Can there's we some name stuff one? that just a man with a bow. You say is that one, or is that just a hypothetical kind of? Uh, that would be I don't know the constellations right? very well, but I'm thinking Orion that would be Orion with, with Orion's belt. And then he's, no, Orion the Hunter. Yeah. That's what it is. Who, oh, wait, let, me, let me find it. Here's a couple of real good ones. Here's this page. The Pleiades, I believe. It's just a blog, but it just shows the overlay of what people pretend is there versus what's actually there. This is just like in like ninth grade when they're like, what did you learn from To Kill a Mockingbird? And you just had to make shit up because it was just a boring book with not a lot of interesting parts. You didn't like To Kill a Mockingbird? So. I did not at all. This is a man with a bow. That is a hammered Greek in 320 BC. Going, <laughs> they go, hey, Sophocles, what, what do you make of that? Ah, you know, you, that's the man with a bow. And it's like, well, no, it's not. You know, but nobody's going to argue against Sophocles. <laughs> I, I don't see it. I mean, I, I, I feel it. like with that many dots, I could connect the dots and make all sorts of things. I could make a crab. I could make a dude with a bow. I could... I, I I could make a hot chick with that many dots, but that's what it is. Is that like there are so, and back then, back then there wasn't as much light pollution and shit, and so you could see way more mm -hmm. stars, you know. So they had even more options of just imagining something and then just tracing it up there. And but, the reason but, that you can immediately explain it to someone, I think, and have them be able to look up there and see it, is because, like, it's like seeing Waldo. You know, once you've seen it, you know where he is. Like once someone walks you through and they say, and that one's that, and that one's that, and that's that, 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 that. Now just imagine it, right? And they're like, oh, okay. Now I kind of, I see it now that you say it. But it's like that nobody ever looks at it and goes, man, what a perfect bull's head. Like it's like an artist drew it. <laughs> like an artist drew it. <laughs> <laughs> no. And that, that is, artist is God. Yeah. That is clearly a random bunch of dots. It's... I didn't know Kyle was such a fan of both stars and To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> I, yeah, I like both of those things. Two of my favorite things. I really like the the I like the movie uh, a lot. Remember that's uh, that's uh, Duvall's first performance. I think he plays Boo Radley. You finally get to see him at the end. He shows himself. He looks all pale and shit. Um, I like that To Kill a Mockingbird always gets thrown out there when uh, liberals say something like "You should always believe a rape victim," and it's like really because <laughs> like, like here's an example where we definitely shouldn't. <laughs> no, Kyle, that doesn't happen yeah. ever. I, I, yeah. I was actually having this argument with my daughter today, or debate, I guess, over lunch, and uh, yeah. 
she was like, you know, like, I don't know where the number comes from, but she's like 97% of the time, the rape victim is telling the truth. I'm like, that's not good enough. You have to prove it. You got to prove it. You got to prove it like anything else. You also if can't I possibly said, know that statistic. Right. Like, I, you can, you can, it's, it's, no, you can't ever know that. But I didn't knock her for that. But, it, but it's, it, it's more like, you know, look, if I say someone stole something from me, someone damaged my car, someone, you know, knocked down my door, somebody hit me. In every one of these cases, it's like, prove it was him. That, I always think it's weird that, like, the people who argue against your position in that, they pretend like we live in a culture where the first thing that people do is, like, defend rapists. When it's like, no, like, the one crime that more than anything people mm. go, yeah, he's probably guilty. Look at that piece of shit. Look at that rapist. Look at that, you know, dirty scumbag. Like, that crime is rape. Like, if someone is accused of, I've heard multiple people say, like, I'd rather be accused of murder than rape. Because if you get accused of murder, people are going to be like, yeah, he, who knows? He may have done it. He may have not. We'll have to wait till the facts come out. If someone goes, he's a rapist. Everyone goes, yeah, he probably is because no one wants to be associated with even giving little bits of empathy to a potential rapist because that is the level of horror that people have in our society towards rape. Like, we abhor it. There it's are, so horrible. There are rape cultures on Earth. This isn't one of them. You yeah, this is mean? the least rape culture of anywhere on the planet. Western yep. civilization. That's probably true. I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like in India, sometimes guys get away with it and it's terrible. I think that's changing. Um, the Middle East, uh, it's even worse, right? But maybe uh, there was some sort of Amazonian culture where the women were bigger and more powerful physically. That no, that didn't wait. Are you, are you, are you, is this like a thing you're saying? Like there was a tribe like this? Not like, uh, obviously there was no tribe where women were bigger than men. Was I, there a cool I, one you were thinking? I, I've, I've melted into the DC universe over here. We're talking about wonder. We're talking about <laughs> wonder woman now. No, like, like, no, like, no, no, no. Okay. No superhero talk. Right, we'll <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm kidding. You can talk about superheroes. <laughs> I don't want to talk about superheroes. Let's. Um. I. It, what was I going to talk about? Oh, fucking Conor McGregor and Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Yes. On fight is on. Both of them making hundred over a hundred million dollars. Right. They're fighting with fucking ten ounce gloves. Um. It's going to be fun to watch. I think that a win would be going the distance against Mayweather. Against Mayweather. Um, How much the, is 10, 10 ounce? I don't know. What does boxing normally use? It's four in, in well, MMA. Six, well, like uh, 16 ounce gloves is what I use, but I'm. I'm I think those I want, are training gloves. Those are training gloves, yeah. So, so I think maybe. I, I don't know because different size boxers use different gloves, and I've never kept up with boxing. So I don't know. I don't know. I was know. just curious I'm if it was set up it. where like Floyd Mayweather loves 10 ounce 10 gloves. 10 ounce gloves is the most commonly worn in professional boxing mounts. Oh, okay. The later weight, class, weight classes might wear eight. So okay, so there it is. So they're fighting at 154 pounds. Mm -hmm. um, what do they both uh, usually think, fight in? Like who's closer? Uh, I know uh, that's right but, in Connor's wheelhouse. He has the titles of 145 and 55. Yeah, F Floyd has fought at a couple different weights over the years, but that's kind of right in his wheelhouse too. Like like one, 154 is going to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're, they're both going to be bigger. comfortable. Okay. Connor's bigger. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I saw a picture today where they made Floyd. I, they may have shown a picture of like Floyd's dad, but he had like the hat on sideways, and they pretended like it was him, and like stuck the article together, and it was like you know Connor taking on Floyd, and I was like, God damn, Floyd Mayweather looks sixty, not forty, <laughs> and then I was like, Ah, they're fucking with me, they're fucking with me. Connor's uh, and then been I doing that. He he um, I think it was his Instagram. He's like, I'm getting ready to fight Floyd, and it was him and 
Floyd's father like juxtaposed in, in next to each other. And then he did another one where he's like, I'm really proud of Floyd. I hope that I can still train when I'm in his age. You know, he's in phenomenal shape. <laughs> oh, I, I yeah. hope that he, he's so he wise. Brings, yeah. once, once they get that contract sewed up, I hope he brings out the big guns and goes after the fact that that motherfucker can't read. All right, like, like he needs to be like the whole time. He needs to be like using the like a, singing the ABCs to him, or or something like that. He needs to he needs to be fucking like mocking that man for not being able to read the whole time. Yeah, the contract negotiations were hard. Motherfucker couldn't read. Thought he was a speaking spell. <laughs> I hope he does go, dude. This is gonna the build up to this fight is gonna be the best build up we've ever seen. I was reading about this. So Connor makes a lot of money for fighting. It may be in excess of 10 million for some of his biggest ones, but he's making a hundred million this time. You could argue Floyd Mayweather changed that by his bum life, right? Which is a thing he says about all his opponents. I'll change your bum life. I'll fix your yeah. bum life for you. And uh, <laughs> that's not bad. That's the best accent I've ever done. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Floyd Mayweather's changing his bum life. He's going to get $100 million. That's rumored, but that's incredible. Everyone who is an expert in boxing, and I'm not one of them, uh, says that Connor has no chance. And I watched yeah. Connor spar against a guy who was like the 20th best, like top 20 guy. Eight and, months uh, ago. What'd you say? That was eight months ago, though, and he's been practicing ever since. I, I, I don't know. I, in my head, eight months is nothing, right? You know, I think Floyd Mayweather is going to win pretty handily i would think like he's the, the he's the they're, seen, they're, they're doing his sport yeah shit that connor crushes with an mma like like the, like the lean back was one thing they were talking about uh connor does this lean back thing to sort of give a false impression of the distance and then he closes it and counters um the uh the the good boxers just jab him in the face and it's like that is not tricky to me that is checkers and i play chess yeah I know and, that you can't use your feet, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, that's a thing too. You know, like a, a lot of the stuff that a lot of the fighting style that Connor, of course, has had to adapt, needs to make him not susceptible to takedowns and, and you know, wary of kicks. When those weapons are gone, the footwork changes, and well, all the experts say Connor has no Stance shot. Stance changes. I want Connor to win. I, I, I guess I'm coming from the MMA side. Let's bet. We should bet on this thing. We should. Uh, we, we should. We should bet on the fight. Some. I definitely am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna definitely place like, I don't know, hundred on Connor to win, uh, mm. and then probably like uh, another like hundred, two hundred on like uh, Connor to go the distance. I think and if you bet on Connor to win right now, if you bet a hundred dollars, you take back seven. So I think that's a deal. 600. It's it's been like seven or eight hundred. Yeah, has been the line. I think. Uh, uh, that yeah. sounds fun. That'll make the fight a lot of fun to watch. Uh, where will we buy it? Where will the pay-per-view exist? Is that because I've never bought a Floyd Mayweather fight? Is I, I don't know where you buy his fights. I know fights. it's being run by Showtime Pay-per-view. I've never bought Showtime Pay-per-view ah, before. That's it. Okay. But I hope they have a, a web stream. I don't know how it works exactly. I, I'm almost positive that like what I will do is download the Showtime app and then click Ron, pay-per-view like and get or something? yeah yeah okay. yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, and that sounds good. I've never done it before, but that sounds like it would work. I, yeah, I think uh, I have. Man, I, it's, and it's August 28th. It, it, somehow, I thought that if this fight did happen, it was going to happen like In the eight months away from the agreed on time. August 28th is, is that three months from now? To July? Then, two months good. from now. Two, and a, two months and two weeks, roughly. So that's like, that's not forever. That's 10 fight weeks. Fight camps. 
well, he's about to begin his fight camp, right? Like, like it's time to start go start start getting ready. I mean, the, what they've been Although, saying is presumably he's been, he's been getting training ready. for he's months. Been, yeah, he's been turning himself. I wanted to win boxing. so badly. That would be, dude. If he wins this this, this fight, it really elevates him to just a, a win or lose. Connor Connor wins, right? Like like he mm-hmm. can't lose this fight unless it's just a complete whooping and an embarrassment. Uh, but but but. Post, if he were to knock Floyd Mayweather at it, really, his star just goes into the stratosphere. The amount of money that he's going to be able to command back in MMA if he chooses to. What if he retires? Back what if he wins and retires? In, Collins early, uh, Colin, in Connor's early days as a UFC fighter, he wasn't making big dollars, right? He'd get good bonuses and stuff. But, you know, the $50,000 of, like, of the night bonus, the you know, performance of the night, knockout of the night, meant a lot to him. You know, that was like, dude, instead of making 60 grand this fight, I'm making 110 this fight. Like, I'm freaking rolling in dough. 110 grand now to him is not even that big a deal. You know, he spends that like, like nothing. The, he always said, though, he's like, even way back in his, like, doing good days, instead of doing great days, he's like, the way to do this sport is you, you don't want to get your head knocked off. You get in, you get rich, you get out. This could very well be Connor's last fight, win or lose. He's getting $100 million for this thing. He might never defend a UFC belt in his life. It, it, he will be, have to be motivated by something that's not money. Because I think at $100 million, like... I think he likes the fame. I think he likes the fame, and he'll, and he'll, and he'll keep getting more famous. Um, I know he likes being I'm looking in forward shape. to this fight. I, I know this a will, big uh, part of his identity is, is how fit he is, like his sense of self-worth. When he fought at 170 with Nick, he was pissed he didn't have the abs that he likes to have. Um, so like, there's a motivation. He might want to be that fit. He likes training. Joe Lozon was talking about – they were asking him about retiring. And uh, he's like, I, I love training. I love going to the gym all the time. I love getting better. I love staying fit. I think connor has got some of that same wiring. That, that might be part of his motivation. I don't know. But it, it won't be money. I, might be sure like, like you can never have enough he's not gonna if, if, really? if it, let's let's say it's yeah no no if it, let's say it is a hundred million you know mm-hmm. he's gotta pay fucking taxes i don't know what those irish taxes are they probably stink uh you know maybe he know. walks away with this only being worth a total of 50 million dollars that, that's probably not enough for him he's gonna want another hundred million dollar payday he, you, you know if he could if, if if he could if he's praying to god and asking for something it's lord let me win and let this become a trilogy like mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a billionaire. <laughs> like that motherfucker wants to be a billionaire. He would love it if like he wins this thing or like goes the distance and there's a need for a, a second Mayweather fight and then a third and he's just cha ching, cha ching until like I said, he's a billionaire. Fifty he- million dollar a fifty million dollar net worth might be might not be his final goal in life. He might he might really want to reach for the stars here. Well, he seems he to comes spend into the money. This fight being worth, you know, at least ten or fifteen million. So the idea I don't know. He, he spends so much. He could. I bet he, he could be broke, or he could be worth fifty. Being worth sixty or sixty-five million dollars, and I just, I don't know. Does I he live in Ireland? He does. Ireland. So then, I it's like this may sound silly, but I'm pretty sure fifty million in Ireland is going to go way, way further than fifty million in most parts of the U.S. Right? I'm not sure. Or not because they use the euro, or are they on the pound now, or the the Lucky Charm. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Blarney. <laughs> oh, that'll be three red balloons. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I just know the guy. I, I and a new moon. Lucky yeah. Clovers. Because <laughs> yes. I, 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 I'm going by Cisco. 
at Cisco, uh, when I worked there it's in, in the early years, the stock went up. Cisco was actually the second most valuable company in the world. It was like the apple of its day. Really? I didn't even know. I never knew that, that yeah. they were that big at some point. They were. They were the, the behind um, uh, like GE. Like Microsoft at the time? No, nah, we were bigger than Microsoft. Um, but we were behind GE. And uh, um, anyway, I would work with people, and it was like they popped. You know, like I'm, I'm, I played ping pong with a guy, and he's like, you know what? Today I became a millionaire. Like it happened. You know, the stock went up another $2, and now I'm worth a million. And it's like, fuck. Like, you know, and, and Cisco would have classes for their managers on how to teach people who, or how to manage people who weren't motivated by money anymore. I, I had a guy, my, not my Ow. manager, but like a friend of mine, his manager, the guy bought like $350,000 speakers for his, uh, for his mansion. And it was just like, it baffled me. I'm like, how, how much better are $350,000 speakers than like $150,000 speakers? <laughs> like, like, what is the gap here that made you spend that much on speakers? It was outrageous. You don't know about the wheelbarrow full of cocaine that's in the safe <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> these, uh, these are just fucking bows. Got them from SkyMall. You know? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, so there were people who were just so rich that, you know, like I, I, I had a coworker. He wasn't particularly good, but his um, employee number was three digits. Like he was old school and he drove a Lexus and he had a house to dream of. And I, I, in my head, I'm like, what are you even doing here? Like, so he was, was he like someone who, I don't know how Cisco like eventually had their IPO, but was he someone who was like so early on that when they did have their initial public offering, he was like ground floor. And then he was basically like, all right, well, pretty great set not, for life not that early they were already public like he wasn't pre-ipo but cisco just kept doubling and it seemed like twice a year they'd have stock splits like it was just you know this is like dot-com boom and and uh they would always be like yeah you know when the gold rush came it wasn't the miners that got rich it was the people selling picks and shovels that's cisco that's it and uh yeah, they were like certain things if you and were the some dot-com yeah. like wacko startup company they would certify you, like, are you running Sun stuff? Are you running Cisco stuff? Are you running, like, this operating system? That's how we can tell if you're for real or not. And uh, anyway, yeah, Cisco was just popping. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I... The whores. So back to Connor. Like, I've worked a with a job. lot of people who got so rich that money wasn't their motivation anymore. So I have to believe Connor's going to be there. That's the old-timey profession that I would take up. You know, you go back in time to a time where, like, a lot of current professions don't exist, and but on the bright side, a lot of the old ones now do, like cobbler, for example. Not that I want to be a cobbler. Yeah, but that, would, I, that would be so far down on my list. I think pimp would be the one, right? Like, oh, that like, still like, exists. Come on down to ah, St. Louis at night. Pimps, You're nah, from sure. Atlanta. Pimps, Come on. This pimps those pimps suck. It's the those pimps third suck. largest industry. I'm talking about, I'm yeah. talking about a pimp like in Deadwood. Remember in Deadwood, like like a pimp like yeah. that guy, right? Like where you're just a you, you own this fucking joint and you got like thirty fucking whores. You're like a brothel master. More a than brothel like a master, exactly. That that's yeah. I, I don't know what the, the the name for that is. Like a, a little finger type character, um, you know, or something uh, like that. I, I feel like that would be the a way complete, to go. A complete uh, a complete degenerate, evil person in a lot of situations. That yes. guy seems to be. Yeah. You know, the the provider of pussy. To all of those disgusting, horribly dirty men who, like, I, I always think about that when I watch those Old West movies. I have a lot of empathy for prostitutes and Old West things because I always watch 
And my first thought is like they're always wearing like their buxom, push their tits up and like leaning on the the organ as the guy like like doing the whole thing. And people walk in to pay for them and they're still fucking filthy. They're disgusting. Their hands, they've got gnarled up. Those those like thick minor fingernails coating Funny, stuff. You should mention they're, that. they're just stinky and dirty and they have to go fuck that guy. No, they don't even have showers. No, they did. So, so they'd have a basin there, and you'd say, excuse me, minor, would you mind washing your hair and beard and hands uh, a bit before we, we go for this little tussle in the uh, the hay, as it were? And they would, and then after a while, they would check the bottom of those basins, and you'd have gold. Because every time those, those miners were, uh, were sh- you'd offer a free shower and, uh, and, uh, and wash and everything because you collect the gold dust. Oh, man, that is that's a really good yeah. idea. And, and what the, what the bar is like at the bar is getting in their hands. No, over time, there's tons, tons. Because and at the bar, what they would do is like they would often pay with a pinch of gold, and they would they would put holes in the the slats of the the floorboard down there, and below would be a collection basin where like they'd go after a while and take the floorboards up, and there'd be a thing full of like gold dust back down there they had collected because you know they're they're paying with a pinch of gold or whatever. That's a really good idea, man. These are good. These are things I did not know. But I also, they don't, I've I, been planning my old timey whorehouse for a long time. <laughs> Let's figure out time travel. <laughs> As they're the like the health step. code guys trying to tell Kyle, like, sir, you, you really, you need to have running water. You can't have them bathe out of a basin. You realize that's a huge violation. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm very much into the time period piece of this, sir. Like, <laughs> we're going to do it my way. If a couple more cases of hep C break out, it's worth it for the authenticity. My customers pay for authenticity. Basin and is they, necessary. Yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, I don't like that. In uh, oh, it's in that show we watched with the Vikings, where as like the uh, I don't I don't know if they actually did this in like Nordic societies or whatever, but all the Vikings like pre-battle or whatever are passing around like a big wooden bowl that's full like like a basin basically full of water, and what they're doing is like they're taking some of it like throwing it on their face, and then they go with both their nose and blow the snot out of both of their nose into the bowl. And then they pass it to another guy who puts some on his hands and then blows his snot into the bowl. And they're like, I'm watching this pass around. And I was like, this, is this real? Like, is this a real thing that these people used to do? Like, I want to go first. Just, like, yeah, you'd want to go first. And I didn't. Oh, I uh, no, no, no. I'll fill the basin. No, no, no. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> or like it gets yeah, to that's... you and you're like, oh, no. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I've, I've dropped you the basin. You got a head cold, huh? It's fine, Ooh. guys. I'll just refill it. You know, start over. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to see what that was, and I couldn't find anything online. But it was such a specific thing for, like, a historical show that yeah, I had a hard real. time believing that. Now, yeah. are you talking about the Vikings on the History Channel, or are you talking about uh, the fucking shithead from Bebenberg that we've been watching on Netflix, Last oh, Kingdom? I think this might have been... Uh, Vikings. This might have been the show Vikings, because they yeah. kind of blended together for me. But I really, I'm excited for the new uh, Last Kingdom season. Well, when that it, does, you're a year away because you know season two had just had dropped when I sort of like uh, like bumped you guys yeah. into it. That was the brand new season. Uh, oh, shit. That's that's why I was excited. Yes, yeah, so you got like a year, a year. I got an AMA question. This one's for me. Woody, what are your paramotor goals currently, and when will you see you make a video with Tucker Gott? Do you think he'd be a good guest for PKA? I realize it's just me and this paramotor talk, but. Um, goals currently, I got three. Uh, one, I want to do more cross country stuff. Go a little further. Do more like do a thing on the other side adventures uh two i'm getting better at acrobatics and uh uh I ha- oh the third one's not really paramotive i want to get better at weather i want to become like a better at meteorology i'm learning that all the time tucker got is awesome people probably don't know uh he's kind of like running the show he's the biggest youtube paramotor guy and uh 
I know him. I, I, I'm not like super close with him or anything, but I've hung out with him a day or two in real life, been to dinner with him, things like that. Uh, I like Tucker. I root for good things for him to happen. I, I, and, and his girlfriend is awesome too, and they're, they're great together. Tucker lights up on camera. Like when, he, when, he, when he's by himself and he's talking to a camera, he is like, I don't know, extrovert, outgoing, funny, and excited uh, in a group. Tucker's actually a really quiet guy. Like he's more of a listener than a talker. And I, I fear that that's not perfect for PKA, that, that he would be. Mm. Um, more, more passive. Yeah, maybe. yeah, right? Like sometimes uh, we've had plenty of guests on the show that become almost spectators instead of like, you know, oh, <laughs> you think fucking pigs is funny. Wait do you hear <laughs> about fucking pandas. Like, I, I don't think he'd be that other guy. So like I, I, I like him. I want to do some videos with him. But I don't know that it, I, on PKA he would like light up. Uh, not yeah. sure. Um, yeah, but, it's such a, a niche topic that he might. Sometimes people who, it seems like people who are like in very niche communities, they feel like they have to stay in their little wheelhouse on shows instead of like if we talked about, to your, the eloquent example of pig fucking, <laughs> if, we, if we brought that up, like someone who was just like a hardcore gamer or video player of some kind might be like, oh, well, I'm not getting involved in this. I just play fucking uh, Civ or something. Like, it would be like it's filthy. It would only talk about Civ. But he doesn't. He jumps into other shit. But, like, that's what it would be like is if yeah. someone just stayed in their wheelhouse. You know who did a good job of not doing the, the Sailing the Vagabond guys? It was fun because we had... They did do a good job. Uh, apparently, I can't pronounce her name, but you have Elena, who was, like... Lina. Lina? Yeah. It, it, she was kind of put off by some of the... I think we might have been watching porn with her or something. Like, like you know, like, like, out there stuff. But Riley, like... He was one of the gang instantly. <laughs> yeah, he didn't mind one bit. And neither <laughs> no. did she because, you know, he was, you know, being the, the older one and the, the guy in the relationship kind of is like the the director of, mm-hmm. of how things are going. And so she just was reading how he responded. And as long as he's having a good time and laughing, it's, it's you know, a wonderful time. Because otherwise, if it was just her, her and we were talking about pig fucking, it would come off a little bit gauche. And like, <laughs> well, I didn't feel like, like she was like rolling up her sleeves and, and doing the whole like, oh, you like pigs. <laughs> you should hear about <laughs> guinea pigs. <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's really just a girl thing, but I'll explain. Have you ever tried and fucked a roo? Ah, roos are a nasty fuck. I'll punch <laughs> her right in the back muscles. of the head. Of course, I'm talking about them being top. Yeah, or whatever the fuck Dude, you would say. Let's yeah, do, we should have them back on again. Let's do fitness talk real quick. Uh, do you know your current weight? Stand style. Uh, I haven't since I weighed on Sunday, and that was 205, mm-hmm. and a, I'm saying 206. So, so, like, no change. 205 and a half, 206. Roughly me, too. So I hit 206 uh, yesterday as I record this, and I was 206 again today, so I'm calling that my new weight. And, uh, and that mostly covers it. I, I, I was thinking about this. I'm like, there's different levels of look, right? And I was categorizing it this way. You've got people who look good naked. That's the, that's the goal. You got people who look good with clothes on. That's the next goal. And then you got people who just don't look good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've gone from that last guy to that middle guy. You know, I, I've gone from there really is no outfit aside from maybe a suit, which can fix a lot of things yeah. uh, to a guy like, you know what? Like, I feel like I'm looking pretty good with clothes on at this point. I've got shirts that hang off my chest and, and the belly part just kind of sways in the breeze yeah a big thing with that is not having to worry anymore about like where you know where you put on like a t-shirt and you can feel in the back when you're fat and you're like oh Mm -hmm. i can feel my love handles like 
pushing a little bit on the fabric itself. And it's like, even if the shirt fits right in your shoulders or your chest or wherever, you'd be like, well, I guess I'm going to look like a sloppy idiot because I have to get two sizes up to hide these fucking ham hocks that I'm, I'm sneaking around back here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I that is always my like barometer of when I feel like I'm getting in better shape is when I put on a shirt and I like turn to the side and I don't notice any of that poofery through through the shirt, you know, on the love and, handle. And I'm still at a stage where like, you know, if the shirt sways or something, it can show an unflattering bulge or something. But by and yeah. large, uh, I, I think I'm at a spot now where I look good with clothes on. I don't think I've been this light since I bought this house. Like I, I was thinking about it. I gained some weight. During, like when we bought the house, we remodeled it, and I just like sat in the guest house, ate fast food every lunch, and monitored the construction for months, and that was terrible for me. And it was at a stage where I'd come home and do woody craft all night, and I wasn't being healthy. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, I think this is the fittest I've been since we bought the house, and uh, I'm almost halfway. I'm down 14 pounds. I aspire to lose 30. So one more midpoint. That's good. And yeah, I'm uh, I'm wearing my medium shirts. I always like when that happens. Uh, it opens the wardrobe up substantially. I've got a couple of them I can't wear yet because they're just really tight fitting, even at medium, and they're they're kind of fitted, I guess. Uh, you know, my leather, my leather cowl and such. I'm surprised <laughs> you can wear any mediums with since you're tall. Like, it yeah, seems like they oh, wouldn't absolutely. Well, it depends on the cut. Torso. It depends on it. depends on the cut and and, and exactly what they are. Um, polos uh, like like uh, Lacoste and uh, and uh, Ralph Lauren and uh, Calvin Klein. Uh, like slim fit is usually like long enough even in a medium to to span the gap. I, I guess. have to be feeling pretty confident when I before I jump into a slim fit shirt. Like I <laughs> yeah, because like slim fit can be. I know exactly the kind of shirt you're talking about, like those polo or whatever slim fit uh, collared shirts that look so nice if you're in good shape mm-hmm. and like they hang on your shoulders well and they're like oh like because they they cinch to your arms really good. Those kind of polos. So, like, even if you don't have big arms, it always looks like you have pretty big arms because it's cinched around there. But if you were a slim fit and you're not prepared with your body for that slim fit, <laughs> you look like a delusional sausage. You yep. look like you look <laughs> like uh, yeah. You just you're just delusional. I, oh, I see you see that like, guy all the time. They, they, oh, they usually have a more than you collar. see the guy they have who a popped collar. Their hair is really short on the side and like spiky up top, and they're uh, you know they they kind of bounce around when they move. Because like ever relaxing would like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, they always got to be like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, bro, I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm not really out of breath. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, you're right. The the ratio of people who shouldn't be wearing slim fit shirts to the people who should be wearing slim fit shirts is out of control. Like the, four out of five people I see wearing a slim fit shirt have no business in that slim fit shirt. Yeah, I think like, that men. I'm talking majority. about. I I'm not ready for slim fit. I aspire to be. I, but I, I tried one the other day, and I was like this. Well, it was a little bit encouraging and a little bit not because it was a shirt from a few years ago when I had lost, and I was down to like 174 or something like that a couple of years ago, and it was like... the picture you sent me, is it? No. Uh, no. I was down to like 174, and I looked weird at like 174. I was way... I was a little too thin. I looked like gangly, and, uh, and I put on that shirt just like a couple of days ago, and... I felt good because like my, oh, my arms weren't fitting in it and like my shoulders were busting out of it. But my gut, like if I took a picture of just like from here down and sent it to someone, they'd be like, oh, my God. Like <laughs> I, I, would get no, I would get no matches if that were my Tinder pick. Like, no, <laughs> nobody at all. I have a but, couple shirts I just wouldn't wear. Like I'd see them on the rack and be like, I, I feel like a sausage. Just stay puff marshmallow man in that shirt. Yeah. I, I haven't tried them on yet, though. I'm like, I, there's a real 
there's a possibility that now they look good on me. Because a, a tight shirt can look good, right? Like, I, I, I think it was last week Kyle was like, you know, I see that your arms are this and that. And in my head, I'm like, I think part of it is his shirt's just tighter than, than some of the big, bigger ones. Uh, so, yeah, I want to try it. And I've got this, again, paramotor talk, but I have this Icarus shirt. And there are tens of people who recognize how prestigious this thing is. And I want to be able to wear it. And it was too small for me. And it's going to start being right for me. Nice. Good. <laughs> I put on my... Uh... My 36 fat jeans just to see mm. uh, earlier this week. And once again, very encouraging to put that on and like see where you were at one point where you're just like, and it's not even just the waist size on them. It's like the thigh size because I gain a lot off. of, I gain yeah. a lot of thigh fat when I, I, yep. I get a lot of ass and thigh fat yep. and uh, in my head. My head and my face. <laughs> of course. Not not head like not like oh my god my head but like my my face gets fat so fucking quick. Mm. Like if I if I go to thin and then I put on six pounds, three of it is in the cheeks. Like it's just so much so Chris quickly. Wyman's I hate that like about that. myself. Because Kyle, you were saying and I was jealous of this. You're like oh yeah when I get fat just goes to my belly or whatever and then because I've never noticed your face fat at all. Even when you go back to your old quote yeah, unquote yeah. fat days. I was, I was you're showing never fat. I was showing Taylor, like, I was like, yeah, well, right here, I'm definitely fat. And he's like, you're not fat. You got a little double chin. I'm like, dude, I feel so fat right there. Like, I feel disgusting. I remember that. I remember looking at myself and thinking, this is this sucks. After this, I went on, a like, a, a starvation <laughs> thing. He, like, you go to, like, the next video, and I'm like, <laughs> like, 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 a, like a, a giant mosquito attacked me during the break or something and sucked me fucking dry because, like, it just, just chubby. Don't don't like it. Yeah, I, I definitely get the double chin, and I get like chubby cheeks uh, when I get to like 195, 200 area, and, and that's never good for me at all. I'm, um, but but usually it's love handles. I'm like Kyle in that yeah, I can gain, like let's say that 185 is a really good weight for me. I can hit 200 and look pretty good, and that's a blessing and a curse because if I looked pretty bad at 200, I might have stopped there, but no. I went to 220, at which point I felt like I looked really bad. And now I have a lot of work to do to get to where I look really good. Because it, yeah. you know, but yeah, I, I said it all. That's, that's where I am. Uh, yeah, well, I'm glad we're all sticking to it. I'm almost like getting less fixated on the weight of like losing yeah, weight. Now, and I'm really enjoying like almost like the visual comparison of like seeing myself like week to week. Like, all right, yeah, I can see that muscle's getting bigger. I can see I'm getting better there. And so it's really like, I don't, I'm not a pro at this at all. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, mm. but I feel like if I do, I don't know, like 10, 12 more weeks of what I'm doing, just increasing the weight, bumping up to those 50s as soon as I feel like I'm able to, like, and then after that, I try and cut, I'll get more, more results. Yeah, Unless, absolutely. I feel like fat was a bigger problem for me than you. Like, like, you know, you were like, all right, you know, of my goals, whatever, 30% of it is reduced fat and 70% of it is increased muscle. Maybe for yeah. me, they're flipped. Like, I, I think that, when I look at the biggest problems I had, it was about the fat. It was just too much fat on me. So that's still, the, I, I use, I like to think I've added some degree of muscle. I know I'm fucking killing it on the kettlebells. I, I, I'm proud of it. And you're adding muscle. Definitely. I, I yeah. have to be, yeah. Because I, I, I'm using heavier weights and I'm doing more. Like, and, and I've added more exercises and I've added push-ups. And um, I, I, the first week, I did less and I was really like kind of beat up and sore and my legs hurt to use. Now I can kick my ass and then I recover better and that's nice. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, I still look at the scale. I like to think I've added some muscle. Maybe I've, I've lost instead of 14 pounds, maybe I lost 15 pounds of 
fat and I added a pound of mm-hmm. muscle. I don't know. But uh, yeah, well, I will wrap yeah, up Yeah, that's that. the way um, I think about it is like, uh, maybe you've lost, you know, 10 pounds of fat, but you put on, you know, four of muscle or whatever. I don't know how quickly you put on muscle. Think, it takes um, a long, long time to put on muscle. If you worked out like a fiend for a year and really over eight and it worked out, you know, three to five times a week, you might put on three or four pounds of muscle for a year. No, it's got to be more than that. That can't be. Then how is like it's, how did Arnold get that body before he was 102? <laughs> I said you. <laughs> Ar- Arnold lived in a gym at one point in his life, and yeah, he did steroids. That he is, lived that's there. surprising. I feel like I've put on more than three pounds of muscle so far. Nope, you have not. Google. Um, I'm googling it. Uh, how much muscle can you add in a year? Um, 170 pound intermediate fitness enthusiast can gain 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. Mm, that's a lot. 150 pound beginner fitness enthusiast can gain 18 to 27 pounds of muscle. Ooh. Let's get a I'm a beginner source. enthusiast. That's, so that's what I was thinking. Are you? Yeah, I, because if you take a huge long break from it and okay. then you come back, you're basically a beginner. Oh, here's a guy who says one guy might do 15, but the average is still around five to seven in a year, which that's a little closer to my expectations. And uh, I also wonder, like, is being a beginner, is the first pound easier to add or is the seventh pound easier to add? Because I have this notion that there is some beginner gains. Like if you take a sedentary guy, which I think was an accurate description to me at the start of this, and then have him start like pounding the kettlebells and never missing a workout. Doesn't he do a little better? Like, doesn't he just, you know, in that wake up? I, I know certainly the output goes up. There's beginner gains there where you can work a little harder and your technique gets better. Um, so well, I, the, like, you, you build more muscle fibers and the muscle fibers you have become more efficient. Like, the way they work together, that sort of, like, slip mm-hmm. and ratchet motion that the, that the muscle fibers have at, like, the microscopic level gets better. It, it gets better and more efficient as you, you know, use the mm-hmm. muscle. Yeah, that makes sense. That's interesting so that it's only that... five to seven pounds on average. You think it? Would, I bet a lot of it also is like just putting your muscles through stress a lot. It keeps it more in like that pump phase more <laughs> often. You know, where like your your arms are just like hard because you like engorged like post workout phase. Maybe someone so like, who knows about I can this notice can little things. Yeah. I don't know, but I yeah, really we should, maybe call we... that guru, the guy that wrote me with the outstanding uh, handwriting. He wrote me again, and he's like. I am positive I'll get you losing two pounds a week. This is, I think, it, as he wrote it, I was losing one pound a week. I lost two again this week, just to be clear. And, uh, um, uh, and he's like, text me. And that text me was really interesting. Because something about the phone call, like I don't know how to end it, or I'm afraid I won't be charming in real life. But texting, I can text. Like, let's do that. Yeah. You know, shoot me a diet. Uh, so I, I got to reach out to him. But yeah, anyway, I, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm both losing weight and never missing a workout. And uh, my clothes are fitting better, and I'm good. That's that is the kind of guest I'd like to have, like in soon, preferably, because we're all in a phase right now where who knows? Maybe a year from now we're all fat again and discussing doing this. Yeah, I'd be okay. It, Here's like, what I would like. In, yeah, I, I don't want a fitness expert. I don't want that because I think that 95% of them are liars or aren't or pretenders. What I would rather have. Because that's just the nature of the business. They're all a bunch of snake oil salesmen, and, and what better snake oil than your services to sell? Hey, you can't just buy this. You got to have me there all the time. Okay. 
So I, I think I would prefer to have someone who was or is like a an athlete, a really accomplished athlete, someone who because mm-hmm. the proof's in the pudding to me. You you show me a guy who who, who like he's like yeah here's a here, here's me performing at at peak human fitness levels. Okay, all right, I see you doing it. Now tell me how you did it. Uh, whereas if you get some guy whose job is to teach people to do it, he's like, well, <laughs> I couldn't even begin to to tell you the 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 short and the long of how you get there. But 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 you know, over the course of weeks working with me, I, I'm sure you're going to improve a but lot. I can tell you, yeah, it's twenty two dollars an hour to get there. Because yeah. we asked Joe Lozon about it, and he's like, I eat like a fat kid, lots of Chipotle's, work out constantly, and it's like, ah, well, but I don't think that's a formula that works for me. No, <laughs> you know? it's not. No, it'd be like asking Michael Phelps. Uh, yeah, I mean, right? Michael Phelps would be the way more extreme example if you were like, oh, what do you do to stay sh- in shape? Well, I eat 12,000 calories a day. And he and doesn't like, do that. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. I also swim for five hours in, in kind of cold water. So yeah. my body is just a machine of churning I, out calories. He swims more than that when he's training. It, 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 to be fair with Michael Phelps, there's some propaganda to that, right? You know, Michael Phelps is a money-making subway advertising machine. So, like... Sure, maybe one day, like during his like peak training period, he's eating twelve thousand calories. But I guarantee he's not doing that every day. Most days he's probably like eating like three to four times more than we do. But he's not eating that silly enormous amount of food they put on that table for for NBC. Are you telling me that some of these sports legends are exaggerated? Absolutely. So Wayne, Wayne Gretzky didn't really drink uh, diet coke and then a Gatorade and then a water and eat a hot dog with mustard and relish between periods. No, that's true. Yeah, I was, I was and, making sure. And, that is and, true. and of course, Boggs, uh, the chicken man, ate a whole chicken before <laughs> every game. The chicken man? Yeah. That's why they, they call him the chicken man. I, I really like all those sports like superstitions they do. Speak the person that Woody hates, Sidney Crosby, one of the reasons their team's able to be so fucking good is because of how superstitious that guy is. He was born in 87. His number is 87. And instead of signing somewhere for like, Fourteen, fifteen million dollars a year. He signed for a super long contract at eight point seven million dollars a year, and that allowed them to stay under a cap. And so, really, Woody, you should hate him even more than you know for letting <laughs> Pittsburgh be good because of his stupid nonsense. Like, how can you imagine being that superstitious? If your favorite number was like twelve, and they're like, "We're gonna pay you sixteen million dollars a year," and you're like, "I prefer twelve, thank you." <laughs> the average Sidney Crosby opponent. Funnily enough, has eight point seven fingers. Yeah, eight point seven fingers. <laughs> he makes sure of it. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Mathot over there is getting a little antsy with that ninth full finger. Time to take point three of that off. That was yeah. fucked. I, I don't like that. I still don't. Well, who's that guy that uh, I was? I linked you to, and then you linked me back to the other night. That is. Well, every well, you got to be mad. It's just game. Yeah. <laughs> like who is Ilya that guy? Rizgala. <laughs> he was, he was really for funny. the Flyers. Yeah. Well, you yeah. have to be mad. <laughs> and he he's like, game. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he playing now? Uh, he's not in the league anymore. He really? got the boot because he wasn't. He just wasn't good enough anymore. He. It's not that he didn't make the league. Like he played like 450, 500 games in the NHL, and then it just got to the fact that he's like 36 now, so that he's not useful uh, as a goalie. Like some goalies are older than that, like Lundqvist, I think. But he just dropped off. But his interviews were the best because he got roasted all the time by Philly media. Because Philly media is really, really mean to their goalies, and he is so brutally honest in all the interviews. Sometimes where they'll be like, you know, he'll just be 
you know, they, I try my best. Uh, you could shoot beach ball at me right now and I would not save it. You know, it's <laughs> like our, our team is scoring. Uh, we score eight goals. We score eight goals this game. We lose nine to eight. I mean, seriously. Like this is it's it's one it is one hundred percent my fault. Like I'm just in a really really bad place right now, and it's like and he just says that, and it's like you almost see like the sadness of it, of, of like the reporters like oh, oh, goddamn, <laughs> you poor guy. And then like there are interviews of like his uh he was getting his like legs stretched by one of the trainers and something because they have to do that obviously make sure that you're staying in shape. And he like takes out like a picture of some Chinese medicine. And just starts like doing that thing, like you know, when, like a five-year-old's talking to you, and they're like, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then she she went up, and then she she grabbed the dog and ran over to the side, and you're just like, uh huh, oh, well, I bet, I bet, <laughs> and it's just Ilya sitting there with his trainer, going, you know what happens in China if you 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 know tigers in China, right? You know what happens if you kill a tiger in China? And the guy's like, no, I have no idea, Ilya. What do they do? Lift your leg? Yeah, what do they do? <laughs> kill you. <laughs> yes, yes, they kill you. You kill China, you kill Tiger in China dead right away, no second chances. And it's like it's like yeah, thanks Ilya, you know, lift that other leg up for me, buddy. And it's like this guy you know, is just some maniac who, from the from Siberia. Even in America you went off you on had a tangent. A bald eagle feather. You go there's like a jail sentence for that? If you have a if you have an <laughs> owl feather, there's a jail sentence for that. Or a, or a hawk or an eagle. Well, you look at I it. Don't know. Uh, you can you can tell. What, what could this be? Hmm. I'm not familiar with bird law. You know. Are <laughs> <laughs> you the bird law expert? Basically, uh, any there, there aren't too many birds that are that are bigger than like little bird size that aren't protected. I mean, they're almost all protected by one law and or or another. Really? Um, but but Do you yeah, know like anybody who's gotten in trouble for that. I watched this show where, like, that's what it's about. They're like animal law enforcement, and uh, basically, this guy ratted out his ex-girlfriend for selling owl parts. That's how they referred to them. And she would put together these like Indian-looking uh, dreamcatcher charms, yeah. complete <laughs> Planned white Parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it had like the owl talons, like their claws or whatever, and uh, feathers dangling from it. And uh, these guys, like these, these game enforcement officers, like like come up to her and they're like, uh, "We were told you might have some owl parts in your car. Might as might we take a look?" And she's like, "Absolutely not. You cannot." He's like, "Well, we we're also told you might have a little meth." We're gonna have our dog sniff around. Of course, the dog is like, "Yep, meth." Trunk <laughs> <laughs> and along with her meth, she had some fucking owl parts, and they were like, "Yeah, we have a little meth here." And oh my god, is that an owl part? Holy shit! And they they fucked her up. She was in a lot of trouble. Yeah, no 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 bird parts. Man, that's fucked. That she would do it, and that like just having a feather can be can be oh, yeah, a crime. Yeah, so those federally protected birds, like like it seems like most raptors are protected. Like uh and a lot of water birds are they wouldn't the, protect us if the situation were reversed. Fuck oh, they would hunt if there us. were a big cabal I of birds that ran the world, they wouldn't even con- in you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I can see it. You're like, you know what? Eat birds, all birds are assholes. Yeah, I, I agree there with that, be, but I also yeah, eat cows. Yeah, okay. That violates the, yeah. the <laughs> it does. I remember you Yeah, yeah, add time. We'll go back to that. This episode of Pink Already is sponsored by our friends over at Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move, Squarespace. With easy-to-use tools, you can create a beautiful website with Squarespace's all-in-one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade, ever. 
You can create a beautiful website or online, online store with an award-winning template. Uh, Squarespace's award-winning templates are the most beautiful way to present your ideas online. Squarespace also offers a unique domain experience that's fully transparent and easy to set up. They're trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. Squarespace is used by a wide range of creatives and people, musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Everybody needs their own corner of the internet today, so get started and start your free trial today at squarespace.com pka to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com pka. Begin the next move in your career today, Squarespace. Check them out. Check them out. That's, if you need a site, that's where you go. Yep. Yep. Last thing you need if you're trying to start a business or get something rolling is an expensive you know, person there who's just soaking up money making a website. Do it on your own. Save a bunch of money and pour all that money you would have used on you know, some guy who is basically going to hoodwink you into an equally qual- equal quality website. Like, Put that towards your business. Put that towards whatever you're doing or just save it if you're making a website for fun. There you Use go. them. It's a smart move. Double uh, Okay. Casper mattresses are obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash PKA and using code PKA. It combines supported memory foam to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars, it's quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. Free shipping and returns to the United States and Canada. Uh, You can try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Designed, developed, and assembled in the United States of America, go get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash PKA and using code PKA. Yeah, they're very affordable. Um, No matter what size you get, it's definitely the way to go. I have the king size, and I highly recommend it. It is the greatest thing ever. I have mm-hmm. so much extra room for activities. Um, it just, just, just everything's on the bed. It's, 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 it's a, it's a wonderland of a sleep surface. Big fan. Different side of the same coin. I love my king size mattress. Also, woefully underestimated uh, how large a king size mattress is <laughs> when I ordered it. I'd always been under the impression of ones that I was sleeping on in previous years. Like, that's probably a king. I don't know. Like, probably, like I, I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, I, I got it out of that box. And it was almost like, oh, okay. Here we, here we go. Here, this is my mattress now. And I, and I oh, man. Like, it was, it, it's honestly worth checking it out just to open up the box and see the thing grow. Because the I knew it was going to be enormous, like borderline too big. I should have went for, like, the queen as I was lifting this up like the four stories or whatever to get it to my place and just i was like oh my god this is the fucking heaviest thing in the history of all time are there three did they send me two mattresses and it's it's like Uh, a reverse situation of the american car industry you know for a while everybody in korea and japan was looking at ford and gm and whatnot saying these cars suck complete reverse of that right now everybody's looking at american mattresses like casper and going ah we've fallen behind we're sleeping on springs. Or if you're sleeping in Japan, J- Japanese people sleep on wooden boards. <laughs> with, That's true. With nails in them, right? Bed of nails, maybe? No. Yeah, and That's it, only in India because they're wishing for death. <laughs> <laughs> throughout, uh. throughout the night. But um, I was, I, I was, I was going to ask before we did the ads. I remember very early on when I came in PK as a guest, mm-hmm. you said this thing of like, Oh, I, I only eat animals that would eat me given the opportunity. And when did that fall apart? And did you just go, man, but the cows are pretty good too. 
I did that for like 10 years. And part of its longevity was when I first started, my wife was like, whatever, this won't last. And it was like, oh, now it will. Now it's going to. Like You have just called out a, a, a guy with way too much determination. So, uh, so I avoided steak and, and pretty much anything that, that was nice for a decade and then maybe then some. But uh, at some point, I forget what it was, but it, I, oh, she just admitted defeat. That's what it was. That was what broke <laughs> the decade-long diet. It, it, she was like, yeah, all right, I get it. You win. You win. Because pretty much the house could not eat like any kind of beef. And it was just off the menu because I wouldn't oh, eat it. And, and she's like, I get it. Okay, you will keep it up for as long as you need to to, to prove yourself right. You're right. Fine. Can we have steak now? And I was like, okay, now we can. And, and that's how long it went. What I would have done is like 30 minutes into that diet, I would have been like Googling stampedes gone wrong and like uh, <laughs> the running of the bulls and seeing like, oh, see, haha, vindicated. You know, like, <laughs> back to eating you guys. Uh, like, <laughs> I was thankful what is this that, that you I just never met time? anyone who thought pigs were nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, pigs are mean as shit. Video? I, I, I know this thumbnail. Yeah. What is this? Oh, we can't watch videos. We're doing a different kind of... Um... Uh, yeah, we can't. So only the patrons won't get the audio from the video. But the audio doesn't really matter. Important? Oh. I don't think the audio has ever been important. So this is a 10-minute video? I would skip to 116 and watch like 8 seconds. Okay. Alright, one moment please. Go to the big screen. Taylor's very still. Is he having connection issues? No, no, no. I'm oh. just, I'm, I'm, all, I'm ready to you go. You are owl-like in your ability to stay still. <laughs> you are frozen. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I thought for sure, I, like, I asked the question thinking I already knew the answer. Like, Taylor's so still that this is clearly a technical issue. All right. Ready, set, play. Right. You know those clickbait, I almost died videos? Which I would never make. Oh, please. This Am is I the only be... one. This is the only YouTuber <laughs> I've actually seen almost died. FBS Russia. <laughs> I remember he says, maybe we'll shoot, we can shoot this and get a little bit of shrapnel. Look at that fucking shit. That would have fucked him up so good. That perfectly calm, calmed hair would have been a little messy, I think, if that hit him. All right, oh, that's, it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's I want to be. I want to know what your like running average of views a month is, just like in the stagnant version, and what you get in like the next week, just mm. out of like the the PewDiePie boost, because I bet there's quite a bit. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, I'm sure some more people will come and watch me do that stupid thing again. <sighs> so tell the backstory to that. Like uh, you've told it to me before, I think something to do with explosives hanging in the wrong spot. This is before yeah, the training. Uh... This is Kyle the amateur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the professional, professional Russian. Russian. Um, yeah, yeah. So the uh, yeah, normally I like to hang them from the rearview mirror. They get them like kind of centralized in the cab, and so everything kind of goes in different directions at the same rate. Uh, and I had to hang these from the oh shit angle on the passenger side, so the explosives are like right on the other side of the that the door. And uh, I shot 
I think through the bottom of the window and hit the hit him or whatever. Basically, the explosives were too close to the door that's facing me, and it kind of turned that into a shaped charge and sent the door flying at me. Uh, but luckily, we had that high speed camera crew there, so we got to catch it in all of its high speed glory. That was you fun. You would just know where the explosives are and then shoot that part of the truck. You couldn't see what you were shooting. Sometimes it depended. And this time, could you see the explosives? I don't you remember. Were oh, okay. Maybe. Uh, maybe not. I don't, I'm not sure. I think I'm just shooting through the door there. What was, uh, like, did you have like a cool down phase afterward? Like, you know, when something happens where like, you, uh, not the cool down phase, maybe wrong word, but like a uh, settle down moment. Cause like sometimes like if you're in a near death, have you ever almost gotten in a car accident or almost like, like, like hydro, I've hydroplane on the highway before. And like, you, you're just like totally out of control and you're, and then like you get back in control and like for like 10 seconds, you're just like, oh, okay, let's turn the radio back up and, you know, just keep driving. And then after a second, you're like, oh, fuck, like I, I could have died right there. <laughs> like this could have been the end of the road. For Did you have something like that? No, uh, that didn't bother me, huh. uh, to be honest. Um, that is odd. I it, 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 that. It, it scared the cameraman uh, and it scared uh, the slow-mo cameraman. All the cameramen there that day, that was their first experience with me at all, ever. <laughs> um, so like, I, I think it was like, Four thousand uh, dollars worth of cameramen were, were hanging out behind me. So they, uh, you can hear. He even I don't remember. I don't know if he put that text there or if that's in my video. The holy fucking shit! But that's that's the slow mo guy, like like watching the the thing like replay because it's a delayed reaction in his uh, in his viewfinder. Uh, uh, saying that because I guess what it was did the uh, what did the OSHA official think about it? <laughs> I mean, because I know there were so many people there. Um, they, they were they were cool with it. So now I, I, I know that there's been a bunch of times in your shooting where, like, is while the camera's rolling, you're still perfect. The thing happened you didn't expect, and then afterwards you're like, oh, I have a reaction. God. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so after that one, it was like, yes, that did you see that? That's gonna be great. You got it right. You got it too. Fuck yeah. It was like it was one really. Of those. It, it, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's definitely that. It's um it, it's just ecstatic that because I knew that was going to be a great shot. And I'm there's a reason I'm wearing a chive shirt. Like, you know, the the chive like the, had me make that video for them. They sent me that fucking shirt to wear. You know, so so I so I'm happy. I just made a whole lot more money cuz this is going to get a lot more views. It's going to this is going to be big on their website. Their traffic's going to go up. I'm going to make a ton of money. It was I was ecstatic. That's cool. Yeah, because I, I know there's, I, I can't talk about the details of them, but there have been times after the camera stops, you're like, why did that happen? Or, you know, like, that thing wasn't what we talked about. Like, Yeah, I, I've been upset, usually at other people, though. You know, like, if they did something that, that wasn't what they thought it was going to be. Uh, when we did that uh, thing for Activision with the quad rotor, while mm -hmm. the quad rotor, when it's flying, is, is, is mostly CGI or a prop, like, there are explosions going off, you know, like, like legitimate high explosive and gasoline cans, and there's real gunfire and stuff like that to make this commercial so, like, they're detonating this gas can, like, 15 yards from me, and it comes flying back at me, like, half full of gas, spinning and sloshing liquid fuel that's on fire, and everybody flees, but I, I just kind of stand there as it, as it, like, spritzes around me, and afterwards, I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, like, I thought that, like, being here, like, on a movie ranch with all you professionals, I mean, there's three fire trucks, an ambulance, and I have a makeup girl, that, like, this was going to be safety incarnate. <laughs> this is the most dangerous shit I've ever fucking done. Like, are you kidding me right now? So that's definitely happened. 
Oh, what well, you crazy. got with Bill? Co is this? Oh, I, I so, see Bill Cosby, uh, and I'm hooked. It's not video Here's, night, man. We're doing a new. Uh, oh, people don't know. They, this is an audio thing. Um, oh, it, it, it's in video form, but you only need to hear the audio. Is that not work either? That's the opposite of what we can do. Yeah. So, <clears throat> for for what people people don't know, uh, we had some complaints about our audio, and I feel like PKA was like on the cutting edge of podcast stuff when we first added video and things and we maybe been too still for too long so we're trying a new audio recording service but it's not getting like my pc audio and we're gonna i think chiz said he had three options to present people we're gonna figure out which one they think is the best audio and then go with it but uh well to be clear because people will be confused 99.9 percent .9 of you are not are getting the same audio as always um so if you're a patron you'll have the option to to use our our Zencaster audio which is recording each of us individually and then combining those uh that audio into one uh, i think that's going to be really nice and we're going to test that out on the patrons this week if that all goes swimmingly then it's going to be the the new norm but i think of course we can always have woody record from his stationary thing as like a backup so now we'll have like a uh, like like two copies of this recording. I think this is going to be excellent, and the Patreon version is going to be the version from now on, though. The I, I Zencaster. Think, I think Hope the so. goal, though, is to take the Zencast audio and put it on this video if it's better. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, we're trying to do Zencaster audio, and we're going to see if it's what people think. This uh, I'll describe what this video is, since we can't do it. Basically, it's one of the scenes where the the accused is walking in with his attorney to the courthouse and whatnot, oh. and he's famous, so there's a ton of people taking pictures, and like, Mr. Cosby, Mr. Cosby, uh, you, how are You mentioned the, the accused, rapes? it's Bill They're Cosby. Like, whatever they would ask. <laughs> yeah, yes, Bill Cosby the accused, because he's not, or, yeah, because he's allegedly a rapist. Haven't narrowed it down all the way yet. Um, I, think we, I think we may have. I think we may have, but you still have to stay alleged. But um, he is walking in, and this old ass dude just goes, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I like, feel like Fat he Albert as he's walking into his. I may have like that's what like that is that's a gross <laughs> misreading of the situation the you're in. <laughs> I, I, so I think he's. Leaving I'm just saying what the video shows because I've watched the video. He's leaving the courtroom, and the context is it looks like he's getting a hung jury and might get off. Oh. And yeah, I, I still don't think that's an appropriate time to go. Hey, hey, hey. I'll grant you that. <laughs> the <Yeah>. Same <laughs> team on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if uh, there's any point in a rape trial where that's the right reaction, but um, yeah, the Bill Cosby rape trial is going well for Bill. Uh, I, I I read up on this today because I didn't really know much about hung juries, but um, here's the scoop. Uh, if you guys know better, you can correct me. But it looks like what's happened is the jury has come back to the judge once or twice and said we are a hung jury we cannot agree on a verdict uh, the judge is likely to tell them keep trying and historically oftentimes they come to a, a judgment you know someone just agrees with the majority and gets beaten into submission but uh, if that doesn't happen then the prosecution can they declare a mistrial i think and uh, it's not double jeopardy. You can't try someone for the same thing twice. If there's a mistrial, the prosecution will decide. They have six months to decide whether or not they're going to try the case again. And they look at a couple of factors. One is whether the victim would be willing to go through this again. I'm guessing they will. because Whether a different like jury would reach a, uh, a different the, outcome. Than the the strength of their case is how they described it. Yeah, so if they think they have a really strong case and it was just an anomaly that the jury got hung, then, then that would be a thing. And the cost of the trial. So cost of trial, strength of the case, willingness of the victim. They're trying that motherfucker again. Don't worry. 
I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I do. Like, of course they are. The, the, the Cosby fortune is involved. Yeah. The Cosby fortune? Yeah, they, absolutely. All that putting money. Like, the, this is, like, he's got a ton of money. How he's does that help the Cosby. prosecution? They're not taking his money, though. It's a like, criminal case. Right? Again, the lawyers, if for no reason, are going to be like, yeah, let's pursue it. Your internet connection is uh, very slow and robot-y. You might not know. Well, the victims will get rec- uh, compensated. Well, that would be the si- that would be the, the victims civil will thing, get money, which will right? come later. Yeah, uh, that's a civil suit. That, that's not. This is the criminal suit. Uh, and and yeah. Okay. So that, well, who knows? Yeah, this is the state suing um, Bill Cosby. I think it's state, not the federal, but whatever. So they have to decide whether or not they, if they think they'll do it again, they'll win. They they totally will. Yeah, I, I definitely bet on that. I, I think I think Bill Cosby has a. Conor McGregor has a much better chance than Bill Cosby. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Bill Cosby's fucked. Yeah. They're going to get that old blind man. Oh, yeah, but he's all the Interesting. They only had three cases, right? So I, I'm making this up. I want to say something like 39 women came forward. I'm not sure of that number. And they only found three of their cases credible enough to actually include. In that this. state, right? Like, like, cause, oh, cause is that what it is? I, I, I'm, I'm asking because like, uh, I would presume that he raped women everywhere, right? Like, I, I don't what know I what do state he's build. in. Yeah, yeah, I'd spread them all out. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't want... A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. So, so, so I, so I yeah. don't even know where this is taking place. It's a hairy, hairy moment, but let's just say it's New York. Like, maybe there was only three that had victims that were willing to go through this thing and had the, the correct amount of evidence to, to initiate the prosecution and every, everything from the DA's office in New York. But even, maybe like the, the Delaware rapes are yet to be tried, you know? It could be. I don't. I wish I had a better idea for the burden of proof, for like the standard of proof that they need in a thing like this, right? Because let's let's all agree, thirty years ago, there's not a shred of physical evidence, right? This is total uh, just a he said she said thing. Yeah, yeah. There's Unless really nothing you can do to go up. back. Would Kyle say? Well, well that's that's Unless totally got different, pregnant, right? Like, like if that ever came that out, I like know. I got a rape. I got a rape baby. His name's Lissandra. Yeah, even a, a baby doesn't, to me, prove that it was rape. It just proves they had sex. And, and that's... Uh, get a witness. The kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I just... I, I, I don't want to make it so impossible that a rapist can never get um, prosecuted, right? Because oftentimes... It's a he said, she said thing. You know, like, it, look, we went on a date. We went back to her room. We had sex. She regrets it. Now she's claiming rape. And there's a very good chance that they went back to their room. She said no. He said yes anyway. And now it's just, a, you know, how can you prove that's rape if you don't believe the victim ever? But there does need to be some level of proof here. Otherwise, otherwise you can just end someone's life, you know, on a word of yeah. like, God, I don't, you know, I don't want people to find out I did that. Better That's say why you video me. record all of your sexual encounters. That Good way idea, there's Dennis. always that, <laughs> that fallback you can go to. Like, oh, you're on mm-hmm. it. Clearly, it was only simulated rape. <laughs> See, yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you ask very intentional questions, you know? Yes. As, as I'm sure Bill Cosby did. Are you enjoying yourself, cupcake? You know, literally <laughs> whatever the fuck yeah. you would say. <laughs> and she's, oh, going to put a pudding pop on the Hershey Highway. <laughs> yeah. like, I imagine him getting dirty with the pudding pops in there, fucking them with pudding pops and stuff. Because this guy's got a lifetime supply for sure. I just imagine they're laying everywhere. 
getting <laughs> dirty with him. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Bill Cosby. What a monster. You a fan of the Cosby show? I got a recipe from the show that I made during the show. It's my own barbecue. You want to <laughs> come back to my coming. place and I will make it for you, ma'am. Six women are already there waiting. You know? <laughs> All tied up. Like, like, Mr. Cosby, I just don't know about this. Call me Dr. Huxtable. Like, what, isn't, that what, isn't that who he was in the show? Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Dr. Huxtable. Call me Cliff. You know? Dude, that show got so big. I don't know if you guys appreciate yeah, it. Was I watched it all the time. Yeah, it, as a it, kid. It, it, like every week, it was such a big deal. It compared to the Super Bowl, but it was every Thursday. Like it was, it was a giant, Did you watch it a lot show. or did you not yeah, watch it Yeah, we never missed it. It was like... It, it was an event. You know, it was a big deal. We weren't allowed. <laughs> you weren't allowed. Show. No, we wouldn't watch any show where an African-American man were in a position of power like that. What kind of nonsense? Ah. <laughs> family Matters. Was yeah, we family watched Matters. That was with Urkel. Family Matters. I like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Those are my... my uh, and Martin. I watched a lot of black TV. I watched I the Martin Lawrence Martin. show. He did Martin. not like Martin at Martin. all. You know what I hate? Like, like, in Living Color. Are you guys too young for In Living Color? I, I love Living Color. You oh, had Jim, Jim Carrey on there, and the that way in shit was racist as fuck in Living Color. They would just abuse white people, show white people as fools and idiots, and it, it, it was like um, like modern day blackface nonsense. That show. I I like. I'm I'm like. How do not people others? How are other people not seeing what I'm seeing as I watch this show? Because white people really didn't watch that stuff very much. Like, I only know Jim Carrey's on it because I, like, saw a clip from years ago. I was like, oh, Jim Carrey that, on this? That's interesting. But I never actually watched it because it's, like, within two seconds of starting it, there's a bunch of people up on the stage in, like, that cr- those crazy 90s colors. And it's clearly I'm not there, you know. Uh, seven-year-old, eight-year-old me was not the person they were playing to. <laughs> you know, my interests were not represented. Nothing I about watched, Legos or dinosaurs. I watched Queen Latifah's color uh queen latifah's show it was called um living single mm-hmm. yeah i, I still that. know the themes of living single <laughs> in a 90s kind of world i'm glad i got my girls and then it was like it was like her and like two of her black friends and like three black dudes and they're like apartment it was like black friends uh it, pretty pretty much yeah, yeah i watched all those shows yeah but in living uh, color is, is modern day blackface, man. Not even that modern anymore. But. Yeah, it was very racist. Well, at I least like you can't turn on Netflix or anything now and find sixty shows and documentaries like "Hey, listen up, whitey," or like <laughs> "Fuck you, males," or like whatever like <laughs> documentaries they make now. Like, listen up, white people. You, I got things to say, and you're gonna listen. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't care if I'm a ninety-nine percent match. You fucking propagandists at Netflix. Not, <laughs> not, not watching this. Oh man. Dude, that's pissing me off. The Netflix ratings, like it's it's beyond the pale propaganda of not propaganda, but it's beyond the pale like fakery. Like I'm looking through really? shit that I have never watched anything similar to it. I'm getting like 99% recommend Amy Schumer, 99% recommend um, uh, Broad Broad Light, Broad City, um, shows like that where it's like I've never watched any of these shows, and then I'll go to like a nature documentary. And it'll be like, you know, the world, the wonderful world of snakes or some shit. And it's like 60 percent. It's like I've watched tons of shit about animals and snakes. Mm-hmm. And like it's just because you're trying to push me to watch your shitty comedy yep. specials because you went, hey, this comedy thing's going really well with people like Bill Burr and Louis C.K. and David Taylor or whatever. Let's let's quadruple. No, 
multiply our budget by 10 and get 10, 20 times as many comedians and get them all up once a week. And they're like, oh, that's a really good idea. That can't backfire at all. Let's go find all the best 100 comedians. And then they go find them, and they're not looking for quality comedy. They're looking for, well, okay, let's look at our uh, diversity-o-meter. Uh, do we have enough black people? Yes, yes. Uh, turns out a lot of it good black like comedians. Do we have enough, we have enough women? version of this analysis. No, this is it absolutely is. That's true. That's what's going on. It's this such shit. They, they're, they're pushing they their agenda. Yeah, absolutely. Special. They're so hard to make it so they're good, because otherwise they'd have to admit, oh, shit, we dumped a ton of money making Amy Schumer into someone most people don't like. She's, her comedy's not that good. But it's 500 right videos on YouTube for stealing. Couldn't it be that these algorithms say like, oh, look, he really enjoyed Chappelle. He really enjoyed Bill Burr. He really enjoyed you know, this guy. Maybe he'll like Amy Schumer. She's another big comedian. That's what I would think. But then I yeah. see stuff from but all the other wrong. categories where it's like, oh, this documentary on like uh, psychological disorders or whatever, or like in serial killers or something, like the kind of stuff I'm interested in that I watch, it'll say like 62%. Yeah, and it's like I, this. What, what? Yeah. this there, makes sense. Stuff. They're clearly trying to funnel you to those specials to get people to watch them because most people are not. I guarantee it. I I, I preferred the star method, and they're and I, I think it, someone was saying like, yeah, but then you see two stars and you don't watch it. And it's like, yeah, it, fucking exactly. Like like, like yeah. I'm glad you're getting how 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 rating systems work. It's mm -hmm. so we don't have to watch shit. It's so the cream rises to the top. Like you're not there isn't enough Amy Schumer haters to to make her special have two stars unless it truly deserved two stars and it did right like like we're not Bill yeah. Burr doesn't have this issue he's like ah the women they're attacking my specials oh, look at them two stars can you believe it like no of course yeah. he's not because his shit has four and a half there stars are because Amy Schumer haters right yeah you know, there are people who take I was thinking about joke thieves. Right. The only way we, the only reason we know that there are Amy Schumer haters is because Amy Schumer keep, keeps telling us that there are Amy Schumer yeah. haters. It's I, just I plausible deniability for how shitty her 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 specials do. Like that's all the it's the it's the Ghostbusters defense, where they're like, oh shit, we made a movie with all women and it ended up really not being a good sequel at all and it sucked and nobody wanted to see it. Even women didn't want to go see it and it lost a bunch of money. It can't be that we made a bad movie can't be that paul feig or whoever directed it is a fucking idiot pandering jackass it's that there were haters it's that there were so many people out there that hated it that they they drove it into the ground it's like no like if anything like bill burr makes fun of shit all the time that offends a lot of people just mm -hmm. or louis ck or whoever but nobody hounds him on there and there's just as there's he has more fans than amy schumer guaranteed and the reason is <laughs> women you know Really, he makes fun of white guys more than anything at this point, which is fine because white guys, you don't fucking care. The women who are watching it and they see like, they see him making fun of women, they're laughing along with it. Like they like it because he's fucking funny and he's making good content. You know, you got wonder. And I, I, I'm so and glad wonder that Wonder Woman has done so fucking well because it just smashes that whole Ghostbusters sexism argument apart. It's like clearly it wasn't about the all female cast. Like you've got a movie that's that that's led by an unknown Israeli female woman, but like like there's no prejudices here except those against bad filmmaking. That's it. Like except anti Semites, ironically. Uh, yeah, there was so much anti-Semitism like for uh, Gal Gadot or whatever her the, name the, is. The movie was banned in a couple places, if I recall. Maybe like yeah. not like I think it was like Indonesia or something like that. It, it was some Middle Eastern was, country, like Jordan. It was starring or a Jewish woman, an Israeli yeah. woman at that. Yeah, you know she served in the Israeli army. They all got to do it. Chick is fucking hot, man. Like like I saw the picture of her at eighteen. Like in while she when she's enlisting, she's like giving a little salute, a little sexy salute. Yeah, I, I saw that picture yeah. too, and I was like, oh my god, like. 
someone at the the recruitment office like they should have special procedure where like when <laughs> someone like that walks in they go guys everybody we all understand that we have this rule that everybody has to serve but take a look at this woman you get out of here get <laughs> out of here she's on recruitment duty <laughs> get out you're there on, get your <laughs> that's what i was thinking all right you're gonna work right here <laughs> you, know, you and i we're partners yeah I, she's signing up in the office where will i be deployed right over fucking there under right my by desk the window, you are deployed under my fella, desk <laughs> every fella walks by that window you wave that fucking israeli flag and that machine gun in the other hand and get them in here like <laughs> jesus christ that's a beautiful woman and uh and i don't know i guess it's because she's a israeli but her like skin tone and everything is really attractive i, I like her yeah I haven't seen the new Wonder Woman, though. Me neither. AMA question. Uh, are all of you happy where you live? Is there a dream place you'd love to live? I, think, mm, See, I, I don't, I I don't love ways with this. I like things about where I live, but, and there's things I don't like. Um, there's other places I'd like to live, but I, I don't know what the dream place would be. The dream place, if I can be anywhere, is probably some sort of weird Aquaman setup, right? Like, I'd like to live below the ocean. I would so no miss one, the sun. No, I wouldn't. Hmm. That sounds horrible. You'd be so alone. You couldn't have company over. Yeah, like leaving the house deliver. is an ordeal. Amazon doesn't deliver <laughs> until they start droning, you know, packages with anchors on them <laughs> to, you know, to, to sink. Plop, but plop, plop. yeah, I, uh, I think I, I couldn't think of somewhere I'd rather not live than under the sea. So <laughs> totally, totally on the other side. I, would, I had Hawaii in my head at first, and then I really, like Hawaii has some really significant drawbacks. Online yeah, gaming. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. the locals are racist, and that's a yeah. big deal. They're super duper crazy racist, and um, we uh, should take their statehood away and give it to Puerto Rico. They'll appreciate that shit. It's hard to buy things when you're like the, the island is small, and and it's things that I, you know, like two day delivery maybe aren't there and I would miss that uh, things are expensive that's another thing like hey does your ideal place include cost because I feel like if you're really really wealthy there are places in California that are outstanding to live but you know if you're just doing okay there are other places in the country where you could have a much better life yeah so, but and you have to live next to Californians yeah everyone said like yeah I know a lot of people who think that Californians are hard to get along with a lot of people have like the worst thing is the people, and I, I guess it has there's some sort of like competitive status that doesn't exist in most of the rest of the country. Like I guess it does a little, but I don't know. I was just meaning like the, the smarmy Prius people more being uh, like facetious, sticking around because because so much of uh, like Northern California obviously is so much different than SoCal. You know, like this is like, I mean, most. California doesn't have like farmland like the Midwest or South with like corn really and like do. staple the... foods, but they have stuff like almonds and pistachios and vineyards, vineyards, all the stuff that like as as huge. soon as you decided you wanted to be your own country, you'd be like, all right, break out the food. Oh my God, we just have almonds and pistachios. <laughs> well, where was the beef coming from? Kentucky. <laughs> oh fuck. Like, <laughs> well, I guess we're going vegan, California. Yeah, lots of nuts and seeds. But they're yeah, of course water, that's right. Like they don't yeah. have their own fucking water. They have the whole ocean over there, though, and so you think desalination like, is a big pot. deal. I always thought that like desalination, like surely we've got that like handled, right? Like getting fresh water out of salt water. You would think that like, geez, with all the things that we've mastered, you know, they they got CERN over there breaking apart subatomic particles to see how they work, and yet we still have a hard time getting the salt out of our water. 
Apparently, it, it's very costly. That's the yeah. I'm, my parents were here just recently for my daughter's graduation, and they're like, "Oh, did you hear? Israel's desalination technology is coming to California. It's going to solve all their water problems." And uh, I don't know what to believe anymore. They are. I'm so sure the Jews will sell it cheap, pro right? Israel. So crazy pro Israel. They make shit up. They're like, "Did you know Intel?" Yes, mom. I'm I'm familiar with Intel. Like I've been fucking <laughs> worked with computers for a couple decades. No. Yeah. Intel, you say? And she's like, "They're an Israeli company. They're an Israel company, and they invented the microchip." And I'm like, "Actually, none of that is true." And, and she's like, "Yes, it is." <laughs> I went on a tour, and the Israeli tour guide told us that. Like this is actually right in my wheelhouse, and that's complete bullshit. They're a Silicon and Valley so you company. Have to be sitting there, being like, "I, I promise to you." He did. Am I off again? Completely. Yeah. I'm sure that was very funny. And now he's frozen. And I don't think he's just doing his Al imitation this time. I bet your parents really like Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman because she's Israeli. If they knew that, they'd be on board with the DC universe. They might. But yeah, they have a huge Israel bias. Uh, such that they'll believe that like Israel is the leading software company on the planet and leading computer hardware company. You should ask them if they had to choose whether they would be a citizen of Israel or maybe a friend to Israel is a better. No, I like I like I like citizenship. If they had to, if the United States and Israel parted ways and they they could only be a citizen to one, like would they renounce their U.S. citizenship and become Israeli? You might get a yes because my my question my what I'm wondering here is if perhaps. I don't, I don't know the Bible as well as Taylor does, but, but I, I know that the Israelis, the Hebrews, are God's chosen people. And mm -hmm. I would imagine that during the end times, like, maybe some important stuff happens in, in Israel, and that's a good place to be. It, maybe, it's funny you say that, because, like, before you finished, I was like, yeah, that, that would probably play a major role into it. Like, they believe the end times are coming soon. Soon. Like, yeah. The 15th? Huh. <laughs> it won't yeah. be long now. And... Uh, and that Israel is somehow blessed and the like horrible things are going to happen everywhere. I can just imagine you calling your dad and be like, Dad, have you seen the raid on three-year CDs? You're like, he's like, ha, ha, ha. I don't think you're going to make it. To, to, you're not going to last as long as that CD. It's, just, just stick with me. On, on a related topic, right? So I, I feel like I'm doing some of what I watched him do and, and I thought it was silly. So during the Obama years, he was convinced the stock market was going to crash. And it was going to be a nightmare and that the whole thing was fake, right? Like a, 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 Republic, I, I'll just say, Republicans believing their propaganda were like, oh, unemployment rate isn't actually low. The labor participation rate, et cetera. They make up all these. I haven't heard a word about labor participation rate since Trump became president. No one says a peep. But during Obama's whole presidency, uh, it's fake news. It's all about the labor participation rate. And uh, um, my father did not invest in stocks during Obama's term, knowing that the market was going to collapse because it was all fake gains, that the economy was actually really terrible. And uh, I'm doing a similar thing. Like, I have a large cash position, and I'm like, because I don't believe the economy is, is going to do well for the next four years. I, like, I, I think that sometime during the Trump thing, it's going to go south. And I'm like, am I just doing what he did? Am I, am I no different, just blue instead of red? We'll know by the end of his term. I don't know. But uh, the cryptocurrency. I, that goes up and down so Yeah, of course much. it does. Yeah. There's a, of course, you can't, that's, not a, that's not a solid bet. That's not what you throw your nest egg yeah, into. It's really, really fun to watch, though. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's fun to watch. I, but like, if if you're in like a wealth preservation mode, cryptocurrency is not where you put your cash. Of course not. But um, uh, anyway, yeah. So I I don't have like I, I I haven't dumped as much money into stocks as I normally do lately because I'm not sure about the economy's continued momentum. But you know maybe I'm missing out. I don't know. You guys understand me? Without yeah. Nobody? Yes. Did you do something cool? Nothing cool. No. I, uh, I, I, do you guys ever do hotspots on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. How does it work for you? And how do you, how do, you do that? It depends on your phone. But uh, I go into settings and it's like there's, there's just a thing right there that says like set up a hotspot. Um, and I, I click it. And there's two ways to do it. Uh, my phone can make an open one, which any device will be able to discover and then join without a key. Um, or it'll give me a six-digit uh, alphanumeric code. Uh, which I then, you know, connect. Uh, it, it'll show up on my Wi-Fi because it's putting off a Wi-Fi signal, uh, and I connect the secondary device, my computer, my laptop, another phone, whatever. You have a Samsung, don't you? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I connect the other device to that, what put in that six-digit code, and I'm done. I have a Samsung S8. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just got it. I had the S4 for the longest time. And which one do you have, Kyle? S7. S7. Uh, I was between this and the iPhone. And it was the honestly, the deciding factor was the headphone thing, because the lady at the store, I was like looking at him and I was like, oh, so this is the iPhone one that doesn't does this have the headphone? She's like, that's the one that doesn't have the headphone. What you do is it actually comes with a cord that you plug into the bottom of it. And then I'm like, oh, it comes with a dongle. And then she was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go with the Samsung S8. That one has headphones, right? She goes, yes, but it's not waterproof. And I went, ah, well, I'm not nine. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you say that? Please tell me that's accurate. I did. Yes, uh, I did. <laughs> she got a laugh out of it too. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, try not to spill my juice now. <laughs> when I'm playing in my, you know, my, playing with my Tonka trucks in, in my in the sink, I'll have to be careful. I got the uh, the edge. So, like, I I, re I I don't think you liked this feature of the edge, but you know, I really did. Like the rollover screen. Oh, the rounded part. Yeah, yeah. That's it's on the edge and the display. Mine has a case over. on it, so you can't see it as well. But it's got mm. that same rounded edge and i didn't I, I like it i don't i i like, like it. when you're not using the phone like i don't know if you can tell oh, very clearly neat. but on the rounded edge it's always displaying the shit you actually want to know so i never have to do that thing where i touch my phone to check the time the date the the battery um or the day of the week or any of that stuff and the battery life on this is insane Compared so, to the S4, which I whenever have like I get a new you. device, I, I make sure I exercise the battery properly with lithium-ion batteries. I I think I've never heard it described this way, but a good way to think of it as think of it as a jar of jelly beans. All right, now if you leave a jar of jelly beans like in the uh, uh, sitting for too long, they all get stuck together. And uh, uh, so, so what you've got to do is you completely deplete the battery down to zero, and then you refill it up again. Otherwise, that uh, it won't be as elastic with its charge. You'll just be charging that top part over and over and over, and uh, the the battery life won't be as good. Like a percentage won't mean is, as much. Is this confirmed? Like, is this yeah. is this a real thing? Yeah, yeah it's the thing. You're supposed to do it like this. You're always supposed to take your battery down to zero and then right back up to a hundred. Plugging your phone in and letting it sort of like hover at like ninety seven to ninety nine isn't good for your battery life. Isn't I, it the same vein I, of like? I want to jump in. Because I yeah. think that that was yeah, only ahead. true of nickel metal hydride batteries, it, and it, yeah, that's and not that, true. And that you're not out, you're out of date for lithium ion batteries. This is worth a Google, but I think that you might be using, like, 2007 techniques. It's possible. 
I've heard before, like in this same vein of not charging up all the way, that it's bad to fill your car with gas if it only has like three quarters of a tank, like that you're supposed to not top it off a lot. Like you're supposed to run it all out and then put new gas in it. Oh, yeah, you're right, Rudy, it looks like. Yeah, you're, you're breaking up again. Um, but yeah, I, I just see. Um, Sorry. Well, shit, you're right. Unlike NICAD batteries, lithium-ion batteries do not have a charge memory. That means deep discharge cycles are not required. In fact, it's better for the battery to use partial discharge cycles. <laughs> well, that's all over then. Yeah, I, I, I remember reading that. I guess it's been years ago now, but it stuck with me. And so I, I guess I did myself a disservice by fully discharging my, my brand-new lithium-ion <laughs> battery phone and, and, and doing that. But, well, it still does well. Despite the, the, the harm that I've done from my, from my <laughs> old school technique. Uh, that's funny. Um, what was that? I totally lost my train of thought with that. But it worked out funny. Anyway, yeah, I'm waiting for the new iPhone to come out. And I think I'm going to be waiting a long time. Like, I, I, from what I hear, they're going to be announced this year. Maybe people will even be able to buy them around Christmas. Why, but, though? So, so here's my thing. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I thought about this yesterday. I, I, I had my brand new, well, it's not brand new. This is like a year old uh, as far as the design. The S, I had my, my new-ish phone pretty much. And then I looked and I had my LG G3, which is a, a 4K flat screen phone also with no buttons or, or bezels or anything. And I was like, the fuck better is this than this? Like, it's not. It's not. We've, met, we've, we've peaked, right? Like, like, at this point, like, what, what is it that we want our phones to do that they don't already to do? Unless they start adding, unless I can sit this thing down and a hologram pops out of it and dances like it's Star Wars, that is the future. And when they do that, when you can be like, oh, mom's calling, and you put the phone down and you go, boop, and mom emerges from your fucking phone three-dimensionally, <laughs> like, 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 and she's looking at you. Like until that happens, like what is the point in the in the newest and and, and greatest? Because they they're always talking about oh this operating system, that operating system. It's like what the fuck am I doing with my phone? Do you think I'm like laying this thing down, pulling out a wireless keyboard and editing videos? I've got. Two I don't things. get. It, I guess I, is my I point. I could use more speed. Uh, I'm finding as I pull up apps, they're not coming up instantly, and I would like them to come up faster. But the bigger thing is the screen. Uh, I'm gonna get a bigger screen and then. To the, I think they're going to call it the iPhone 10 is the 10-year anniversary, but we can call it the 8. It doesn't matter. Uh, they're using to a new type of screen that should be brighter and use less batteries and be easier to read. And easier to read is one of the killer features I'm looking for in my next phone. Cause I'm I hope they go to Roman numerals and they're like, I, X. And they're like, like some kind of slick logo. Like they, they go to like the X to signify the number. Mm. But then they'll go to XI and XII and XIII yeah. as they... Oh, I'm sure a big company and would never fuck up their branding like that. Microsoft. <laughs> and then, and then have they have the seen, S I, I every other mock- year, so it'll be like XIIS and XIIIS. X-I-I-S. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw them mocking the new Microsoft Xbox branding, and they were like, it, it, it's like Xbox One, but on either side of it, it's like XXXXX, like a gamer tag would be when you, yeah. when you, when you can't get the one you want. Because, like, what is the new one called? It's like Xbox it's, it's the One Xbox, X. Yeah, the Xbox One X. Is it better? Did they upgrade the hardware in it? I think yeah. they didn't. It plays 4K. It's 4K. Yeah. I, Minecraft so that's a departure. 4K. It used to be like you bought a, a console and they would kind of guarantee that this thing was good for 10 years. Like, oh, I, I know it's 500 bucks. Just buy it. You're going to use this thing for 10 years. You're going to love it. And 
Shocks has it been three three years and they're upgrading the console? Like, if you're a hardcore gamer, Something I like think you like it. I mean, I know I w when I was doing uh, like Call of Duty all the time, all the time. It was like, give me a new Xbox. I'll take better graphics. You know, I get enough use out of mine that I'll buy a new Xbox like every year or two. How but much is it? Like the new Xbox One X? Probably starting at like five and then five there'll be six, a four and then all of a sudden it'll be 350 and then it'll be 250. That's how it always goes. Have you seen the Call of Duty World War II multiplayer footage? Yes. Yeah. Did you watch Jack Frag's video or what did you watch? I don't know. I, I just watched the trailer, the game, ah, the multiplayer you trailer. Seen it. Ah, see, that's horseshit. That's such. I hate that they released that because, like, Call of Duty releases like a multiplayer trailer, which is like hudless uh, footage of people shooting guns and running around in like third person mode, mm -hmm. and you can't tell what's a cinematic, what's uh, a cut screen rendered on who God knows what, mm -hmm. and 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 what is actually through the eyes of a player. My guess is it's almost all the, the, the former and very little of the latter. But Jack Frags gets like, you know, special. I think T. Martin has some videos too, but, but I watch Jack Frags stuff. Uh, he's got footage of him playing the game, right? Uh, at their place, I assume, because everybody's gamer tag is like Able 1, Able 2, Able 3. You know, it's one of those deals. Mm -hmm. um, looks really good. Very uh, reminiscent of Call of Duty World at War. It doesn't look as dark and as mushed. As far as the graphics, of course, we're talking about 10 years of, um, you know... Yeah, I guess uh, it has been 10 years. Progression. But uh, someone pointed this out. They were like, wow, Call of Duty has gotten old as shit over the last four years, and they've just been hiding it beneath like flashy guns and bright lights. Now that you revert back to what it used to be, you can see all the motions are the same, all the graphics are, are barely improved. This looks bad. And I was like, wow, when I think of it, when I look at it through that lens, you're like, yeah, this doesn't look light years better than Call of Duty World at War that we were all playing 10 years ago. Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear. I was hoping you'd be excited more by it. Because I mean, I, the guy's I'm, running around with his MP40 and it's recoilless. He's just, brrr, brrr, just, just, and meanwhile, I'm playing Battlegrounds where it's like there's so much skill required to get a kill. Like when you get a kill, you're like, Fucking smoked you, bro. And you, it's, it's like you, you really feel accomplished if you get someone because you've outshot them. And then I'm, I'm just watching him run around, and he, he's a great player. It has nothing to do with his skill. It's just the game just doesn't require much skill. He's just fucking popping away. And with you were saying that you don't want to go back to console. No. And I'm not. apparently, I mean, I've never played COD on PC, but apparently the PC presence is just not there not, for it compared has. to other not games. Not really yeah. substantial. Well, since COD 4. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to get it anyway. I really like the idea of going back to World War II. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm definitely a PC gamer now. I don't want to revert back to a controller. Uh, I want to continue to get better on the mouse and keyboard. I, I definitely wasn't going to get any better than I had gotten at one point or another. I had peaked at console skills, but I have not yet peaked at my mouse and keyboard skills. Uh, so, so I'm going to keep that up. You can just be so goddamn precise with it. And, you know, hotkeys and everything's remappable. And when you get good, you're good. So I, I'm going to stick with that. And, and God, everything looks amazing. And there's lots of great games. Have you thought about making videos? I made this a video last night. I, uh, yeah, I, I, Did uh, you upload I, it? No, no. I don't know what I'm going to do with it or where I'm going to put it. Uh, but, but I, I want uh, a game of Battlegrounds and Solo and got nine or ten kills. And, and I, put a con I did some commentary over that. I don't know what I'll do with it. I might is get it to the Patreon. In Battlefield? Uh, for me, it um, is. I think like the best in the world get like 20 
21, oh, wow. something like that. So way different um, than COD. Then nobody's putting up 55 or anything. Well, there's 100 total players in the game. Like, there's 100 of us in here, and we all have one life, as you know. So, like, if oh. you knock out 20 of them, then you've, you've really done something. Force. It, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that Battlefield 1 only had one life. I thought it was more like Call of Duty. I'm talking about, no, uh, I'm talking about Battlegrounds, right? Uh, oh, the, Battlegrounds. The PC okay. game that, that we played briefly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, then I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't like Battlegrounds? It wasn't your cup of tea, Taylor? No, it's just because I suck at the WASD controlling. Like, there, there were so many times that literally the only game that I did well for Kyle and Chiz on the squad is it must have been some kind of glitch because I dropped into the map and by, you know, thank Christ, I happened upon a gun in one of the shacks I was looking at at first and then I was running over by Kyle and Chiz and they were both on the outside of a building being like, all right, there's one in here. I know he's in here. Where is he? And I, for some reason, I could just see through the building. Be, I, I don't it know. It didn't render in. It didn't render in for me. And so I was like, yeah, he's upstairs in the bathroom. And then they'd be <laughs> like, is he? And they went up there and they killed him. And then <laughs> be like, is, is there someone else there? And I was like, yeah, there's another guy adjacent, you know, across in the in the closet. Maybe I can shoot him. And so I aimed my AK and shot and it turned out it didn't render the walls either. And so I was able to kill the guy as he was just sitting in the bathroom, just getting pop, 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 pop. And he died. And I got my first ever double kill in a small little shack as you know, they were both crouching because the, the building that we had just come from where you guys were, you two were killing everybody. They were crouched in there, you know, protecting each other. And I could see right through the fucking corrugated steel wall. <laughs> and you could like panicking like, oh, are you shooting me, dude? Quit, quit it. Like, <laughs> like, oh, um, that that was the only time I've been useful in that I game. And as soon well. as the next game started. I had my fingers crossed, like, please, 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 no more walls. Let this be my thing. Like, let this be my benefit. And then, no, the walls came back. Because, yeah. like, I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a 60-year-old with a console controller, the way I, I track these people with a mouse. Because they'll be coming at me, and I'll have the drop on them, and I'll see them, and I'll go, like, bang, 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 bang. And then they'll come over and shoot me right in the head. And it's, yeah. it's so frustrating. It's so a- frustrating. It really is. I, I've, I've been getting better. I get better every day, I would say. Um, and, and, and like, because I watch videos, and those guys are great because they're PC gamers who do it for a living, right? And I compare myself to them. And that's a, that, that, that's a high bar to set for yourself because they're, they're just like, <laughs> just snapping on these people and murdering them, putting five shots consecutively on a guy 200 meters away. And but, but because that's the bar that I've been striving for, like, I feel like lesser achievements that I should have been happy with it just haven't meant anything to me and i, I have gotten better um I, i'm winning some games and i i'm, I'm useful to my squad really uh, almost all the time uh i play with a lot of fans and uh, we won one last night yeah we won a squad last night so uh, nice yeah. how I many of you won so far now they keep they've reset the leaderboards like three times but i'd say i've won a total of like 12 games or something like that that's quite a bit is jizz still into it or not as much Nah, Chiz hasn't played at all. Uh, I don't know what Chiz is doing. Um, I don't think Chiz was very good at it. It really wasn't his cup of tea either. And I don't know what his computer situation is, if it's if it's up and running. or He said he had some GPU issues a Do while you know back. What but... he's doing with weight loss? Because when I was down 10, yes, this was like two or three weeks ago, um, he was down 16. So he like he was he's doing something really well. Now I'm down 14. I wonder if he's down 20 or 25 pounds. Like it's, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Him? I'm not. I'm not sure if he wanted his weight loss to be public knowledge. But um, well, it but, is now. But sh- hey, Chiz, congratulations <laughs> on your success. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
What were you saying? I'm sure he's been continuing on. Yeah, I, I just know yeah, he was. I didn't doing even really know that. Well. That's great. Yeah, he's, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know either. He, it was in the text message. We have that group text, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I think he's. I'm sharing all Chiz's stuff. So hey, Chiz, this is a service I provide. But um, uh, he's doing the keto thing. Uh, apparently, he's he knows it better than I do, and uh, and he's had a lot of success with it. So yeah, congrats, Chiz. I just I wonder what the that's really the are. that's the big thing right now. The keto diet. Because that you didn't do that ever, did you, Kyle? When you were starting, you just went to uh, to as much as many calories as possible to as few calories. You weren't like no carbs or anything, right? Yeah, yeah. I, that that seems like uh, way too much work. I've done like Atkins before, but I, I think but keto is very different from Atkins. I read a bit about keto. The first thing I read was the first rule of keto is you don't talk about keto. So I don't talk about keto. Yep. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I think keto is closer to vegetarianism or veganism in that you do talk about it all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, how can you tell if a guy's a pilot? Oh, don't worry. He'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's the same thing with CrossFit. Have you ever met someone who's really into CrossFit? Yep. They told me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. yeah they will tell you when they're really into it. And it's even more frustrating because like if they're not in good shape at all, and they talk to you about CrossFit a lot. It's kind of like, ah, you're not even that good at it, clearly. Like, because, like, you're not, like, ripped or anything. But then I have one, I guess, haven't talked to him forever. But a friend, like, years ago, was, like, right when CrossFit was starting, got into it. And I saw him, like, a year and a half after that. And he was just fucking shredded. And I was like, oh, maybe I miscalculated this. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you go and you do your weightlifting, you know, with your cool friends at your gym doing your swings and your pull-ups, your uh, your kip- kipping pull-ups, which aren't pull-ups. Yep. You just swing yourself up to the top over and Dude, over. Like, you you basically hump yourself up there. I get that they're, like, not traditional pull-ups, but these guys do, like, 70 or 100 fake pull-ups. I, it, you can remove all the rules. And I can't do 70 of them. I don't think I could do 20. I don't think I could do 15 kipping pull-ups. Oh, it, I, 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 I could not do 10 perfect form pull-ups uh-huh. where I go like all the way down and all the way back up and everything. No way I could do 10 perfect ones. I bet I could bust out 20 kipping pull-ups. No problem. Because once I'm in the swing of it, then I'm just maneuvering my momentum, swinging my lower half, making it so I'm just like it's like I'm on a swing set, you know, like imagine if you know it's hard when you're on a swing set, you're not actually like going through the effort of lifting your body weight and pushing it forward. You're just swinging. You know, did you see that video Conor McGregor posted of, uh, I guess, some like 60 year old guy challenged him to muscle ups and then he replied by knocking him out and everything, doing the muscle ups. Um, I've seen Joe do those in real life and he knocked them out with just as much ease. I would say, I, I, I'd like to see him. I bet. I know. I know Joe could knock those out the same way Connor did. Do you know how many muscle ups I can do? None. None. (laughs) Not a one. Have you ever tried one? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried. I can, I, 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 I'm not able to pull myself up with enough to build quickly enough to build the momentum that's required for the, the second portion of it. I can certainly do you know, pull myself up once, but not with enough inertia to, to get the second part going. I bet Peak Woody could have done a muscle up. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. But not not current Woody. That's uh he's much heavier. It's a much bigger load <laughs> to get above that part. Uh, I on my on my eight months. On <laughs> my uh chin up pull up uh machine thing I've got, I've got these uh elastic bands that uh that your feet go onto and they will mm-hmm. reduce your weight by however much weight you want. So like let's say you can only do four pull-ups like full like all the way down and all the way up with your body weight 
well, you put a 40-pound resistance band on your feet, and all of a sudden I weigh 130 pounds, and maybe I can do two sets of seven or three sets of eight or whatever it may be, and that's a much better workout for getting stronger than my son does four that. reps of... He, he, um, my, my son, one of his goals is to get into the next level of parkour grade. They, have, uh, they wear wristbands, but you can think of them like karate belts. And uh, to get to the next one, he has to do so many pull-ups and push-ups, so he trains those all the time. And at the gym, he uses bands to make himself lighter so he can do pull-ups because he can't do them uh, without them. And at home, he does negatives where he'll, like, get on a stool, jump up, and then slowly go down. And he's trying yeah. to build his strength. Huh. Yeah, you can also do, like, um, like, like on, that, on my sex swing, I have the option of, like, holding on to those, uh, the, those uh, bands and, like, dangling, if you can imagine that, with sort of my, ankle, yeah. my, my, my heels down like this. And pulling myself up and, and doing those, so it's like the opposite of a, a bench press. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. pulling my, my myself up, and then I can change that angle and change the resistance by changing my angle and stuff. And you know, I can kick my heels up and like fully suspend myself and do like a short one. I can't. I'm not an acrobat. I can't pull my body weight up and like do anything crazy. But uh, but I can lift my body weight. That's fine. Like muscle yeah, weights are one of those exercises. Still. Yeah, man. Like muscle ups are one of those exercises. Like, you watch it and you're like, that, that doesn't look too hard. It's just a pull-up with a little extra oomph at the end. Yeah. Like, I've attempted muscle-ups before, and it, by, that's a fair thing to say. I've done pull-ups with the prospect of muscling up <laughs> until, like, you get to the pull-up and you're like, oh, oh, no way. Like, there's no ch Like, what do you... Like, but these guys just, foo, 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 just pushing straight down. Similar like, thing I was with 60. The the rings, you know, the gymnastic rings, you know, like you can do this, but to like get it down by your waist is a, it's a whole nother thing. That's uh yeah, it's hard. Those guys are insane. Like when you look at uh, the men's gymnastics shit where they do the rings and literally the entire workout or not workout, the entire event in some of them is just going like that and just holding as, as hard as you can and holding your whole body weight up. And those guys arms, they're literally like, calves yeah like the size of a normal person's calf just like the four it's, it's insane we're talking sport. about those gymnasts the male gymnasts who do the the ring hold it's a how big their arms are ratio sport and they're they just look crazy if you meet them in person i suspect they'd be very small and would take away from their accomplishment right like if you were to take i don't know a gymnast or, or chad mendez the mma fighter or something and stretch him out to six foot They'd look more like regular people. They wouldn't be little tanks. So yeah. I, I think that happens in the gymnast world too. Like, yeah, look at that guy. He's perfect specimen. He's incredible. He's five three. They just they're a tankish body type, a fire plug. You can always tell that in the Olympics when like you see the gymnastics team and you're like, man, that's six super jacked dudes right there standing around waiting for their turn. And then like the coach will walk up mm -hmm. and the coach is like a normal size, like six foot guy, and he's just like towering yeah they're like, up to his and nipples the, they're, yeah they're not even like short like five uh five or something they're like five two five mm -hmm. three like like almost being that short is the reason you're there because you've got great genetics for being short and great genetics for putting on muscle like a badass basically and so that it's that's a, how they get there i read something like if you're seven foot tall there's a 15 percent chance you're in the nba it was like crazy and uh, I, I feel like if you're 5'2 and jacked, you know, you're just doing a thing that very few people can also do. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what I never liked about, uh, like, I guess I never dreamed about being in the NBA ever, but I always, like, 
thought about it differently because like if you dreamed about being in the the NFL or Major League Baseball or the NHL or something like even if you're like five nine or something, there's a chance yeah that something could happen if you work your ass off. There's a the position sport, like, for you. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. something that you might be able to do. Like if you're too small, it might just be like all right, sorry, like maybe go to ba- maybe baseball. You can do it. I don't know because there's strike boxes. Five nine running backs. You know those guys. Yeah, they're yeah dark, you can do that. Hard to catch. Like uh, Marshawn Lynch wasn't that tall, if yep. I recall correctly, and he was in, he was incredible. Uh, but in basketball, it's like you could be the most skilled person on the planet, and if you're five. Six, five, eight. There's a zero percent chance you're making it to the NBA. Like there, it's just it won't happen. Especially like white. <laughs> what if you're white? Then even less chance. Someone's gonna bring <laughs> up Muggsy Bowes or something. Like there's a player every now and then. Even Allen Iverson, who was like tiny. I think he was six foot or six one. How tall is Allen Iverson? I don't know. I'm gonna guess six four. I'm gonna guess six foot. I'm gonna guess six foot flat. I don't. I just feel like I know it. Six foot. I'll flat. say six one. So it's different. Wow. Damn it! Damn it! it. Little. Jumped away from the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> you dodged it. For the sake uh, of curse. Yeah, and but on the court, he was, he looked five five to me amongst those trees he's playing with. I, I'm gonna. Someone's. I'm like, is trees yeah. racist? No, trees totally. They know I mean tall person. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Trees can't be racist unless it's against ants. Yeah. They're not that. But. Yeah, that's what, and and then what I don't like about that is like someone who's like five ten, like if they're like it, like a perfect physical specimen, they're great at basketball or whatever, or five eight, I'll say that, like they have less a chance than a guy who's seven foot tall and has the coordination of like a newborn chimp, like who who has no ability to like gauge their movements and regulate their passing and like minute bowl that guy who like like some because some of those people are in the NBA, it's like. Not like Le- like you look at LeBron and you're like, oh, that is a fucking athlete. That is an athlete right there who happens to be very tall. You look at some of these other gangly guys and you're like, that is a guy from eastern Ukraine that had a couple of <laughs> enormous potato farming parents <laughs> and now he's got his enormous Slav hands palming the ball, like just like dipping it into the net to score. And it's like, don't don't delude yourself into thinking you'd be anywhere near this place, even this fucking country, if you weren't seven two. Be a fucking diesel mechanic in Uzbekistan. Yeah, (laughs) you'd be training bears in a circus somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) These giant fucking mitts. What a freak! Fuck one, marry one, kill one. I'd fuck Betty White. I think right because Oprah is just. Tell people who uh, Oprah, Whoopi Goldberg, or Betty White. Yeah, so you don't want to fuck Whoopi Goldberg. That's a nasty looking lady. I mean, she is the. She is the kill. Um, I, I think you want to you want to marry Oprah though, because well, she's Cash. rich as shit, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Betty White is probably not. I, I I mean, just 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 go somewhere else. You know, it's it's your best bet here. It's just your bet best bet. <laughs> what do you mean, here. go somewhere else? Yeah. Just just go somewhere else in your mind to a happy place and <laughs> and, and, and fuck that old 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 awful pussy. You don't like, want to put like, on like an early do... season episode of, of Golden, Golden Girls? Girls in the background so you can like look in doggy style. You can daydream that she's yeah, only 65. Yeah, I wish Blanche were here to lick the balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish Blanche were here in the fucking corner. Get, We'd make that bitch watch. Yeah. Get, I get Woody to put a, put a wig on, be B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, these jokes are going over great with our audience. Yeah, yeah for anyone better. out there who's seen every season of Golden Girls, you're, <laughs> we're knocking them out of the park right now with these references. Uh, Woody, when you first bought your house, you mentioned the possibility of having a shooting range in your yard. Do you still plan on doing that? I don't really. I haven't figured out a way that 
I think it's safe to shoot at things in my yard. It's basically flat, and I'm surrounded by neighbors, and I, yeah, I, I just I just don't think it's smart. I don't think it's the right way for me to go, and that's it. Also, I don't know how much I like shooting. Like I, I like guns. I like the machinery of them, and I even like shooting, but for me to like want it so much that I have to put a range next to my house so that I could do it conveniently on the daily. I, the only kind of shooting that's fun to do like that would be like, and the it, like if I were putting some kind of shooting into your house, it would be a trap machine. You know, it, it, basically mm. like there's several standing positions that are marked by a concrete pad, and these are the shooting positions. And then, uh, kind of hidden in a hill or buried in the ground with a mound over it, there's a machine that throws uh, sporting clays away from you at sort of a uh, I don't know, maybe a 60. 60 degrees of, uh, of spread. They might go this way, this way, or straight away. And the tilt could be very different. Don't and, you and need that... like 150 acres over there to do that safely? Oh. Um, they, uh, you, know, you don't need much at all. Uh, Are you just need... raining pellets on my neighbors? Wherever you're shooting towards, you'll be raining pellets there. But there's no way that I'm not going to exceed the like, I don't know how wide my lot is, a thousand feet? I thought something. maybe there were some woods that you could shoot toward. Oh, just like woods that aren't, there are kind of, but kind of isn't good enough. Like with, <laughs> Yeah, with, not for guns. Yeah. I mean, you get shot from 100 yards with birdshot. It just stings a bit. And but, they won't even call the cops, maybe. <laughs> right, but if, if I'm that neighbor, I'm like, what are you routinely just like peppering my house with birdshot? Oh, it, they'll call the cops. It's running yeah. down the gutters. It's in the, you know, you know, you know like we can see you shoot like you know, 600 rounds a day. They're landing on my roof. It, like this is a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, if that was the case, like, you had to dogs. shoot toward a house. Like, like that, that, that just won't work. Yeah, yeah I, 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 whatever. Like I, I've got a little oasis amongst other homes and I don't think it's safe. So that's yeah and, and that's that's one that it's better just not to just go to a range or go to the wilderness somewhere and do it like don't roll those dice needlessly sometimes i used to think like well i'll build a little mound right put targets at the base of the mound and then that'll be okay and then i ask myself well okay what if your neighbors put targets on the other side and shoot towards you <laughs> oh no i don't like that that uh, sounds so terrible it, yeah. <laughs> like if, if you really wanted this like what i've seen done is you dig a pit you mm -hmm. dig you 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 it's you make this sort of a, like it's a basement, and you used the removed earth to make a mound on top of even that. So you and the targets are all in a, in a, in a lower area, maybe eight feet lower than the surrounding uh, landscape. And then that all the earth you've moved is that berm even higher, making the wall you're shooting into like 15 feet up. And all of your bullets are usually going at a downward angle because you put a slope on the, on, the, on the range. So everything's going down. And there's that, and there's the the I've catches on the side by the wall. I can't do it, and I, and I'll tell you. No, why. of course not. No, and and you don't have the need for it either. Yeah, but but like when we did our pool, these guys dug like 18 inches, and it was just granite everywhere. They had to bring in a special rock crushing excavator drill thing. Yeah. Um, my tractor can't do that. So, oh no no! You, that's bulldozer work and backhoe work for sure. Yeah. So it's. Did uh, you know it was going to be granite, or was that just a nice surprise? I uh, well, somewhere in between. Like we could see that there was some like little rock, like shale type things, but we could bust them open with a skid steer. So we're like, it won't be bad. Like all right, they'll have to work a little extra. 
Uh, and it wasn't until you get a little deeper that like there's just no way an excavator with a bucket was going to get that off. So and it was. Did they it, ever say something like, Are "You you sure you want the pool here? You know, a little <laughs> further from the house. It's a new thing. People are doing nice long path." It didn't any better. It wasn't like they found a rock. The whole thing was rock. They're like like people are like whoa. And I'm like, how bad is it? Like, like, you know, you've seen this before, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably like one, maybe even two pools a year like this. So that's how uncommon it is, right? You know, the one in every whatever. You get to be that guy. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lucky me. And you'd be like, oh, usually you just... it goes pretty smooth, but this will be an ordeal, sir. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be with us. Like, we're not going to need that pool liner. We're just going to carve your pool from the rock that is the <laughs> yeah. earth here. It'd be like the quarries that you can swim in. Yeah. Yeah, don't I, worry. I, I, I've got one of my, my favorite... good friend Pablo and his team coming to help out. <laughs> they <laughs> got maybe, their pickaxes. Maybe Julio with with you know, a, a tattoo teardrop now to remember <laughs> that, that day. <laughs> oh, for my homie, we lost him. In, we lost him in the pool last year. I think they're coming tomorrow, but it yeah, I don't know. But they're on CP time. <laughs> they they weren't black though, but they're colored. I guess. I don't know if I understand what colored means exactly. Ah, we get to decide, you see. Mm. No, I don't think that... Wait, what? You, you, who do you... Who is colored people of color? Uh, because, because colored people is super antiquated, obviously. And then people yeah. of color, which is the same thing, but you add an of. Yeah. Like you're like the, the director of uh, accounting. People. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. at a, it's, a firm or something like that. They, how they, is made, that little, they made a little whimsical, and suddenly it's fine again. Like, like fucking Jr. Uh, I always mess up his name. Like Jr. Martin wrote a, is writing about a new kind of elf or something. Oh, the people of color from the faraway shores. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, those guys. Now, he if he wrote it, he would have called them the colored folk. Ah, the colored folk. But, because it, they'd be he always writes people as like mysterious out in those lands probably I don't so a uh, Republican congressman got shot while what practicing for man, a that baseball was game or something yeah yeah so I guess the Republicans have like a little baseball league or something like that and there was a bunch of them out there playing um, and this guy opened fire with a with a with a rifle he Do was a uh, Bernie Sanders and a pistol. Uh, they, they said it was a, a rifle, and I heard it shooting, so I just assumed it was an AR-15. Because if it had been an AK, they they love to like say AK-47 if it is. Mm -hmm. uh, so I assumed it was an AR-15 or something. But I heard it shooting, so semi-auto, pop, 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 pop. Uh, they shot the, I can't think of his name, Price or whatever that congressman's name. Scientheer or something, right? It starts with an S. Neither one of us know it. Shot him in the hip, and uh, I, it didn't sound like he was doing very well. It sounded like he could very easily die from his injuries. Yeah, uh -huh. I saw that today. That like yesterday, they were like, "All right, he's out of surgery, Scalisi. and we're hoping for the best." Scalisi, not yeah. And then today, I saw something that was like, "He's in grave condition," meaning like he's out. They've done everything they can, but he could still very well die of his injuries, yeah. I uh, see. his wounds. Whatever. Oh, from two hours ago, his condition, the page is loading, uh, improves, but is still critical. So that's that, you know that's, marginally good news. Yeah, but yeah, man, that was pretty. That was insane. Years. Did you hear the, the guy before he started shooting? He asked a bystander if this was a Republican or a Democrat practice. Yeah, yeah. And then he opened fire. I didn't know he asked that. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a huge, Republican. he's like a, he was a Democratic uh, hated Trump. Huge, oh, don't uh, say that. The Democrats he, do not want to claim him as one of their own. I, I've already been through that hellfire on Reddit. You should see the comments really? of like, 
The well, no, he's, he's not one of ours. He's one of yours, Bernie the Republicans bro. Republicans should support this. They, they should be Bernie like, Sanders look, guy. the whole thing he's... about the Second Amendment is to overturn your government and in case it gets tyrannical. And if you're looking at this thing through the blue lens, that's what he did. Yeah, this if is you're the a complete retard, wet dream. It's decades that's not old. If you're, a, if, you're, if you're a total I've got these retard, guns in case I ever have to take over the, uh, the, the government. That, that, that does work. That, that works if you're a retarded person who thinks that being insane and singularly angry by yourself and being a lone wolf is the same thing as, you know, the Tea Party back when we were not the fucking eight years ago Tea Party, the original one well, where we actually recognized yeah. tyranny and, and took shit back. Not, not like if it were one dude. Like some, if, like if the British were treating us all right and it wasn't too awful, and there was one guy with a bunch of tea and bombs and went, "I'm gonna get the king," and he sprints and he does that, they would have remembered it as, "Do you remember that fucking tea bomb and maniac?" He'd like, have been guy it wasn't that bad. Like, no, but He'd have been guy that's the Fox. thing. It's it, it's pretty fucked up. Every that, revolution like, starts with one man. Not necessarily true. Not. Actually, okay, yeah, then I, actually, no, no, I just made that up. Untrue. I was hoping you'd go along with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking about that for a second. I'm like, mate, oh, actually, wait, no, that's definitely yep, definitionally yep. false. Every yeah. journey starts with one step. I just ran with it. <laughs> you know, when there was well, only one step on the beach, I was carrying you something. You know, like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I like it, it. Look, I'm not on this guy's team or anything, but I'm like, you know, through that lens of like, if you don't like your government, you just shoot them, right? And Trump was like, hey, maybe the Second Amendment guys do have something they could do if Hillary took charge, right? Like, remember that? We all remember that. Um, that's This guy did what pro-gun people have been saying guns are for. No, but he no. didn't. No, he didn't. Talking no, about there are going, no pro-gun people who guns are for assassinating our politicians. They are for overturning... A, a, an unjust and immoral government that has that that is that has gone against itself. It's not for hunting down your your president or your local politician. Eh, it's for tomato, fighting the I war against the uh, against the United States Army. It's for fighting. It's for a a well formed militia that we're going to band together under General Trump, and you know go in there. And <laughs> God, I hope it, it wouldn't be him, would it? Who no, would of be course not. It wouldn't no. be anybody. He's the, good at the military. Guy. He's he'd be the guy. Oh, he's great. Best the military, the best. Ask anyone. Like, <laughs> like, but that's the thing that Kyle just got perfectly right, is that fighting against tyranny is fighting against tyranny. It's not assassinating as a lone wolf one political leader or fucking going to a baseball practice in the morning to just be a serial killer. At the, or not serial killer, a spree killer, because it would all be in one day. I really hope that, and, the, and you know the only reason that he wasn't able to like totally mow people down it's because the one guy that he got in the hit got shot in the hip, uh, Scalisi or whatever we, we we established his name was. He was the only guy like high enough ranking, I guess, that had like security that was there. And if those guys hadn't been there, he'd have been totally fucked. And then I guess it was Capitol Police that showed up a little bit later and, and ended up killing the guy. Yeah, but, they had fucking handguns against an AR. Yeah. I can't even imagine that fight. That is not one you want to to be part of. Like like, just so outgunned that he's it's. It'd be hard to shoot a man across a baseball field with a fucking pistol with him returning fire. That's not but, uh, something that, that that anybody is gonna be able to do. To Kyle's point, I've seen like uh, like a lot of like, oh, he's he's not, you know, he's not really a Bernie bro. You know, he he's he doesn't actually he wasn't a huge Bernie fanatic at all. Bernie went on the face. floor of the Senate, right? And yeah. and like like he was like, this guy's not with me. Like, like Bernie, wait a minute. Bernie, I listened to that clip. Bernie said hundred percent all the correct stuff yeah. that he should be saying. Um and he, his rhetoric is not responsible for this at all. 
Nope. Um, but he's a total piece of shit hypocrite also because the Gifford thing that happened in 2011, verifiably not tied to Sarah Palin's chart at all, and Bernie Sanders raised money off of that under the under the guise that it actually was to do with that. So, you know, shoes on the other foot, Bernie. How's what, that feel? How is it? I don't know. It's it's verifiably uh, not tied. It's to verifiably it, untrue. Know? This guy that uh, that tried the the killing here mm-hmm. has a whole Facebook page. He's an enormous political guy. Uh, hates Trump. Posts. posts he worked on the Sanders guy. campaign. I'm about the uh, yeah, no, I know. I'm going to talk about the. the I was oh, making yeah. the comparison. Uh, he hates hated Trump. Um, loved Bernie. Hated all the everything to do with Trump. Talked about how great it would be if he died and all that shit. That guy. Um, oh. Robert Lee Loeffner, I think his name was, the guy who shot Gifford. Um, They always have three names, these kind of people, (laughs) you know. And that guy, he was unable to stand trial because he was found to be a paranoid schizophrenic, a genuinely crazy person. It Mm -hmm. it didn't have to do with with politics with him. He was genuinely a crazy person. He wasn't politically motivated and he shot a politician? he was he like uh, he his like dossiers like his uh, what's it called the manifesto manifesto got released and he's genuinely a crazy person like he had complete misapprehensions about reality as a whole like the color he thought he thought was, Kathy the Griffin was the Spider was. Queen or something like yeah, that <laughs> I'm sure he did but like that it, it's verifiably different and the only I, point is but now we we sh- people shouldn't be like blaming fucking Bernie Sanders rhetoric for this like he's not he wasn't ever like actually calling for violence, you know? I don't know, it's just a slippery slope if you start saying that, like, all these, you know, oh, this is the fault of fucking Bernie. You know, he incited this violence. Well, no. No, he didn't, and that's a pretty dangerous precedent to set because then you can really start making comparisons between, oh, this person said this, and that can kind of be construed as promoting violence, maybe. It's not just, you know, political discussion. I don't know. It's fucked up. Add time. Yeah. little pregnant pause there. I like everybody to get worked up for the ad. They're waiting. They want to hear it. It's about MeUndies. There's a reason we've been telling you about MeUndies for months now. They are simply the softest, most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear. Once you try them on, you won't want to wear anything else unless you're naked or in a swimsuit. Uh, For every other second of your life, there's MeUndies. Every pair of MeUndies is is sustainably sourced and made from micro-modal, a fabric that's three times softer than cotton, if you're used to buying packs of uncomfortable, boring underwear that only come in white, gray, black, or tan, well, MeUndies will change everything. Because MeUndies comes in all kinds of colors, patterns, and they release a new limited edition pattern each month, and uh, and they always sell out. Yeah, that's true. I think last month we had, like, the confetti or uh, or uh, sort of a polka dot thing. Uh, this month, it, no, 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 this month is rainbow confetti print called Celebrate. Uh, you can try MeUndies today or get the Celebrate pattern before they're all gone at MeUndies.com slash PKA. And you'll save over 20% off your first pair. You have to feel for yourself to see why MeUndies has sold over 5 million pairs to date. And if you don't love your first pair of MeUndies, they're free. Get 20% off your first pair plus free shipping by MeUndies.com slash PKA right now. That's MeUndies.com slash PKA. Check them out. They're you nice. Gotta get a, you got to get that high-quality underwear. It's going to change your life. It's going to make you more attractive. It's going to make sure you're... Your, your genitals stay dry and well presented. You know, you're not going to be walking around feeling when you wear these, the the rate of, you know, when you're like, you run down the stairs at the right rate and like your dick and balls like slap your thighs. You clap, know, clap, 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 clap. And sometimes it's like every other step. If you're like going like a little bit faster or slower, like change the pace, it'll be like clap, <laughs> clap. 
clap. That doesn't happen with MeUndies because everything is tight. Feel confident going down, down those stairs as quick as you want, and you won't hear any slapping. Because I've done that before when, like, company is over, when it's, like, late in the night or something, and you, like, have your no underwear on and just your pajama pants, as I wear when I'm around people late at night, because that's what I sleep in. And, like, you come running down the stairs with the fucking popcorn, and everybody can hear the... The nice, you know, applause on the way. Anyway, it's underwear, Taylor. <laughs> and now that I have MeUndies, Your balls are hanging out through that button fly. <laughs> Christ but, Almighty! Uh, I had something uh, to to come back to you for that. Uh, the source for it's like an for enormous hairy egg. I looked them up too. <laughs> Just Here, one. Here's, here's what uh, I found. They uh, had to. His name was Jared Lee Lofner, and mm-hmm. the New York Times literally had to apo- uh, had to pull back their article because they wrote an article yesterday. That said this, in 2011, when Jared Lee Loeffner opened fire in a supermarket parking lot, grievously wounding Representative Giffords and killing six people, the link to political incitement was clear. Before the shooting, Sarah Palin's Political Action Committee circulated a map of targeted electoral districts that put Ms. Gifford and 19 other Democrats under stylized crosshairs. Keep in mind, they wrote this fucking yesterday as a clear attempt to deflect from the Alexandria thing with the Bernie supporter. They had to release today a retraction saying, uh uh-huh. Yeah, you guys called us on our shit. There's actually, yeah, there's no evidence there's any tie between her, Paley, and, and, and the guy was crazy. Like, they he was they crazy. literally had to do that today. Yeah, so it, he had some political opinions. He didn't believe that women should be in positions of power. That was one of the reasons why he targeted her specifically. He was like I bet this, he got along with his he, mom. He was also really uh, yeah, against um, abortion, but he was also against Christians, which usually people who are against abortion are pretty pro-Christian. He he's all over the map. It, it I think you'd have to work pretty hard to paint him as like like this guy was pretty clearly a Democrat who hated Republicans and shot one. This yeah. guy Jared Lee Loftner was just crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy. crazy you know, he had a five seven pistol. If I remember correctly, we were just talking about this the other night. Uh, I think not that, a good that, murder weapon. No, um, I thought five sevens were like really good. Killed. Kyle has a face that says it's a very good murder weapon. Yeah, well, Kyle he killed six people, right? Oh, well, like 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 proofs, proofs in the, in the pudding. pudding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember because um, you, I, you I had a five seven in your house, and you thought the round was too small. Yeah, I got the thing. Uh, I have one. Uh, I don't care for it. It's first of all, it's like an eleven or twelve hundred dollar pistol. The the iron sights that come with it aren't great. It shoots that snappy, mm. like five point seven by twenty eight millimeter round. The same thing the P ninety shoots. You know, it's it's a high velocity, small twenty two caliber round basically, and it's just like a nine millimeter is is heavy and blunt. And I think that that's what you want in a pistol cartridge. You want to like hit whatever's in front of you with with a lot of force right now. And like the five sevens benefits penetrate, are right? penetration. Yeah, penetration and 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 uh, depending on the ammo, like you can shoot through a most soft body armor if you've got the black tip shit. But even the uh, the uh, the ballistic tip stuff that anyone can buy, I've shot through two car doors with that and then hit the target on the other side. You know, through a through a P90 with a which is a longer barrel and higher more higher velocity than the pistol, but still the round goes through shit. I just it's just not what I would want. I, I always heard, remember hearing the story of a local SWAT team that shot a guy like 12 or 13 times with their full auto P90 in a, in a standoff, and and I was like, well, what happened? And they were like, well, he he, he screamed, stop shooting me. <laughs> really? Like, so just like punched right through him, basically? I, I guess, and that's what I imagine. I imagine like little penetrating holes that in and out whereas if you get shot with like a 45 it mushrooms out to this big nasty fat thing that's it's emptying all of its energy into the target uh whereas that's those smaller bullets might have a tendency to penetrate through the target and then you don't have that energy displacement that you want 
I think it's and, the only and, reason Gabby Giffords survived. She was right, shot in the is, head. Is because, yeah, she was shot in the head. And if it were a larger caliber at all, like she wouldn't have made it. Like, who's I to feel say, like I heard about that. Who's to say, you know, the, the, the angle of entry, you know, what part of her brain was hit. That you, It sounds silly, but we don't need some parts as much as we need the others. Uh, yeah, and it gets big and slow enough, like a musket might have bounced off the skull compared to a penetrator like the five. Who, I mean, who's to know? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. The other news, I don't know what, how true it is, but the Washington Post, a liberal but real paper. You know, it, it's it's liberal, but it's not like fake news or anything. Uh, not like the New York Times. Yeah, <laughs> New York Times is one of, probably the most respected newspaper on the planet. Not but, in the White uh, House. Not true. I, I would say Wall Street Journal still hasn't beat there, right? I think you're in the minority, but I don't know. Okay. Still here than there. Uh, Trump is apparently under investigation now. Now the thing is that it's like officials say, and they're protecting their sources. So that's that's like been in the, the Trump is now calling everything that doesn't have name sources fake news. But uh, apparently Trump is under investigation yeah. from Mueller for obstruction of justice. And I believe that. It's not a uh, criminal investigation. It's a counterintelligence investigation. Oh, yeah. How is I don't fully gone? know the the all the differences. I was listening to Ben Shapiro talk about it, and he obviously elucidated it way better because when you go to Harvard, and you, and, and you learn about this, you're able to like whip it out. And I'm like, mm. oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. And like two minutes later, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How does this work? But that was something that I understood to mean that it was significant. But who knows? It's 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 weird that like. Also, I feel the whole... like these things come in stages, right? Like, yeah, first, true. Trump's not under investigation. Oh, everyone, you know, your campaign manager, your national security advisor, your this, your that. Everybody around you is under under investigation, but not you in particular, Trump. You know, we're just gonna gathering evidence now, right? You know, Trump is obviously the center of this flower that they're investigating, and even if they're just looking at every petal right now. They're looking at you, Trump. They're just but they'll protect Trump. The, the yeah. end, the end of this thing. No matter what happens, no matter what happens, is going to be Trump stays in president in, in the presidency. They will Nixon. not. There, well, it, with Nixon again, like, with there's, Nixon, still, there's no collusion with with Russia. Nixon like what's going to happen? As a co-conspirator, uh, a president cannot be named a, 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 as a, a, a under criminal law. It sounded like the other day. CNN was going around and around on that the other day. They were like, we don't think there's a process for like filing charges against the president in a criminal matter. With Nixon was named as a co-conspirator, and 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 that's how that worked. But you've got a Republican Congress, and I think that that's the end end all be all, right? Like they're just not gonna gonna throw out one of their own. They're not gonna drag their own party through the mud. I can't even feel that bad for Trump with a lot of this shit. Like it is clear that leaks are coming out in a targeted way to fuck with him. Like sure, the fact exactly. that Comey told him three times, like, you're not under investigation. And Trump was like, can you tell the public I'm not under investigation? He's like, no, 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 no. You know, like, I can't do that, obviously. I'll, I'll make sure everything fucking else is leaked about this, except for the fact that, like, all the implications are leaked, but not the fact that you're not under investigation. But he handled, like, Trump handled this like such a fucking idiot. Like, he, he should have just let it play out. He didn't collude with Russia, so let that come out. Let it all happen. If if it happens that someone along the way was doing something nefarious, get them out of there. You should be on that team too, Trump, obviously. But then he fires Comey at the dumbest possible time, opening up a door to that now he could get in trouble for, you know, obstruction the, the of obstruction justice. of evidence of, of uh, yeah, the obstruction of justice thing. It, it's still so far from that. But now he could get in trouble with that. 
He literally for, said uh, he during fired an investigation Comey so that this investigation that, would stop, right? Like, he, and that's I, that's not a obstruction of justice. You're allowed to do that. He can he can fire Comey for it if he wants. And also, there's no precedent of of Comey actually reacting in a way that it seems threatened at all. Like he said, oh, I, I was afraid. And so what I did was absolutely nothing and continued to defy what the president wanted. I was so scared. I was so scared that I kept leaks going and didn't do what he wanted. And, you know, you know, when Lynch did it to me, I actually listened and I started referring to it as a matter. And I kind of like shut the whole thing down. But this time, you know, I was so frightened I didn't do anything at all. And, you know, it's just like that doesn't play out like you're smart enough to be frightened or scared. Yeah, he said remember those terms. It was definitely implied that he was uh, fearful for his job would be a better way to put it. Like if he was so fearful of losing his job and he was. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did. He he wants to he wanted to keep his job. I felt like he was instructed when, when when Trump emptied the room, said, hey, everyone leave. I want to talk to Comey privately. And then he talks to Comey and says, hey, man, I hope that you let this Michael Flynn thing go. Uh, he's a really good guy. And that he took that to mean that he wanted him to, like he wasn't just like hoping it wouldn't rain this afternoon. He was saying, look, I hope that the question was, do you, did you take that as a directive from the president? The answer was, yes, I did. Yeah. And I think which is it, why I did nothing. And like it's. Like it, it, it doesn't play out, you know, Really, just because like, the president told him to do something the president shouldn't have told him. I, what he did do is he went to Jeff Sessions and said, hey, we need to stop having this direct line from the president to the FBI. You know, it, 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 that's not how things should work. Right. He did that because he felt like what Trump was doing was improper. I, I guess I just don't know what the burden of proof for obstruction of justice is. And to me, like just as a layman public opinion type thing, if my boss says, hey, everybody else leave. I need to talk to Woody privately. And then, hey, man, I hope you really see your way to do this. That, to me, comes across as a directive. And then when I, he fired him and said to, like, in public, uh, to Lester Holt, like, yeah, you know, that guy was crazy. It was my decision to fire him. I was doing it. And he told, the, I think, the Russians, like, yeah, now that I got rid of this guy, there was too much pressure. There was this cloud over me. Uh, I should have less pressure on this Russia thing because I got rid of Comey. It is very clear to me he got rid of Comey so that he wouldn't be investigated. It didn't work. No, but no, but no, no, like it, that doesn't, but that doesn't pan, like firing him does not slow down an investigation That's at all. That's his motivation. It, but you don't know that. You <laughs> well, know Trump that he fired it. him. He said that he fired him to do with Russia stuff. He said this whole Russia thing is a lie. It's made up, you know, and, and Comey is not willing to come out and tell the American people that I'm not under investigation. And Trump being a narcissistic, fickle idiot in a lot of situations just came out and fucking fired him. And now he's going to get in trouble for obstructing justice in a case where there was no evidence at all that he was being investigated about in the first place. So it's like he's being investigated for obstructing justice into something that doesn't exist. Like, and also something I read about obstruction of justice is that if charges haven't been filed on the person yet, as criminal charges have not been filed against Flynn or Manafort or anyone, then it's not obstruction of justice to say yeah, there, what he we're did. not sure that there was any justice to obstruct yet i think is the is the deal right like, That's like, a good way like to it's just so far from uh from anything happening it's just a lot of um just a lot of fire uh, smoke but not much fire and and i and I, I i see all the signals you know I, it doesn't look good but in the end all that matters is trump ain't going nowhere He's trump's gonna already, be president. he fired the head of the fbi is telling the sergey kislak that because he wanted to relieve pressure over this russian stuff it doesn't quote him directly here, but something close. The pressure part is in quotes. That sounds pretty close. Yeah. Um, it. I just wish it. 
I wanted to hear pressure and then and get the, like, what, what was after pressure exactly. So to, to what you were saying, like I wanted to make clear that I agree with you on how stupid and shady it is the way he did it. But because that's just dumb. That's dumb politics. Like it shows that he's impatient and he doesn't surround himself with anyone who has the balls to say don't do that, which is kind of a character flaw. And so I think he did a horrible job with it. But there's still there's no evidence at all at all that he has any collusion with Russia or Putin whatsoever well, and he did it now, in that, the now open. that there's just no evidence that he did it in private there, but uh, well uh no that's not collusion collusion isn't anything he did he there's no evidence of his collusion with russia whatsoever he didn't collude with them which is why the narrative collusion now is deflecting refers to being private they, i mean pal corrected this last week but in public oh, yeah. like, i read the quote every week you know it seems like he definitely told the and Russians that's not collusion email Right, it, because it's in public. Collusion is this sort of back channels thing. And it's not a crime, what he did. They had already hacked her emails at that point and were releasing them. Like, it was already hacked at that time. That's like, it was already found. There was already a big to-do about it. Um, but my, my, my point with it all is Trump needs to get his shit under control. He's handling it, a lot of shit, badly, like a fucking idiot. And he is, he is, uh, dan he, it's just like, if you're innocent and all this, dude, like, why are you doing your best to step on every landmine every two minutes? It's like, what are you thinking? It's aggravating to watch him sometimes. because so the, the Trump thing, apparently he was relieving pressure on his administration over its ties to Russia. That's the closest I can get to a quote. So that's why he fired Comey. Yeah, and there's no collusion with Russia, and the media knows this. And that's why they're completely changing to the obstruction of justice narrative now, because the entire Russian collusion thing did not pan out. It's not at all. It's never been confirmed at all. That's why the leaks came out in the way they did. If the leaks came, if the leaks actually were just random people throwing stuff out there, it eventually would have come out that, oh, yeah, Trump isn't even under investigation. Well, that really kind of fucking ruins our narrative at this point in time shit. But no, every detail other than that comes out in a clear targeted leaking campaign. And, and the leaks are a big problem. I don't think coming from the inside. Okay. <laughs> to say that Trump wasn't under investigation, I think that's just because he's president, right? And it's not that Trump's not under investigation because he's oh, so innocent. He's not under investigation because he's president. So everybody surrounding Trump. He's not under investigation no, no. because there's no there's no evidence that he did anything wrong. They it's just I, I don't think they go straight after the president. They're after Manafort. They're after No, they Flynn. would. They're after Yeah, all yeah, they want him. They're, they're trying to go through Flynn and Manafort to get anything on Trump yeah. about this Russian Yeah, they don't care about Flynn can't. and Manafort. They and want so Trump. they have a they have a huge incentive to go, "All right, well we don't actually have anything on Trump." So what we're going to do is leak a bunch of lies and implies and link him to people that we can get something on. And then we just won't have any leaks come out that are about how, you know, he didn't actually well, no. fucking so, do this. So what this is all about, the end goal of this is to, is to get one of Trump's underlings, one of these generals or someone, and find that they are guilty of something that we can put them in fucking prison for. And then to, and then to force them to testify as to a crime that Trump actually committed. It's to, it's to give them immunity and say... Yes, Donald Trump ordered me to say this thing to that person knowingly. He said that. That's the end goal that the Democrats want. That's the whole point of this whole thing. I don't care about Flynn or, 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 or oh, that, that this guy didn't release that, that he was a, an agent for Turkey. No, they don't give a shit about any of that. They want to take Trump down, and you do that by finding him guilty of a crime, a real one.
I don't think, they're, they're they're all, I don't think Comey had anything against Trump personally. I, I here's no, my no, take no, on but it. He's an, the he's Russians just, he's absolutely he's fucked with our election, right? In, in 39 different states, they tried to hack into the voting systems. I'm told they weren't successful, but they tried it. They've got their fingerprints all over it. Um, they definitely put out propaganda, and that went really wild on social media. The Russians undeniably 17. What what propaganda did they put on social media? Degree. I can't name the articles, but that was a thing that they did. They they, they, they had they manipulated the, the upvotes on Reddit. That's a thing they did. They um <laughs> no no hold on let's they, that's they well, did I, I can go on they did go, maybe they did farms that they maybe did. they did yeah. I just am saying that they they shut down like I I tweeted something about this the other day I go on Reddit and I don't go to the Donald. And so I never see shit from the Donald. Ever. Used to be on the I don't go to anti-Trump subreddits and I see 50 a, of them. Every, I see so many Trump anti-Trump subreddits where you click on it and there's fucking 600 people subscribed and they've got a bunch of posts with six upvotes and then one with 20,000. And it's like that you didn't even try and show that this isn't complete manipulation. Like, like it, I'm just saying that, you know, that the social media thing from the Russian side all. can be true. That Russian thing, maybe it is true. I mean, the fact that the Donald was the most active subreddit for months and months really i think had more to do with it and, and the more clear case is how all political players on reddit for reddit are so heavily censored unbelievably heavily censored if you go to any politics forum on reddit it, they'll make intentional mega threads out of things are... they don't want to talk you know you don't want to see I think that I don't know how involved administrators are. Oh, the, the, the admin. Oh, that's like, true. I mean, yeah, the corruption. I, I, I don't know what you're saying. No, they absolutely do want to see, right? Like, like the, when Comey. But not if it's the wrong perspective. Example. No, you're wrong. And not I'll if tell it's pro-Trump or anti-Hillary or anti-Bernie. It's it's, it's politics. Uh, there's no there's no more biased forum on the internet. Pro-Trump, but no 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 not politics. For example, when the Comey hearing happened, right? Rather than have that thing go all over the front page they made one mega thread that's what they do and it doesn't matter if it's pro-trump or anti-trump they make it a mega thread my what i'm saying is that there is it's brazenly obvious going on reddit or social media that there is a concerted effort to boost certain stories and really diminish other ones like going on twitter sometimes they have like even the fucking hashtags are trumped up where they'll have like you know sixty people will be tweeting like March for fucking uh, equal pay or something, and then that's the number one thing, and they they make sure it's going like on Reddit, it it's absolutely like Kyle. I know you go on Reddit quite a bit. These anti-Trump subreddits are all over the fucking place, and they yeah, are on the front it, page every day, all right the time. Can I talk? It's my turn. It's totally my turn. It's you're, totally you're, bo you're both right to some extent because uh, what was happening before uh, the Donald was covering the front page up and it was partially due i'm sure to the yeah. their uh, to how, how popular they were but there was also a lot of vote manipulation and it goes further than just vote manipulation coming from russia the the russians were also influencing uh hashtags on twitter that that would maybe make hillary look bad like if it was hashtag um uh, uh what, what were they saying when she was like falling down hashtag puppet or something marionette or you know mm -hmm. the, just plenty of things to, to like make her look bad there was a concerted effort to do that but what's happened since then is that reddit itself i don't know where it starts i'm sure all the way to the top has definitely made it so that the donald's voting is weighed differently and that the outcome is different than it would have been and that outcome is very different than what you will get if you have Let's say we put two posts, one on e what's it, ESIST or whatever, the like Trump resistance or the or the or the right. march against Trump, either of those subreddits. If that thing gets, let's just 
5,000 upvotes, 2,000 downvotes in the next 45 minutes, it will be categorized completely different in the grand scale of things as far as all goes than a post from the Donald will. It's just the Donald gets squashed down now. I see maybe one Donald thing a day, and I see at least four to six anti-Trump things a, a day. I do think it could be a total result of it's not, and and maybe just not not just Donald enthusiasm, but it's like. We fucking won. I think that's what a lot of the Donald people are probably saying, right? Like, like that, right? They already won, so the game is over. And then yeah. there's also, like, look, his disapproval ratings are very high. His approval ratings are very low. There's a lot of sure. Trump people who've jumped off that bus. Yeah. I, I really yeah, don't a see a lot of Trump people who have jumped policies. off. Well, well all right. So, so there are people who, there, there, there were a lot of one-issue voters out there, right? So if Trump... It seems like he's dragging his foot on the border wall. Or if you want to look at it through a different lens, if it seems like Trump is having a hard time getting Congress to go along with his border wall, whatever, however you want to look at it, maybe they're upset about with Trump greatly over that. You know, like, like there's a lot of one issue voters. I don't think that he's got what what is it, thirty two percent approval ratings just because of of Russia. I think that's such a small part of it that the people who really care about this Russia thing hated Trump all along. The people who were who were for him. There are very few people who are out there who were Trump supporters who are now going like, wow, this really looks like Trump's a puppet, huh? No, we don't believe that. Nobody believes that Trump's a puppet to the Russians. It's just, he's just not. I don't think he is. I don't I think, think he intentionally colluded with them. I think there was probably some inappropriateness that went on at every level with people talking to people who shouldn't have been talking to people at, at, the, at, at certain times. And there was definitely some effort, it seems, to establish backdoor channels. But I can see from his point of view, why that would all make a lot of sense. If you tell him, like, sir, there's two ways to do this business deal. We can either put you on phone, the phone with Vladimir Putin in secret because he's the guy who actually owns that oil company because it's nationalized over there. Or we can have, like, you talk to one of your bureaucrats who will talk to another bureaucrat who will phone the ambassador, who will call their ambassador, who will call the guy who runs Sputnik Oil, who will then call his boss, who will, like, elbow Vladimir Putin. And then maybe we'll play some phone tag and get this deal worked out. I can, I can easily see Trump going, like, Nah, give me the guy on the phone and let's do this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but yeah it, I could see that. Yeah, I, and I, what I don't know actually if it's inappropriate to do that before you're president. It, right, it's like, definitely uncouth. I didn't like that. That all of a sudden he was like he was out in the public eye when Obama was still president because no one else has ever done that. That was very unprofessional, mm -hmm. and it could have caused some actual issues. You know, like the. Our stance in the world is, in a lot of ways, decided by our president. And all of a sudden, we kind of had two stances, it seemed, in regards to a few different things. I can uh, definitely agree with you there. I didn't, yeah, I didn't care for that. that I felt not... like Trump would have shown a lot more class. character, a lot more class, thank you, if he had stood down while the guy that he has... His rivalry with Obama is like something out of like uh, like hmm. the Golden State just won, right? That LeBron James lost, and right. uh, that that other guy who's yeah. the uh, Durant, right, over Steph with, Curry, with Golden State Durant, yeah, uh, won. And, and now all of the Nike commercials are like showing Durant getting shat on by the talking heads over the years. Like, ah, oh, he he's he's not he doesn't man up. He he doesn't have this. He doesn't have that. And like and then it's just a montage of him crushing it, of course, while they talk bad about him, and then him winning. And I feel like that's kind of the situation we have here. When I found out the real story about Kevin Durant and like how that went down, because I don't know shit about basketball, obviously, but when I found out that he got beat, that his team got knocked out of the playoffs last year by the Golden State Warriors, I guess, and so he left that team 
and joined the Golden State Warriors for a huge pay cut as like a like last grasp to try and win it. Like I lost some respect there, where it was almost like, like that sounds stupid because it is a business and he wants to win, you know. But isn't like tell me if you also kind of agree. Like isn't that a little bit shitty to get no. beat and then immediately take a pay cut and go to the team that beat you that's already like the best team in the league just to make it better and then like ruin the It depends the on of the his league? exact point of view, right? Because when when at first glance or at first listen, you think that like I, I picture Kevin Durant and his team and like everybody's kumbaya and getting along. We're just not good enough. But maybe if we all work, to hard, work together hard, like we could rise that level. But in reality, I'm picturing like maybe Kevin hated some fucking assholes on that team. He didn't <laughs> like his coach, didn't feel like they were running the right kind of offense. They weren't utilizing him well enough in, in defense. He wasn't getting enough minutes on the floor. And meanwhile, he just played against the fucking A team. And clearly this is where he wants to go to I get his ring. This. Yeah, Taylor, here's my question for you. Ray Bork played for Boston for ages. He was a legend there, right? Couldn't win a cup, yeah. right? Boston just Boston doesn't win cups. They're like the Red Sox of old. Uh, so he went to Colorado, and then pe- you know the story, I'm sure. Almost instantly won a cup with Colorado. Was yeah. he bad? Was he a traitor? Or, or is it okay to go to the, a top team and get your cup? I guess more of the... Like, I, I totally get the going to the top team to get the cup or the NBA championship trophy. It, it was more just, like, the added thing of, like, you're on a team with someone. and Well, I, I would think differently if, like, Ray Bork were playing for the Bruins and they got somehow knocked out of the playoffs that year by Colorado. And then immediately he's like, I'm out, Colorado. You're my guys. I know I was just hitting you guys and you were hitting me and all that, but I'm on your team now. Like, it's almost like that defeat aspect of it so soon before the decision taints it a bit i think yeah okay. yeah i i agree i can picture that with baseball um i remember like there was a couple times that like baseball players i like went on the teams uh and then when they played against us i'm trying to think of specific examples i remember javier lopez our catcher for the braves like, like went and played for he may have played for the indians for the while maybe the yankees for the while and then maybe for i don't know the padres or the the orioles or something like that i just remember like really hating him because he had done that. Um, maybe David Justice, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing him in with there with some of those teams they went to. Yeah, David Justice also went. Uh, every time that would happen, I would end up hating those guys. Like if I felt like he had went somewhere else for more money, um, I would hate him. But, but like the me who's not a fan of any team really particularly, I'm like, yeah, that fucking makes sense. Like go, go, go make your life-changing money and perhaps like accomplish the greatest goal there is to accomplish at the thing you love the most in life. Who... Why would I tell you to stop and keep wearing that goofy Indian on your shirt instead of an NY? Like, like yeah, you know, I can also it, it's, totally it's see that. That like, I bet like ten years from now, after Kevin Durant is retired, if he had stayed with his team and not won a championship ever, I bet he would look back and be like, "God damn it!" Like, there's always going to be that piece of the puzzle that I couldn't quite get. Like, yeah. Because at the like ten years from now, it's just going to be. Did you ever win an NBA championship? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I won one. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, I could have won I, okay, one on that I'm, team. Okay, I'm coming around. I can see. Yeah, <laughs> I could have won one on that team. Just let me sit at the sit on the bench, and yeah. I'll stand up and like throw towels around and do whatever all the mm-hmm. people in basketball do, which apparently is like totally cool. That's I don't get how like you're just allowed to walk on the court in basketball. Have you noticed that? Like when you watch highlights, like they'll sink a basket, and then like everybody on the team will take like three steps out on yeah. the court, like Celebrate. cheering, and well, and they're like, the, does and they're, like the seven feet tall, so stop? three feet out, and they're mm-hmm. all out, all out like on the uh, court. I think the clock stops a lot. Maybe maybe they're they're taking advantage of that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Coaches do it too. You know, they could, yeah. 
they're up I've also down. seen them get like warnings and like get in trouble for for doing stuff like that too. I, I guess maybe they enforce it occasionally and sometimes not. I like seeing guys get get in trouble in sports because because you know their tempers are tempers are high. These are adults playing a, playing a game, <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden like another adult's like, "You fucked up, bro. You didn't bounce the ball enough." <laughs> The fuck are you telling? I did bounce it enough. <laughs> now you're obviously like you're a grown man arguing with another grown man in front of three million people over whether you bounced the ball three times or two. It's not a and game. It matters. Dude. It's not so a game. Much. It's not a it game. A- There's millions yeah. on the line. There's it's pressure. It's a game. It's Why you get the mad? It's not just a game. It's a business. It's a career. It's your living. Your Call of Duty wasn't just a game to Wings of Redemption because it, it was a sense of his self worth and it was how he put food on the table it makes it not just a game anymore even if it's a game like two weeks ago once again i turned on like the r hockey to find like the highlights and one of the first ones was Sidney crosby disliking a call and throwing a water bottle out on the ice and i was like oh god damn it like i'm feeling like a real idiot like as like two 20 minutes earlier i'm like woody you're in the past this is this isn't 2009 and then i watched the clip and he's me you know (laughs) it's like god damn it guys uh, among the things you could throw out, the water ball seems pretty low impact, right? Like if you threw a blue Gatorade out there and it got all over the ice, maybe that'd make I a little like bit of a mess. Coaches throw tantrums <laughs> in hockey, and it happens every so often. Coaches get so pissed off, they'll grab throw all like, the sticks. Yeah, like 15 sticks out in the ice and they spray around, and it's like, ah. Clean that shit up. <laughs> John that's Tortorella. what it is in baseball. Like, like that's exactly what it is because, like, the, the umpires, the officials are in, in charge of keeping the play surface right, you mm-hmm. know, where the, and, and that usually means dusting off home play and not much more so like they'll kick all the fucking dirt they can on that home plate they'll, they'll even like if they're really crazy they'll get down on their hands and knees and like I've make a that. mound of the you dirt see the guy who stole they'll, the bases and stuff yeah, and he did take, all of it at once sometimes they'll take the base and just sling it mm-hmm. out in the outfield so you got to walk out there and get it uh but sometimes they'll fucking Fucking seconds coming with me, you cunt. <laughs> like, that's, that's, the, the baseball managers always seem like way more like at their own pace with their tantrums because everything's so spread out that they're going to fuck with that they're like, and another thing. <laughs> Swishing it over, over as there. they slowly walk over. <laughs> and I'm taking this base. Uh, I'll be there in 10 seconds if you want to try and stop me. I'm the taking it. Bag no, I'm going to see. I'll get the rosin bag. Baseball John is like interesting. I'm no expert, but like there's a, a set of things you can do. Like for one, you can't touch the ump, can't touch him at all. But apparently, you can kick dirt on his feet, and you oh, can yeah. kick, you can mess with the plate, and you can steal some bases. But like touching him all of a sudden, like that goes wildly over the line. Even if it's just yeah, like an accidental finger on the shirt type thing, like that. So they'll they'll be centimeters from each other nose to nose yelling 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 and you know but that's okay but don't touch you touch all of a sudden it's a bit it's fun to and you watch can't them. curse at them audibly you can't yell okay. you can't say fuck you loud enough for anybody else to know that you just insulted that guy i don't know how where this rule's written down or how exactly it works but but in practice here's what happens you'll be batting he calls it a strike you know it was a ball you fucking like do like a vampire cough or something. <coughs> fucking bullshit! <laughs> like you can say it as loud as you want if he can't see your lips. You know you can as long as you look the opposite fucking way and go fucking blind jackass. That's cool. But if you direct that toward that man over there, you're out of the game. You're in trouble. So that that, is such I like a those. silly rule. I know. I, I right? wish you were allowed. They didn't get that from hockey. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to scream at. Uh, 
John Tortorella was the coach. This happened two years ago. He's, he was the coach for the Vancouver Canucks at the time, and they were playing the Calgary Flames. And this would be a great clip to watch if you're able to do that. And the beginning of the game, the, they're both Canadian teams, not too far from each other, I assume. And so they're rivals of sorts. And before the game started, the the Flames coach, if I recall correctly, put out his fourth line, the people, the bruisers. And that's not what you usually do at the start of the game. You put the good guys out there usually. And so Tortorella goes, I'm putting my bruisers out there at the start of the game. And so the start of the game was just both fourth lines. And and both of those guys are kind of like, oh, like, all right, like we're out here starting the game. Woo, fourth. <laughs> guys, keep le- I was in the minors yesterday. This is so, like, uh, and so they're all out there. And meanwhile, you know, the glass uh, partition yeah, between the two benches, both coaches are the Calgary coach is a little more classy, so he's still in like his standing area. And Tortorella is over there, leaning around to the Calgary bench, going, "Is this what you want? Is this what you want?" Like screaming at him. And so the game starts, and all five players drop their equipment and pair off with someone, and all five of them are fighting. And then there are ten people in the penalty box. So both teams' fourth lines and first line defensemen are out of the game for a bit. And uh, in between periods. He got so mad, Tortorella got so mad that he went to the Flames locker room. He went to their lo- the visiting locker room and went in. It was screaming and like security had to be like holding him back. Like Coach Tortorella, oh, like, this, is, this is really fucking inappropriate. He's like, yeah, I'll show you what's fucking inappropriate. Put your guys out there like that, huh? Like just dude, his, his fucking coach screaming. He's American, uh, not Canadian as a coach, which is rare. And also the reason I think he got so animated. At that, instead of saying, "Oh, I'm real sorry," you know, sometimes uh, a couple just, get thrown. You know, <laughs> I just imagine the other guy just just being like, right, "You want to fucking go? You fucking Miko doesn't even skate. I found yeah. him in K1. <laughs> K1. <laughs> he gets out there. <laughs> he wears grippy cleats onto the ice. <laughs> can fight you, you thought he had a hockey stick? No, that's a bow staff. He's about to open a real can of whoop ass on your whole team. He's out there. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there are people who fight better on skates, right? Because here's the thing. At the beer league level, the guy that wins the fight is often the better skater, you know, because that guy's more stable, oh, yeah. and a lot of fighting has to do with throwing the other guy off balance in, in a hockey fight. Um, but at, like, the pro level, they're all good skaters. I don't think anyone loses fights because they get pushed around too easily. They, they, they live their life on skates. Are there people who are, like, I, I swear... You'd be way more badass at the beer league level if you had grippy cleats. You know, you'd be you'd oh, just yeah. be so solid that other guy would be a toy for you to, to toss around. Yeah, you'd want a pair of if you were the fighter, the guy who's who may be ready to come off the bench, you'd want two pieces of footwear, a pair of skates for sure, and then a pair of steel cleats. Mm. For if you've got to storm the fucking just, ice, right? If you like had like those old bottoms. Yeah, the old timey steel cleats that were more like thumbtacks on the bottom mm. than the new ba- the new baseball cleats are a bunch of blades, dull blades basically and different that's, that's uh, risky business doing it with the cleats, though, because if you're up against me in a beer league, you're going to beat Ooh. my ass. But if you're up yeah. against a real professional hockey fighter, what he's yeah. going to do, is he's going to grab right here on your jersey and he's going to use his professional NHL legs to skate backwards really quick. Yeah. You're going to fall and then he's going to do the thing that you'll see in hockey fights where they grab and they push you back and then they pull their hand back and bump, bump, and they punch you like yeah. that. And that's that's exactly what would happen. I was going to say that. I know it's I, I'm the the least knowledgeable, but I definitely am aware and have seen the technique of the hockey fight. It's a whole different kind of combat, and the rules are, are very different from a lot of other kinds of combat because of the ice, the skates, the pads, the loose jerseys, the the helmets who, that may or may not be on 
there's a lot of variables that aren't there in regular combat. I guess in grappling, sometimes grabbing the clothes is a big deal. Like, yeah, Yeah, there's a little gi work in there, right? Like, (laughs) gi work is essential in hockey. Just the way that controlling the other guy is two thirds of the fight. I just imagine choking a guy out with his own jersey, just get behind him. (laughs) I love all the the shit talking like videos because they're all Canadian. Like when like the real fighter goes up against the guy who like kind of got conscripted into the fight, <laughs> you know, because like if someone does something shitty to you, to a teammate, you you have your it's your duty to go over and fight him. And oftentimes the bruiser will do something shitty, and the closest guy is like a twenty year old rookie who's like, oh Jesus, so he has to skate <laughs> over there and start getting in a fight with him. And immediately you'll you'll uh, there's one clip of the the big bruiser guy coming in. He's like. Oh yeah, which, which shoulder do you want? You left, right? Which one do you prefer, huh? You know, because they oh, you always grab the other person's shoulder there, and he there was like go. offering, like, which one do you want? You, I'll let you pick. You know, it's gonna go great for you. I promise. You know, like, <laughs> take a, take I a would pick. grab their left. I would always grab their left, right? I want, I'd want that crossover, and I feel like this arm can then really, like, first of all, I feel like I control their left arm completely now. They're not gonna be able to come up and over with that, and I feel like their right arm has to come over my right arm now. And I, I just feel like I could, if I pull them this way, then they're turning away from me, and I could punch them behind the ear. Like, I have to look at one the cross shoulder thing. Because if you pull on their yeah. jersey here too hard, what will end up doing is they'll slip their arm out of their jersey uh, and punch you. <laughs> so I'd you be scared. If, if, if I thought I had his arm, and then a third arm came out of the neck <laughs> hole and fucking popped me, <laughs> I'd be like, God, God, I fuck. <laughs> Serious error. Miscalculation. I can see Kyle taking with a one punch. Oh, this this is I have sit in the box like for five minutes like this. Hold my nose. Life, it only takes one punch. It fucking hurts to get punched in the in the, in the face. We bought I boxed three weeks ago now. Hmm. He hit me once. He hit me once and we quit. It was like, God, that's that's such a wake-up call to life and to the whole <laughs> nature. That, oh, God, that we used to exist like this where this might happen at any fucking time? Like, <laughs> God damn, you had a 16-ounce glove. My boxing oh. coach used to give me body shots that were hard. And I, I was just like, it. I asked him at one point, I'm like, when you're in a real boxing match, because he was like a pro boxer. It wasn't like highly ranked or anything, but he was a pro boxer. I'm like, how much harder do you hit, like, when you try, because it seems like this is full power. This seems yeah. like it's awful, you know. Because he was just, he was just boxing me up, man. Like I, I he could have gone lighter on me, you know. My my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu instructors, they used to reward good behavior. Like they'd put me in a bind, and if I executed the proper technique, they'd allow that to go on. Uh, yeah. The boxing guys, the culture was different. He would just box the fuck out of me, and yeah, I've seen that so much. Like guys getting fucked up in boxing um I, I there's a video and it's it's like blah 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 whatever the guy's name is some some known fighter gets mm-hmm. taken apart by a 16 year old and like this guy is just destroying him in there to the point where he leaves the ring he runs away and everybody's just kind of like i mean he gets laughed at a little bit it, it was he just got beaten badly by this amateur kid and he literally runs from the How ring could that happen I yeah, that's weird. Was he drunk or something? Uh, I think the deal was he he wasn't a, as good of a fighter as, as they thought he was or something like that. I wish I could pull up the video. It's been months uh, since I've seen Yeah, I like watching. It's, it's almost as good as Cat Williams taking that beating from the child. You know what? That, that, like, that was also. He's a like teeny tiny when, little man. <laughs> I, I've seen a couple of videos like this. Like a guy will walk into a boxing ring like he's a gangster or something. 
thinking that his street fighting prowess would let him compete against people who train in boxing all the time. And they're like, all right, cool. Well, here's like a 15 and a half year old. You want to go against him? And uh, sure enough, the fi- like, it's just his form is right. His technique is right. His guard is impenetrable. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't happen right away because he's not a knockout uh, hitter at 15. But sure enough, you know, over time, clearly the, the technique beats the bigger, stronger, older oh, guy. Oh, yeah. And I've yeah. seen a couple of videos like that, and it's, it's cool. People forget, like, if you're not involved in fighting and all, I feel like more people know more now that the UFC is bigger. But they think that winning a fight is about, like, oh, I get so mad. You know, I could kick a lot of ass because I completely lose my temper sometimes. No, no, you can't. Like, how's you can't. your cardio? Yeah, how's your cardio? How's your <laughs> technique? You know, there are other people who just consider been their hit wild before? ass to be... Uh, Has you know, anyone ever hit you before? Do you have any idea how badly it hurts? <laughs> I know I can't be a professional fighter. Yeah. I know. You know why? Because I'm a pussy. When I get hit, I don't want any more at all. If you hit me, I am out. Like, I, I would much rather get in a fucking gun battle than you than some sort of hand-to-hand combat in the fucking street. Because you're going to fucking punch me in the face. It's going to hurt so bad. It hurts. It's something that nobody, so like, nobody, when someone says, oh, yeah, I get so mad. Like, I, I'm great in a fight. It's like, ah, oh, you, you've revealed that you have never been in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so you are, you're, like, watching fucking Dragon Ball Z, seeing him go super sad <laughs> and thinking that's. That's like me being like, oh, I've, I've never actually taken a cooking class. I don't do a lot of research online, but I love high quality food. And so I, I, I know I could just, you know, grab some ingredients and whip up a Chef Ramsay yeah. fucking Michelin three star thing. How do you know? Because I just get like mad at the food and I just know <laughs> where I want it to be. And I and I know exactly, I'm just emotional about it. It's like, no, you're going to end up with a bunch yeah. of fucking burned rice and, and shitty dry chicken. I do that with the music. Oh, I love music so much. I get so into it. I bet I'd play it wonderfully. No, yeah. no, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. No, no, no. I, I get put a guitar in my hands and, and I, I could dance. So I would do that and it would just come out great. No, it wouldn't. It would sound nope. awful. Nope. Yeah. That's someone who hasn't tried an instrument, hasn't cooked a huge meal, and has not been in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if you enter a guitar battle against someone who actually trains in guitar, you'll find yourself very surprised. The guy will do great. Yep. Yeah, but the martial arts are a little magical. If there, if there are magic powers, the martial arts are among them. Because once you have one, you are head and shoulders better than anyone else at physical combat. If you were a boxing guy with three years of experience, a normal man can't hit you anymore. You just you can't if you get if you if you're given a chance to defend yourself now a normal man can't touch you in the face unless you want him to if you spend three years learning jujitsu well now you can kill almost any man you see in real life with your bare hands as long as he doesn't have like a set of car keys or something to gouge your eye out that's true in other things too like the music example you know like you spend three years learning to play guitar you're head and shoulders above people who never learned Yeah. yeah yeah There's a parallel there. So, I don't know. I, whatever. Conor McGregor's going to lose, though, and I don't want him to. I hope he wins. I hope he shocks the world again. I hope of course! He, yeah. Oh, no, I, I, want, want, I want Mayweather to win. Go, go, Mayweather. <laughs> if, God, if God thinks I want Mayweather to win. Oh, right. Win. That uh, explains yeah. the blues. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to betting on this thing. I'm looking forward to uh, to watching it. I'm looking forward to the aftermath. It's, it, I'm glad it's happening. What a spectacle. I, it would be amazing to experience. I, I feel like we have already have greatness, right? We have a Muhammad Ali 
alive right now in combat sports. And it's, it's Conor McGregor and, and the run he's had. Some people are going to call me a noob fan or whatever, but that's not even true. I, but, like, Conor McGregor has the, the, the two weight class champion thing, the run. The, it, it, it's a real Muhammad Ali with the talking. It, we're, we're living a moment right now. There is a, there is a guy and it's conor mcgregor and he's awesome um and he's white can you believe it yeah but he's irish yeah that's like a it's worse than anything else i was gonna name a color or something like that's, <laughs> yeah. you're about to go in your power rankings yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be terrible. What do you, you should do that have like a velcro board behind you every week and be like had a horrible incident at uh uh, dry cleaner. Nacho at Nacho Fresh. So, um, <laughs> so Mexicans sorry, are going you know, below Mexicans Native Americans. Mexicans are going down. You know, <laughs> Jews, on the other hand, had an excellent conversation with my accountant. You are moving up. You know, <laughs> uh, and uh, and you know, uh, and, you know, black people. You know, once again, and and the undefeated champion of the race of power rankings white people (laughs) and it's your like incredibly racist board where it just says white people and all the rest is like super segmented like (laughs) east asians japs (laughs) right we use like uh, Like, is walks a thing or is that just a cooking utensil i'm not even sure (laughs) no walks is not a thing oh it will be on my board it's a big cooking all these got oh that's that's a perfect one though next time Walks, Next time somebody coming Asian, around here cooking up no. their noodles, <laughs> do this. Next time going around all slatty eyed, all slatty eyed. The the walks, is that good? Okay? Thanks about it. walks. What you should do is next time anything happens in public and you're around people and an Asian does something bad, call them a walk. Oh. And and people will be bamboozled <laughs> because they'll be like, hey, you sh- you shouldn't say ah. Listen to me, like, <laughs> little yellow, greasy walk. <laughs> well, no. All right, well, then you've crossed the line. Wait a minute. I, I, I'm not sure if that's racist or not. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're, you had kind of a racist inflection <laughs> when you call me a, a walk. <laughs> you fucking walk. Oh, I love that. Sound, it's got the hard K at the end, and so it sounds like it would be a bad yeah. one because it's got the same sound as like gook. You know, and that right. is one, or it was one. I don't know if it is anymore. I'm pretty sure it's still one. I don't think yeah, they like still... really recovered. I just mean like they phased it out. Mm. Like ah. it's like nobody says that. Like Chinaman, nobody says that. Uh, like, like, Oriental doesn't sound Oriental. like it's racist. Chinaman just it sounds like American. Yeah, yeah. Chinaman, I don't think is right. I maybe, think it was uh, usually used with a racist connotation, <laughs> and they oh, yeah. would probably be perceived as such by someone from we that. We really need that to group. step up I would up our not like to be called a Chinaman. It was okay recent that American man. Well, yeah, Amer- yeah American because, that's, because that's what we call ourselves. But but mm. you know, it seems like when we when I hear someone say Chinaman, I picture that like you're directing me toward where I can buy some opium in an old frontiersman town. Like wh- where do I get the opium? Mm. They're like, oh I yeah, that, the dirty old Chinaman from down the walks. The wall. <laughs> they sell yeah, it. from the walks. <laughs> Go talk to one of the fucking walks. They're always hanging out. Yeah. I feel like we should make up more racist slang. Like, if Chinamen are walks, then I don't know. We'll have to mull this over and come back with a good list next week. (laughs) (laughs) Good fake racial terms. Our own slurs. It's the opposite of when people try and, like, bring back 
Uh, remember in Clerks when he tries to take back the term porch monkey? Mm. And then there, someone was like, you know, that's really racist, you know? And he's like, I'm taking it back. We're doing the opposite of that, where we're injecting new racial <laughs> epithets into the ether. You know, throw some spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks. <laughs> see how it goes. <laughs> I, I, I like this. <laughs> we need something for Puerto Ricans. They might be a state soon. Hmm. Now, if they're going to be a state soon, they get to just be regular Americans. Oh. I wonder how they'll feel about that. Like, like you're not Puerto Rican anymore. <laughs> Do they lose all those those like college programs and shit? Do they have oh, any yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. What? Do, do Puerto Ricans have special colleges? Like, I'm sure they do. Like, like, let's just just throw a guess out there. Like, surely the Puerto Ricans get special treatment somewhere. What is the? I don't even know. They're who a territory. Wins and loses. Oh, I knew that. I don't know who wins and loses if they become a state. They win, we lose. Is, is that the case? I think they're a poor, impoverished region um, that, 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 that like, we're going to have to like, bring up to our standards of quality and such. And like, like, I don't think they're going to – there aren't a, like, a resource of like, doctors and scientists there like, working on anything. Like, if we make Cuba maybe a state like, – I'm always hearing about medical advances in Cuba, which because of my closed-minded point of view seems backwards because I always see them driving those 1950s fucking mm -hmm. cars and shit, you know? But, but like, that's just because of the embargo. I guess medical science goes on. No. But, but, no. No, no. <laughs> Cuba does not have a good medical system. They kept Castro going. <laughs> I haven't heard that they made, Him. like, yeah. big advancements. I, I just heard that they have, like, public health care. Let me find it. They, they, they cured something or found a better treatment for something. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Cuban... Medical advances. Found a way to make a Cuba has made a three medical fifty-seven Chevy transistor <laughs> yeah. out of driftwood. <laughs> make an iron lung out of like a three. We got a fifty-five Bel Air to get twenty-eight miles per gallon on grain alcohol. <laughs> you want to talk about science? Come to Cuba. We've been rehousing those old Soviet missiles as grain silos. Hmm. Um, it says here Cuba has three major medical innovations that we may need. Uh, patents in the sciences, conducting most of the world's clinical trials and published the most biomedical research. Um, what do they actually do, though? I don't know, but White there's three of them. Yeah. yeah. More cancer treatments, that's number one. A treatment for diabetic foot ulcers, apparently. And a treatment for advanced head and neck tumors. I have a friend that's curing cancer. Uh, I... I'm going to mess this up. I'm way outside my depth. It's but... been taking him forever, can I just say? <laughs> yeah, we right? that Speed it up. <clears throat> so what he does is he, his, the company he works for shoots, I think, tachyon particles or something like that at cancer. And what's unique about this particle, he was explaining to me, is that all of its, nearly all of its energy is released at the depth that they choose it to happen. And he's like, it kills cancer. That's not in question that much is not even the hard part killing cancer I'm like oh, okay and uh so like if, let's say that you have cancer on like the back of your lung you could go either through the front of you and then make it die in the back of your lung and barely impact the front of it and your skin and your ribs or you could like attack it from the back which seems to make more sense um but they can they can choose the depth at which this happens whereas chemo it just goes into your bloodstream and fucks up everything uh, radiation it goes through everything and out the other side and like they can really concentrate where this happens and, and the current part of it they're working on is not killing cancer that i'm told is easy it's something to do with the human body and all the complexities and figuring out where to shoot and stuff like that but he's like a paramotor friend 
So sometimes he writes me during the day to talk about like, you know, hey, let's go uh, paramotor during the solar eclipse that's coming up. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds really great. But like, am I distracting you from curing cancer? <laughs> you know, like, like uh, but trust me, they'll wait. They're going to go to somebody else for their cancer cure. I don't think so. <laughs> they, they, Get your own tachyon particle gun, idiot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just... I, I, I hope I, it is a gun. <laughs> every time I distract him. All right, I Mr. Johnson, like, hey. don't move. <laughs> like, I imagine like a big Ghostbuster backpack with a shoulder-fired cannon. His name is... Uh, I was going to give his full name because it's funny, That's but okay. I, I won't. It seems like a huge mistake. Oh, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah, we could do that. Then we'll have all our fans reaching out for him to fix their cancer. Right. We don't need that. Stop talking to Woody, work on cancer. <laughs> <laughs> they'll all have their own fix two cents. Fix my cancer, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Jesus. I want that. That's rough. Uh, Anyone we need to hear from, Kyle? No. So the, oh, I didn't the, expect that. The Power Rangers thing was just a pre-roll. Oh. There was no mid-roll on that. Correct. Okay. Or at least that's what Shiz says. All right, cool. Well, just checking on that. Well, Usually they do. You know. Well, I, I want to. Now that you've mentioned it, I want to. I want to read one more time exactly what Shiz said. But I'm almost a thousand percent sure. I'm scrolling here. Yeah, it's roll only. Take big. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, awesome. Sponsors down in the link in the description below. Check those guys out. Uh, I enjoy doing this show. If you're if you are a patron, let us know about this new audio. If you are not a patron, you can sign up down in the description below. It's five dollars a month, I think, to get the uh, the 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 show early. early. You get it uh, as soon as we have it recorded and uploaded. You get it, um, and uh, I think for ten dollars, you're getting PKN as soon the, in the exact same format as soon as it's done, as soon mm -hmm. as it's up and ready with the video format that comes along with it. You're also getting to ask us those AMA questions that we answered quite a few of. And uh, for $50, you get to join us uh, once a month for a weekend hangout. One of the, 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 the questions in there was actually about that. Yes, you'll get, uh, you'll get to ask us you know, whatever you want. We usually spend well over an hour in that hangout. Uh, Taylor does not show up to the hangout for some reason. I'm not yeah, really Taylor. sure. And uh, just, just so you know before, <laughs> no. you, before you sign up. And, uh, and yeah, you'll get to ask any questions you want of us or hang out with us. And we generally have a really relaxed, fun time with sometimes it's if like the email gets buggered or something, it'll be like me and Woody and two or three other guys. But it's been it's been as many as like 15 or so. It's been it so many Easter by accident or something last time. It was a Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> something like that happened. We, <laughs> yeah. we had it on a holiday. Now Kyle's frozen. The two of you. Freezers. Kyle, You're freezers. I not now. Oh, no, Kyle's still frozen for me. Yeah, I, I like the look of him. Is he kind of mouth-opened uh, for you two? He looks, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does. Looks a little a little disheveled. I that, wonder what he was going to say. But anyway, let's do a wrap yeah. there. PKA episode 339. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah. <laughs>